to the Pulp MX Show. Presented by Motosport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den. With your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. And now strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, and Decal Works. Coming at you. It's Monday, July 26, 5 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for watching on Facebook, on YouTube. Thanks for listening on PulpMechShow.com as well. Really appreciate it. We got lots to talk about when it comes to the, the races tonight. Washougal has happened. Chase Sexton won his first 450 race of the year. Jeremy Martin became the first two-time winner in the 250 class. So we're going to talk about that. Got some great guests tonight. Speaking of, Chase Sexton will be on. Honda's own. Chase Sexton will be on. Zach Osborne will be on. The 450 defending 450 motocross champion. Doesn't look like he's going to repeat. And uh, Osborne will be on tonight as well. He's been at the, all the races helping out the team. So we'll have Zacho on. We got Phil Nicoletti on in his usual spot, of course. Filthy Phil was not at Washougal, but he's got plenty to offer for sure. And Max Ancy will be on from the Twisted T Hep team. Oh, boy. Uh, thanks for listening again. And, uh, again, we'll have the Motorsport.com tweet at Talon segment. We will have the X-Brand Goggle tear-offs. We'll have the Race Tech rant of the night. We've got a couple of my good friends in here as co-hosts. So uh, looking forward to talking to them. We've got your Instagram questions, of course, coming up as well. And, uh, yeah, lots to get into, man. When it comes to the uh, Pulp Mix app, that'll be out Friday real soon, real soon, on a, out on a Friday, people. So make sure you grab that. Uh, thanks to the sponsors. Sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com uh, as well. We've got affiliate programs with guys like Karcher and Grill Your Ass Off uh, and more. So please check that under sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. All the codes are there from Works Connection to OGO. To, uh, to Atlas, to Get, all the codes are there, and uh, so you can really check that out as well. Um, appreciate you guys doing those and using those codes, and things are going really good. So uh, excited to talk about the race tonight and excited to get into everything when it comes to uh, motocross. Fly Racing's 2022 line is out as well, so uh, we got one gentleman in here to, uh, to talk about that. Thanks to Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF, Guts Racing, Get Data, OGO Power Sports, Art of Sport, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, WUSA, Ride Engineering, and Intense Cycles all on board with us tonight. As are you people, 702-586-7857. Give us a call, 702-586-PULP, if you want to uh, talk about Washougal or really anything. Uh, give us a call, and we'll try to uh, try our best to get in, get you people in. So Check out my boat, dude. <laughs> all right, let's get into our uh, co-host here. First up, from Fly Racing. He's a two-time German Supercross champion. He's a two-time Montreal Supercross champion, and uh, he's now involved in heavily in fly racing. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. Happy to be back. I feel like I was here not too long ago, but um, with the 22 line coming out, I kind of forced my way in here. Okay. I, ne- I needed to you, you, cut Kiefer off at the pass, too. You, so. you really did. I turned yours down. Let me know if it works Appreciate okay it. for We're you. Good. Yep. And uh, also uh, here from uh, Kiefer Inc. testing from Racer X from Pulp MX. Family first. Chris Kiefer, what's up, buddy? How are you? It is great to be here in this new studio. Yes, this is the first show, the maiden show from the new studio. I hey. love popping cherries. Hey, this place is incredible. It's insane. 
I think from the time same I, square footage as the old house. <laughs> JT's been here that. longer than me, but like yeah. from the first time in studio at the old den to now, we're three in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're scaling upward. Quickly. Well, yeah. Quickly. Well, you know Vert- what? Almost vertical. Yeah. Talking <laughs> shit on riders on the internet. I mean, seems to work. Business, yeah. business is booming. Right. Uh, no, listen. We had some problems at the old house. I didn't really want to move. Happy wife, happy life, and you know this place. If we're gonna move. We got an upgrade, right? This and place is great. So Good for you. New studio will be, uh, we're going to have a curtain behind you mm-hmm. coming in soon. A black curtain to help the sound out a little bit. We have some more things to put on the walls. We've got the dirt bike. Marks is going to help me carry the dirt bike up here. So, uh, Kiefer, incorrect. Uh, 2022 Fly Racing is out. So we're going to talk about that tonight. I'm ready to talk about it. Oh, you are? Yes. Oh, really? I, I'm a gear guy. I don't want to blow fly. Yeah. That's a like, great fucking helmet. That is a really good helmet. That is a good helmet. So I'm uh, ready to talk. We're also, I believe, we're, uh, JT's going to announce the signing of an Aiden Kiefer to a multi-year deal tonight. <laughs> uh, I think that that's already been done. Oh, so, they worked it out. Okay. Yeah, we're going to get into first. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> get, get his family first. That's a good uh, one. Yeah. That's too early for that shit. It's too early. Uh, taking your calls uh, over there in the corner. He's way down there now. Uh, it is Talon Taylor. What's up, Talon? How are you? What's up? You guys stuck me all the way over oh, by you myself. Should, you should have waited like three seconds and then answered so it like, would have yeah. gotten to you. Uh, uh, <laughs> what's up, man? How are you? Everything good? Good. Yeah. yeah. A little sore still from moving, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Mark's tits, Talon. They all came over. Oh, wow. They, yeah. They all ch- chimed, carried these they desks. They chimed in. Oh, they so you had all your guys in, here. Oh, okay. You yeah. weren't even here. And all your guys are here. No, no, no. We, I, I was here. Oh, okay. we, I thought you were in Washougal. No, no. We moved last week. So okay, the okay. first show, actually, the first show was the Fly Race and Moto 60 show on Thursday from here. So Move? that popped it. That popped it. Moving, I hate the. I hate the. This is the first pulp show. Though. Moving is one of the worst things it, it, you could ever ask anybody to do. Horrible. Horrible. I have yeah. told like some of my best friends, no, absolutely not. Gone. I'm out. I would rather, I'll give you money. If Gone. you want to pay the movers, like I'll chip on the mover fee, but I'm not doing it. You know who yeah. your true friends are when you're moving. Yep. Well, um, I'm happy to give you money. Like yeah. if I can give you well, money instead of my time, I'm in. Uh, like, no I problem. feel like I didn't. I feel like the studio though. Like these guys work for me at the show. I feel like they. If any of them had said no way, I would have been bummed. Would you? Yeah. Okay. Just because, like, hey man, I can't do this myself. Right. You know, I can't carry yeah, this. Well, desk. How to hired a mover to come over? What's like that? collegehunks.com. Like if I hired someone. Collegehunks.com. I just know what JT's doing. Yeah, wow. <laughs> it's like they have all these college movers like during the summer. That's okay. a big business for them. Uh, is moving, is I love beating my meat. Exactly. Uh, collegehunks.com. Directing the show over there, uh, holding things down, building the app, working on Mad Skills Motocross 3. Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Oh, I tried to. <laughs> I tried to click the camera. I don't have a camera, so oh yeah. Luckily for all the viewers out there, I yeah, have no we're short today. one cable. One cable went we lost completely cable. missing, yeah, and really so we Mark says no camera tonight. Not really sure how so, that happens. Can we talk about your the, moving though? Like your packing. Uh, let's do it later, but oh, I, we can bring it in for gosh. sure. Yeah, there was a there was a small incident. The a cable s- is gone because the ghost of Rocky is still here. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Rocky yeah. probably ate that some right. bitch. R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> so uh, thanks, Mark, for the help on the move, Talon. Thank you. Tits, yeah, legendary, on. who may or may not listen. Thank you, Tits. <laughs> he pulled the early shift and then bailed. Yeah, he was done by what, like 10? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, he still helped. So. Did Tits have anything to say about the place? I think everybody likes it. Okay, but yeah. he didn't. He was over this morning performing some warranty work on the taser. Okay. Yeah. So, right. um, But yeah, so people stay tuned. The studio's going to get cooler. Uh, it's already awesome, and uh, it's great to have you guys here. Uh, so definitely want to talk about the 2022 line uh, and Washougal as well. Got some phone calls. Uh, and of course, hey, before I get too far into this, Fly Racing Zone, uh, Bernard Kerr 
downhill mountain bike guy, mm-hmm. but friend of the show. Remember, he was going to try to ride Anaheim. Yep. Uh, won the Red Bull Hardline for the third time. Okay. Congrats. He's a gnarly dude. Dude, all those guys are gnarly. It's so, so much talent. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, he rides he rides the wrong brand of bicycle, <laughs> okay. which I've reminded him many times. <laughs> but other than that, he's a three-time Red Bull Hardline champion. So, And he's a fly racing zone. Bernard. 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 Yeah. 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 So uh, congrats to him before we get too far. We are also giving away, in honor of Chase Sexton and J-Mart winning Washugal, they have one thing in common, those two guys. Do either one of you can name one thing in common that they have in common? J-Mart and A-Mart? J-Mart and Sexton. DNA? Oh. J-Mart and Sexton. Uh, uh, firepower chains. <laughs> no. Okay. 100% but they both, goggles? They both use... Uh, 100% goggles? No, he's got Oakley. Oh, Oakley. Sexton's Oakley. Sexton's Oakley, Oakley yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. They both use Works Connection... Pro launch oh, devices yeah. on Damn. their motorcycles. Yeah. So I talked about this on the industry seating podcast yesterday. Okay, uh, <laughs> I just like how wow. he just suck. You have a show. Yeah, awesome. We talked about it last week. Us. He got yeah. twenty minutes of free publicity last week about his show. It's a Pulpamex. You think it's on his network? Yeah, 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 yeah. No. No, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So thanks to Worst Connection, we are giving away a pro launch start device. Hashtag dark side, not eligible uh, to a lucky listener tonight. They both use this on their bikes. And if you know when factory Honda's put it on, you know the thing works. They uh, do not mess around. They do not mess around. No. The great Tim Ferry also helped Sexton with his starts. We'll, we'll dive into that tonight with him. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll talk more to him about his RPM that he told us, uh, this RPM limiter that, he, that they put in this week. So, Lars did that. Yeah. Okay. So we'll talk about that and more. But the Works Connection Pro Launch Start Device up for grabs. Contest at PulpamexShow.com. We're just going to do a random winner. Contest at PulpamexShow.com. Uh, this is a starting device you use. Yep. I used it as well for the World Vets. Worked God. well one start. <laughs> Worked well one start. Keep the show moving. Worked well one start. Okay, that that start was one of the worst. No, no, no. You're thinking about the I've ever seen. You're thinking about two I'm years. I'm sure ago. we got we got like five clips of that. I'm sure somewhere. You're thinking two years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That was I don't. It I don't want unbelievable. I don't want to talk about it. Are we, we going move? this year? I mean, are we going? I mean, because obviously we're not going to race the 24 hours of Glen Helen that I offered it. Up yeah, to you. Uh, Talon wants to do it. Talon's in for vet. I would be in if you guys do it, but I'm not like totally down on. You got on a bike. That. Not on my bike. Hey, you got a bike? Your bike. Okay. You got a bike? You got a bike? You got a bike? You got a bike? Uh, oh, by the way, friend Cranky, of the show. Cranking it. Chris Betts. Dude. Home runs in two consecutive games and a game winner at that. A three-run shot. He, <laughs> he threw his helmet off. So awesome. This is great. Chris it, Betts. That's great. The hype level was so high. Is it a biscuit? Biscuit. Mon- Montgomery yeah, biscuits. Montgomery biscuits. God dang it. That's horrible. They, they, they lost their last series to the Trash Pandas. Is that what it's called? <laughs> Another team's called the Trash Pandas. Trash Pandas. Yeah. Where do these these teams make up their names? Like, how do they get them? <laughs> I don't know, bro. Jesus. Do you think Betts was more hyped on the home run or more hyped on AC's last win? Oh, AC's last win, yeah. Yeah, more, more so than oh, his home run? yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> he didn't give a shit about the home run. Right, right. So friend of the show, Chris Betts and Bernard Kerr doing great things out there. Um, so Sexton wins. I really – we'll talk to Sexton about the win. There's, there's no doubt I want to get into that. But to me – I want to talk about Ferrandez. So with Kenny's bad day, he almost has a 50-point lead in this thing. And you look at uh, first moto, Millville was good, right? Second moto crashes three times or twice? Just twice. Second moto, Millville. Three times. Gets back to a fifth, right? Right. Like, that's pretty hard to do. This week, first moto, he just really couldn't do anything. He didn't start up there. Kind of, you know, couldn't get in the flow. And then he holds off an all-time performance by Eli Tomac and takes the win, which... To me, so I'll start with you, JT. Like, that was – Ferrandez's 5-1 was – 
He didn't win, but it was damn impressive. And that's the kind of stuff where you're just like, yeah, he's going to win this championship because he didn't go 5-5, and he didn't even get caught and passed by Eli Tomac. Like, he wicked it up and held Eli off, and Eli was like, dude, I was – Eli himself was like, I can't believe – you know, I was riding yeah. great. Um, that was a great ride by Dylan Ferrandez. Well, to me, yes, absolutely true. Great point. But to me, even more impressive, he's had two motos this whole season where he's been off the podium. Yeah. Just two, and those two motos were both a fifth. You do that, you're going to win the championship. I mean, it's just going to happen. Unless you, you're racing against Ricky Carmichael and he wins every moto or something stupid like that. But if you are – how many races have we had? 14 motos or something yeah. like that? Yeah, seven races, 14 motos. Yes, 12 out of 14 right. on the podium and your worst is a fifth. Right. That's really well, difficult for anybody to deal with. Whenever I think of podium streaks, and one of the ones that comes to mind is Dino was off the podium one fucking time in his title year. Dino was off the podium one time. Really? In 24 Over, overall, motos. Overall? Or – Motos? One 24 moto? motos. Oh, shit. So 23, One yeah, 24. One time. Really? He was off the podium. Are you sure? Yes. That's Hold impressive. Okay. What year did he win the championship? 11. All right. So what I think is even to piggyback on what you're saying, for me is when you have when you see a 5-1, those kind of scores, if you're looking at previous years, those are like 250 yes. well, scores. Yes, Washugo first moto. Oh, damn it. Two motos. Okay. High point. 22. Second 20. moto. And Washugo first moto. Hmm. So 22 out of 24. That's really impressive. Right. It's it's looking at Dean now, it's hard to believe sometimes. Like, man, he was a national champion. Like, Mm -hmm. that's how gnarly that guy is. When you watch him ride, like, he's gnarly, and he's struggling right now with this virus. But, like, damn. But Tomek, the 5-1. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Ferrandis, the 5-1. You don't see that in 450 class that much until this year. Like, before, it was pretty, like, 3-3, 2-4-1-3. Now you see something like 5-1. A guy could go 8-1 at any time this year yeah. and be like, that's yeah. not shocking. Right. Well, okay. I mean, but Barsha, Barsha has only been on podium a couple times, and he just rode pretty much a great race at Millville, right, and dominated that one. Right. And then Sexton wins. So now we have another winner that Sexton hasn't really been on the podium this year. One one time? Two times? First, first moto of the year. First Paula, and that yeah, was it. Paula. And now he wins Washugo with a great ride. Like, But that's for your points. Both guys got starts. Right. Both guys just needed a start, and they they can go fast enough. Yeah, you know, so that's the class where we're in. Yeah, like, it's just crazy to think, think like someone like Ferrandis. You get a fifth. You could be bummed out, and that that might set a tone for your second moto. But he comes out and wins and holds off. Yeah, a Tomac that's up his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's it, insane. I, that's why I want to start with Ferrandis. Like he's 50, almost fifty up here. Like he can, his mechanic can lead the rear wheel loose. And he's still got a moto lead. Right. Like, we're – this thing's – I mean, it's not over because Villeman went and did a photo shoot, you know, in the middle of the season. And, <laughs> and so, you have a bike problem. You have a bike problem anytime. I, but, but are you going to have two? Because you need two right now. Well, yeah. the crazy thing is, is that he's already proven that he can come from the back. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, he's going to have to have catastrophe. I mean, full Multiple. Me- mechanical break, you know, <laughs> smoking, and it actually – his bike stops. Yeah. Uh, injury, something. Like, uh, so Fro won the title in 92 against LaRocco. Fro was 50 or 60 points down. Mm-hmm. LaRocco's carburetor came off. LaRocco's shifter fell off. Like, that's the stuff that happened. Yeah. That was his dad, though, working on his bike, well, right? Back yeah. In the day. But, but, yeah. It, um, so, I mean, props to for Sexton for winning and props to Eli's ride. That was great. And But I, Ferrandis, again. But he's just, been, he's clearly been the best guy all season. Yep. I mean, that's okay, what it comes so, down to. He, all right. he deserves the points he has. Here's a good question for you. Osborne's ride last year, but Ferrandis is this year. Now, it's not over, and we only had nine races last year to 12. Kind of similar, though. Somebody who we said could podium mm-hmm. or maybe win, and then they just consistently look great. Now, Osborne wasn't as this consistent, but we had, mud, we had a mutter. 
you know, I don't remember how I mean, he did. So I love Wacko, but I think Ferrandis has been a little bit more impressive. Um, there's, it's just been a, a, right. a wider variety of races. You know, some of the races last year, like the Red Buds, we had two over the course of a weekend, and there was just all this weirdness yep. last season. Yep. Where I feel like Ferrandis has been up against a mostly healthy field, and mm-hmm. he's just clearly been the best guy, and yep. he's been able to beat Tomac when he's on his best day. Like that yep. second moto, that has not happened very often. Ever yeah, yeah. to Eli Tomac, yeah. like someone able to fight fire with fire, that just hasn't happened. And yes, Tomac was faster in that moto and he was coming, but for Ferran is to wick the pace up, be able to withstand that, show the resiliency to not crack. Yeah, I'm trying to think of times I've seen it, and I don't, I'm not coming up with much. Right, right, yeah, I agree. It's, it's impressive for sure. Uh, Chris Kiefer tonight brought to you by the folks at Decal Works. Get, get those photos yet? I did. You did? Yeah. Oh. I sent them in. I haven't heard anything back, so oh, maybe well, I Sean, should try to read Sean's going to get on it then. Yeah. We'll get on it. Uh, decalmx.com, code PulpMX to get 20% off your custom graphics. Red Bull KTM Factory Rider uh, team, uh, Rockstar Energy Husky Off-Road team, uh, all use Decal Works, and of course, a lot of our listeners have been using these guys as well. They lead the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics around. Officially licensed with all the OEMs. The expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Quality, service, and knowledge. And at decalmx.com, get some graphics and use the code, promo code PULPAMX to get 20% off while you're at it. And, um, again, uh, Sexton, Osborne, Max Anstey. I can't Phil wait. coming in. So good. For people who didn't hear the review <laughs> show, Max and his wife are very upset at me for something I said on this show mm-hmm. like two shows ago. I went on a race tech rant about his wife's comments on instagram mm-hmm. and they're not happy with me now max reached out to me about coming on tonight mm-hmm. so i said sure i'm happy to do it i tried to talk to her to her a little bit she wasn't really having it max wasn't really having it and we'll talk about that kind of incident and everything else but as jt said he put the mad in mad max at the race <laughs> he really I, did when when i heard this i knew nothing about this till on the way up here yeah. and I, I was like i can't believe that he went that far out there and that pissed he, off because I never seen the guy that mad. He's a, yeah, he's generally speaking a right. very nice guy. This is what I do to people, I guess. I just, don't know. This is what I do. This rage. Uh, but I'll stand by what I said. Again, I don't think she should ever be saying that publicly. I think both of you agree with me. You're in the industry yeah. as a as a former rider and a gear company, and you as a test rider. Like you, you know, here's uh, no matter how frustrated you are. And JT at yeah. Husqvarna, your frustration level on a one to ten. It wasn't just there. It was it was lots of places. Let's just go Husqvarna, though. Okay. Right. Uh, Frustration extremely level? Extremely high. <laughs> extremely high. And and there was no social media back then, but th- you didn't go to Cycle News, Kit Palmer. You can't. Th- I mean. You can't. Right. I mean, they are right. paying you right. to be a representative for their team. Honestly, for me, I blamed myself because I didn't follow the advice of other people, which was to <laughs> test the bike before. <laughs> do all these things to make sure that I wasn't walking into the situation that I was. I trusted a few people that had ridden the bike, that it was going to be good. And a few things that they were planning to do, like use pro circuit didn't come to fruition, which would have been a big change. So it was my yeah, fault. Yeah, I, I'm not going right. to go running around, especially under contract and, and start blaming them. That's yeah. I don't believe no, that's yeah. the right thing so to do. We'll, we'll get to the bottom tonight. Yeah. yeah but where I'm at with it is like, it's not a woman's right thing. It's not, it, it was, if it was a dude or yeah. a chick, I don't, I, care, I don't care. It, it doesn't yeah. matter yeah. to me. Like if the dad, it, Heather, it, sees, yeah. Heather sees comments yeah. on some of my stuff and she's like, I'm going to, I go, no, you're not. Yeah. No, yep. you're not. Yep. Just back the fuck up. Pookie has also said, I'm going to, I'm going to write this person. I'm like, no, please don't. No, nope. it doesn't yep. do no good. Right. So yep. I, that's where I'm at with yep. that. Uh, absolutely. Let's talk about J-Mart in a little bit here. Uh, I want to talk about Sexton, of course, the Tomac. 
Kenny Roxon's day, 2022 fly stuff as well, JT. Very exciting time for your company. So we're going to get into that yeah. um, and, and everything that's new for you guys. New helmet, new kids line. New helmet? Yeah. Yeah, that's what they do over there at Fly. Hold on. Uh, what do you mean new helmet? Oh, you'll see. What do you mean I'll see? It's the formula, mm-hmm. and then you have a carbon composite. Yep. Right? That's not new. No. Nope. There's another one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's out? There's a catalog down on the table down there. Uh, I, I saw you looking at it. I did. I didn't see the helmet. <laughs> Sorry. That's what okay. they do over there, Fly. All right. Yeah, that's what they do. It's a good helmet. Yeah. I don't want to blow Fly. Yeah. But, like, that is a really good helmet. <laughs> What's the over-under we're going to hear that tonight? Uh, I hope so many times. Okay, let's get some phone calls here before we get too far into this. Tyler's on four. Tyler, what's up? You want to talk to JT? I do. Um, so I want to go over, is it rumored or is it, like, accepting that Mookie's going to Husqvarna? Stamp it. Yeah. Accepting. Okay. So how does JT feel about that? I'm good with it. Why? <laughs> Why? Wouldn't he be running seven and everybody on that team runs fly? Uh, we only sponsor the 250 team yeah. for gear. Uh, Zach goes on a, his own deal. So, like, Jason Anderson wears Alpine Stars and Dino wears O'Neill. And, and, uh, and I got that question yeah. about Tomac for going to Star. Again, the 450, 450 guys at Star deal. can yeah. do their own deals. They just right. – Thor happens to have Ferrandez and Pressinger, right. but they don't have yeah, to. Yeah, they, they uh, end up getting oh, one of Craig. the Thor guys by and default. Craig, right. But it is by default. Yeah. Well, and Craig was from the 250 deal. Yeah, so that's so kind of knows how that works, right? Yeah. But uh, no, the 450 guys at uh, Rockstar Husky and at Star Yamaha are free to do their own clothing deal. Whatever. It's the only way they can get them. Yeah, honestly, yeah. like there's not yeah. enough budget for those guys to sign 450 level so, guys. For what I find like interesting, Tyler, is Mookie is supposed to go to Baker's, the Baker factory next year. That's what That'd I find fun. interesting. Yeah, that'll be interesting. <laughs> Do you really think he's going like, to be there? I heard. Can it bring back really bad memories to Alden. I don't know, like, man. For everything Stu put him through. Listen, uh, Mookie's great. He was not in shape this year. He was in shape two years ago. He was Do not really in shape think this he year. Wasn't? He wasn't. Yeah. He was not in shape. I thought really? he was okay. Not when you talk to those guys at SAR. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they would know better than yeah. me, but I didn't yeah. see him. I didn't watch him and go, man, he looks tired. I didn't. But I didn't. Did, did you see how often. many mid-race breaks he would take? Well, but here's the thing. <laughs> Swanee was in charge of him, so he was busting ass with Swanee. Yeah, I don't think he was doing as much. Hmm. When you talk to those guys, which I have, they're like, he was not shit. I talked to Swanee as at much as he was. Salt Lake. Was it after the finale? Do we have two Salt Lakes? We did, after the first one. Mm-hmm. And he only had good things to say about Mookie. He said the only issue they had was he felt like he pushed him a little bit too hard in the middle of the season and wore yeah. him down. Okay. So that's what I'm right. afraid of. Yeah. He's going to go to Alden. Right. Yeah. Epstein Bar is coming around the corner. <laughs> like, uh, thanks, Tyler. Oh thanks for the call. I think yeah, if you, I, you I think with Mookie, though, and, and Alden, if you start it when you're supposed to start it, which is October, November, it, I think it's fine. Um, That's just a heavy load for guys that are not used to that, though, you know? But no one's used to it until you go there. I yeah, I, I know the first few weeks I'm talking to Coop. When yeah. he went, it kills you. Oh, but you get better. Super gnarly, yeah, yeah. You get better. That's what boot camp um, is. But right. not everyone's built like right. Coop. But I would, I would love to see a guy like Mookie have to go through that and see what his true potential is. Uh, Dylan, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, Steve? How you guys doing? Good. What's happening? Hey, uh, so you had brought up Betts walk-off homer the other day, which was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, me and this guy on Twitter actually have a thing going on with Betts right now, trying to get some signed hats from him and stuff. And, uh, you know, he wanted to call in. He wanted us, actually, to call in and uh, <laughs> kind of bring up our early A1 season prediction. 
We're going to go AC at the top stat. Okay, shocking. Shocking. Betts is getting I out. I can see Betts. Yeah. Hey, man, all right, you call into the Pulp Show and you talk about AC. <laughs> and I'll get you a hat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're not, we're, you know, we're not, we're not going to pander to Chris Betts and, and Adam on this show. We're, we don't do that. So. All uh, right, all right. But, yeah, so anyways, but, you know, we're, we're making predictions here. Kind of need your help out here, Steve. Listen, I, what I need is I need a listener. I need a listener to go to a Biscuits game. Home or away, and heckle bets and video it. And if you heckle bets on video at a biscuits game, I will stoke you with some prizes. So anybody listening, go to biscuits game and just ra- just rail on bets. Yeah, just, just, just you suck. You suck. Hey, twenty six. You're never gonna make it. Yeah. Nice yeah. jersey, asshole. Yeah, yeah. Biscuits suck. Butter your biscuit, bitch. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Betts, I got your biscuit right here. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I, if, if any listeners can do that, they will get a, a free T-shirt and a hat and whatever else. We can give some fly racing stuff or whatever. Did so, you see those jerseys? Yeah. Did you see those jerseys they I had on? Oh, uh, thanks, God. Dylan. Thanks, man. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, you going to be at Hangtown, Steve? I'll be at Hangtown, bro. All right. We'll, 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 we'll make a plan right now, or uh, we'll make a plan at Hangtown for uh, a heckle Betts. That's too long. We need it soon. Yeah, no, we need, the, the biscuits are in midseason. We, yeah, need, yeah. we need it all. So, all right, buddy. Well, man, we gotta, I got to fly you. out there. Yeah, well, listen, right I, listen, sorry, bro. Uh, how bad do you want a T-shirt and a hat? I mean, fly out there. Uh, all right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Ethan's on three. He's got a two-stroke question. Ethan, what's up, man? Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. Uh, so, for the 2022 lineup, the 125, you know, it, it got the updates this year. Um, I don't know if Chris would know anything about this, but how does it actually fare against the KTM 135? Like, are we going to see more development on the YZ? Have you heard anything about well, that? Why do you want to develop like something that's perfect? Thing? Why do you want to develop a bike that's perfect? <laughs> I mean, come I know, on. Like, we're over here. We're big 125 guys over here, you know. I just want to know, like, hey, am I going to go out there and get this new 125? Or, you know, should we just stick to, you know, the 06 to 21 125? Like, how's it fair? I haven't got a chance to ride it. Um just talking to the Yamaha guys that, you know, away from the corporate environment, they said it, it is a little bit better, but, you know, that's coming from them. So for me, honestly, it's, it's the, the, old, the older model was really good. Like Aiden had a YZ125 and I really liked it. And for me, I liked it a little bit more than the KTM just because it had a little bit more bottom end. So I actually like that aspect of the blue bike versus the orange bike so um if they got a little bit more mid to top end pull like the ktm that's 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 even better nice hey um steve any um rumors over there about a big four 250 a yt 300 in the in the work at all no i don't think so why do you want to mess up something that's perfect like that bike they need to make a 354 stroke so they need to do you think yeah how come how come nobody has really caught on to that i don't know oh. i don't know so all right thanks for the call man yeah for sure appreciate it thank you uh, all right, uh, we got Phil Nicoletti coming up here. And, uh, oh, Marks, that's a good one. We're going to start a GoFundMe. Oh, shit. We're going to do Eli Tomac Superfan Dylan. I got 100 bucks for it right now. We will now. fly Superfan Tomac Dylan fan, whatever, to a Biscuits game. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Can, could you imagine bets if Dylan oh my God. could heckle him at a Biscuits God. game? And he would know. He Tomac's the best. He, Tomac's the best. He wouldn't AC even know, sucks. You wouldn't even know what he looked like, but you could just tell by the voice. Yeah. He right? would go yeah. 0 for 4. Oh, he'd be and, so and rattled. Like, I mean, six inches from the nearest ball. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be fantastic. Uh, Devin, uh, you went to Washougal, and you have a hot take, Devin? <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks. Uh, yeah, still coming off the high of that weekend. That was super fun. Uh, first of all, uh, going back to the, this old argument, yeah, you got to be there, dude. Media, local, yokel, whatever. Uh, it was a lot of fun. 
Um, but yeah, so uh, my hot take is honestly, um, dude, I, I think Jmart was actually on the whole like a little bit more gnarly than Tomac just all day. I mean, watching that that second moto from Tomac was literally insane. But yeah. I'm telling you, there there was some stuff Jmart was doing all day, dude. Like. He was coming off that ski jump faster than anybody, locking that back wheel up and just leaning into that mm-hmm. rut. I mean, he did. I think in practice he did like through the whoops. I'm pretty sure he did like three, four, five. Like it was huge, whatever it was. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's was, he's great. I, you know, you wonder his wrist needs surgery. It hurts him, and then uh, like I noticed him launching off that single too. Yeah. Like he must be okay, or he's taking a Toradol or yeah. whatever, right? Like they got to be on Toradol or something. Yeah. There's no way because I've I mean he's done it I've done it and I haven't landed that far and it hurts every time. Yeah, Jamar's gnarly. Yeah, I mean if you I'm not going to argue that he I don't know who's gnarlier him or Tomac but I mean Tomac's pace when he went to 213 the yeah. second moto is hard really hard to argue against on a rougher but, track. Yeah, I mean yeah, I thought Jamar right. rode really well. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm not I don't even know if there's like an argument here. I was just thinking like yeah. man that dude was gnarly the whole day from practice all yeah. the way to the end. Yeah, I think he's going to... Pro- he got second in the first moto, right? Third. third in the, see, yeah. I, for me, when you get third in the first moto, it kind of negates that of like... But he was further being back. Being the gnarliest of yeah. the day. Yeah. You know, like, but he was further back. Like He had to work up in the I third. Know. Yeah. That's no, okay. Um, all right. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank so you. Yeah. We have, Where was he at on the first lap? Was he far back? I don't think he was. We have uh, agreed that he's staying with Yamaha? Yes. So originally we thought... Came around fifth. Yeah, first up. So originally, when he was on the show, because he said, hey, I signed, but I can't say, so we thought he was yeah, going somewhere Yeah, that was weird. Else. Super weird. And then now we know that he's staying. I heard he was. I don't I, – I got it from a good source, but, I mean, nobody – I mean, not somebody not, – it's not like a, you know, okay. a stamp it source, but that's what I heard. Well, I feel like there would be rumors out there if he was going somewhere else. Yeah. I, and I haven't right. heard anything. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, you're, you're probably right. Uh, Chris Kiefer on the show tonight, brought to you by Decal Works, and uh, JT brought to you by uh, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. And again, uh, the 2022 stuff is live on the site at motorsport.com. On the site, you can learn all about it. We're going to talk more about it uh, coming up this this uh, this show later. Matt, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, good. Uh, so, Moto One 250s, uh, we had RJ in second, uh, second to uh, Cooper. Cooper, and he would kind of close the gap up, and then it would expand out some more and we've seen before he would push and try to get the win he would end up going down second moto we've got cooper second to mark uh k mark and he does go down trying to push to get the win yeah. uh, what uh is this rj kind of realizing he needs to take it easy and <laughs> if the wind's there take it but if he's in second just take that since that's a good finish or probably it probably took a few weeks for rj to be like hey man i can't keep crashing dude uh it is. It, I like RJ, and it is tough to right. be an RJ fan. Like, I'm waiting yeah. for it, right? They're showing yeah. him, and you're, yeah. I'm just waiting for the front end just to go. Yep. And it's just like, dude, just relax. You're in second. Two is as good as a one, the right. first moto. Relax. Right. And then he stalls it. Yep. And I'm like, there it, it, there it is. I'll take that. I'm an RJ <laughs> fan. I'm going to take a stall, you know? So. Yeah. Um, hey, did you see Cooper's crash? I think I DM'd both yeah, of you on it. Yeah, that's uh, uh, it was good yeah. up the hill. Yeah. I don't know. Big one. I was mad. What 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 do you do there? What, how does that? So you're off the Swap. back. You're swapped. off the back. Swapped. You're just kind of manualing. What happens is there's these square edges that you go up in the shadows and you yeah. don't see them. And then mm-hmm. it's two laps to go, right? So you're kind of tired. He so was you're, full send though too. Right. He and was trying to catch Jmart. And your upper body is loose. So what yeah. happened when I rewound it a couple times? His ass in 
swapped and then his front end knifed and dug and then it just spit him out. Yeah. So that was like. It's the same old story with Washugo is stuff catches you out because you don't see it. Yeah. There's shadows all the way up that hill. So a bump that you would normally brace for, yeah. you don't see it. So you don't react to it. Yeah. And then things get really out of control really Little fast because you haven't, you your body hasn't it, yeah. reacted at all to the movement. Uh, all right, Matt, anything else? Yeah, uh, one more question. Let's say that there's no mechanicals or no huge injuries or crashes for Ferrandis. What percentage would you give Ferrandis winning versus somebody else uh, taking the championship? What percentage would you give him? For this summer? Like this year? Yeah, for the outdoor championship. 95% for Ferrandis if he has no, yeah, I was no mechanicals. Say 90. Yeah. No, it's, uh, this thing's over, dude, yeah. unless the disaster unless he gets starts. Hurt, yeah. It's over. He's already yeah. proven that been and, he, he's yeah. passed every rider in the field multiple times. He's held off dudes. He, it, if Tomac was second, I would still say it's extremely unlikely that yeah. he catches him because Tomac's been too inconsistent. Right, right. You can't throw a nine up on the board and then have a great second moto and yep. think that's going to get it done. Yep. 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 Well, here's another so, thing. Thanks, too. Matt. Thanks for the call, man. We mentioned yep. thanks. Dylan, but I think it's also important for Yamaha, man, because Yamaha has a bad rap. That bike at least had a bad rap coming in. I think in. it used to. I don't think it does anymore. Supercross? Uh, it still does. Really? Yeah. yeah. I get it in my mansion. And then Barsha won on it, right? And then he, he basically said, it's the bike. That's why I'm mm -hmm. moving over. Um, Star came in, you know, quote, unquote, fixed the bike. And now, not a very good year Supercross, and he's winning outdoors. To me, that's a huge statement to the bike yeah, and I the agree. team. I, I would. Blue crew. Sorry. I would think that that negative reputation, if it's still out there, which I'm, I'm sure it's still out there, I think it's going to be gone very quickly, yeah. the way things are going. And I deservedly think, so. I, I think they're they gotta have. It. I think they're going to have success in Supercross. They do. Yeah, I think they need it. Um, hey, so last week on Pulp Mex Fantasy, I know, Kiefer, you're a big fantasy uh, guy. I can't wait for this. Uh, we had a motorsport.com whole shot uh, game to play. We did it one round. Marks uh, did a great job of that. And so we had, we had people pick for free. People had to pick all four whole shot guys. And Marks, uh, the best anybody did was two. Yeah, because we had two. we had uh, Cooper, okay. Webb, mm -hmm. Cooper, Justin Cooper, Cooper Webb. Mm -hmm. Help me out. It wasn't in that order though. No, uh, JT, who got the whole shots? It was weird. Uh, Cooper Webb, Mumford. Justin Sexton. Oh, Mumford. Mumford, Mumford. It was Mumford, Sexton, Mumford, Cooper, and Webb. There we go. That's weird. That's a lot of Coopers and Webbs. Yeah. Yep. Yet, uh, how's, how's, so. So we had uh, we gave away the first prize was a five hundred dollar motorsport.com gift card, and uh, second prize was a fly racing helmet, and third prize was a pair of Leah boots. And uh, the winners uh, will be contacting you via email on the motorsport.com whole shot contest on Pulp Mex Fantasy. Uh, first place Yama Fitter, and he put his his picks in uh, at Thursday at nine forty two a.m. This is how it, the, the tiebreak was timestamp. Second place was JT's left arm. Uh, congratulations <laughs> to JT's left arm. Third place, EL109. Uh, they all got their picks in early on Thursday, and they went with a combination of Cooper and Sexton. Um, yeah, everybody went with Cooper and Sexton, so they got the two of the four, and they got, they got it early. So we'll be in touch, man. Thank you for playing. Uh, and speaking of uh, motorsport.com, uh, we bring in our, our weekly uh, call here on motorsport.com. He is the man, the myth, the legend, filthy Phil Nicoletti. What's up, Phil? Hi, what's up, Steve? You know, just hanging out here with JT and Kiefer, you know? Ha ha, good crew tonight. Yeah, you know, we try. I mean, you can't get on these guys, like, for money like you did with Millsaps, you know, but. <laughs> uh, they, they make enough money, I'm sure. Kiefer Intersecting's crushing it nowadays. <laughs> oh, uh, would we have seen Phil in the Kiefer testing gear uh, at a race? 
If he had been uh, racing, do we know? If I, if I can get some of Kiefer's royalties that he's getting, for sure. <laughs> oh, so Phil would only do it. Yeah. He's out. He's yeah, out. he's out. Yeah. Yeah. So you wouldn't just wear it to support your friend, Chris Kiefer? No, he's out. Fuck no. I make some money off that. <laughs> now it does look sick, though. I, I like it. Yeah, I mean, hey, all white gear. Super, super yeah. sick. Yeah, we're good. Super it's original. It's, it's a it's a harsh environment in here, Dude, Bill. We gotta have. Uh, listen, it looks clean. It I looks it good. good. I thought okay, it good. but but what? It's just all white. That's what you I think. Mean, There's yeah. still a process you have to go through to make it look good. You can't just put all white gear. I, I mean, I would have put a little bit of a dash of color in there somewhere, somewhere. I there is. There's red. I, where's the red? And the little logos. There's a check oh, mark. Logo. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. Uh, that, that gear is for the vet rider that rides at Paula and doesn't really get roosted and wants to look fresh and clean. That's right. You know what I mean? It's, uh, I don't know, it's a different clientele. I don't think it's for the mid-pack guy like myself. Or, or Supercross guy. Supercross guy. Oh, yeah, which or is Supercross. Big exactly. key for testing guys or yeah. Supercross guys. Supercross guys. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, brought to you by motorsport.com. And again, thanks to Scott and Bryce and all the guys at Motorsport. We saw them this weekend up there. Uh, and I think anything over 79 bucks is uh, free shipping uh, on your order. So they got a dedicated team of gearheads waiting to take your order. Go through the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com uh, to make an order. And it helps us out. Phil, so you probably heard us talk about the Yamaha. I was, that wasn't a question for you, but let's get your take on it. So the Yamaha does have a, a reputation out there, right? It's, it's heavy. It's bad. It's, you know what I mean? This is from their 2010 model. The reputation still is out there. And Ferrandis is making it look pretty good. AP made it look good. But they kind of need to have success in Supercross, I think, for all that to go away. Uh, yeah, I think so. But I think the Supercross you know, season wasn't horrible. Like, they still mm. had some really good rides. You know, oh, yeah. Think. Three guys in the top uh, ten. I mean, I thought AP yeah. really started to turn the tide there as far as reputation. Like, he was, he was making that bike look really good, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, Ferrandis had some killer rides coming from – the back of the pack and Supercross. It's not like I think if he would have started up front on the rides where he did come from way back in the pack in Supercross, he would have been. I, don't know, I think he would have had a, quite a few more podiums than what he did. You I know? think the the hard part of that is most people don't get to see any of that. No, we're no, there and no. we get to see it, and we saw how fast he was going. But on TV, you would just never know. Right. Yeah, yeah, but he just yeah runs out of time. Where outdoors, there's a lot more time, a lot more wiggle room to get stuff done. But yeah, I don't know. I think. Uh, I think the look at the Supercross results, yeah, might not look good, but uh, you know, in overall from the past, I think uh, I think they did pretty damn good. So what, I think it's been a breakout year. Well, what about your bike? Like me and you have talked off air on about bikes and things, and you said you really like the Yamaha. You had to do some things to it to make it comfortable for you. But out of all the bikes you've been to, besides the factory Husqvarna, is this one of the better bikes for you? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, for me, I mean, <laughs> it's hard because I'm probably going to shoot myself in the foot. If I had a choice, I mean, for me, I like the Husky, right. but, um, I had to do some things to the Yamaha to kind of create it like the Husky. Like I had to make my, you know, uh, along my subframe a little bit wider so I can grip the bike a little bit better. I run now or peg. So there are some things that are different, obviously, Star's bike isn't exactly a production Yamaha either. You know what I mean? So there's certain things that they have to change to make it uh, more comfortable for the guys. But as far as a uh, production bike, I, I, I really like it a lot better than some of the other production bikes that I have ridden. So, um, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but I'd really like to know what Star has changed in the past compared to the factory Yamaha um, to this one, you know, whether it's linkages, races, clamps, whatever, swing arms. I mean, who the hell knows? But, I, know, uh, I know they were saying they got seven pounds out of it. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, how? how? How do they do that? Uh, I mean, just from in the past with, uh, JGR and Factory Yamaha. I mean, we ran tie springs, you know, fork and shock, and you know, Factory Yamaha back then was you know keen on steel spring. You know, I mean, that alone is a huge, huge difference. So yeah. I'm not saying that's where it all came from, but uh, could be a lot. I mean, and then if they ran spring fork versus air fork, air fork, that's a lot, you know, a lot of weight as well. So I always, I always noticed that know. a lot of the OEMs want to run like uh, front discard and. St- Stuff like that, which, whatever, I, I get it, but just so much mm-hmm. extra weight when you're adding all those redundancies. Yeah, I mean, four guards and skid plates and, yeah. you know, it's all, all, all a waste to me. <laughs> but, yeah, seven pounds, that's a yeah, lot. Yeah, skid I mean, plates. That's all tight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Phil went off skid on plates. skid plates last week on the show. He yeah, hates yeah, skid yeah, plates. I hate them. He hates skid yeah, plates. Yeah. They're, it's, it's they're a pain in the ass to change your oil. Oh, like, right? Thank you. Pain <laughs> yeah. in the dick. I think you it's know, super cross. Yeah. They serve a purpose, but that's about oh, it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, super cross, but still, I mean, not to get away from it, but, uh, yeah, seven pounds is a lot, JG. I, I don't know. I mean, that's a whole tie kit, you know? Um, so it's kind of crazy to me. Yeah, I could understand if it was like, oh, yeah, this production bike, and then we went to a factory bike at seven pounds lighter. That's normal, but to start with a factory bike on the same bike and then get seven pounds lighter is like, what the hell were you guys doing last year then? Yeah, I, well, I don't know. Listen, Kiefer, wow. we rode the factory bike. Yeah, it was pretty good. And it was pretty good. It was pretty damn good. Yeah, like, I mean, wow. my, my production bike, I love it, and that factory bike was like a souped-up version of my yeah. production bike. All the characteristics of a production bike, just better. Factory bikes are fast. It's fast but easy to yeah, ride. Yeah, it was easy to yeah. ride. It wasn't super linear. It wasn't pulling my arms yeah. out at all. And I was I was on Paris, of course, but you know, yeah. anyway. I was expecting more from it, but it was actually really easy to ride. Yeah. It still now it still did. Now I will say this. It still did feel heavy like a production bike. Yeah. Like I didn't get on it and be like, oh man, I can notice the weight difference. There wasn't right. a whole lot of that. Do you think Tomac does he get any better? I think it's just the same Tomac. I don't think he gets better with the Yamaha move. I think it's sideways. Yeah, yeah sideways. I, I, I think that Cowie team's really good. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying it's a sideways move. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm yeah. not like, hey, uh, Tomac's going to be better or worse on the new no, on the, the Yamaha. No. I mean, look at AC. He's whole shotting everything, yeah. winning yeah. motos. Like yeah. I, I don't think there's. Uh, if you want to change, no problem. But you know, we look at guy like Webb who went from Yamaha to KTM, mm-hmm. and then you know that didn't help Yamaha's reputation either, right? Yeah. Oh, look at Coop, right? Yeah. And then so. I mean, I, uh, the only thing with. T- you know, Eli, to me, outdoors, I really don't think it'll be much of a difference. It's indoor, I think it will be. I know we said, yeah, Yamaha's, you know, had an okay year, but it is a different chassis and different weight. So I'm curious to see in Supercross when it gets super technical. You have to turn down quite a bit. I mean, the Cowie is a bit more nimble than mm-hmm. any Yamaha, you know? I mean, there's, yeah, yeah, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. So that'll be the biggest change, I think. Uh, Phil Nicoletti here, brought to you by the folks at motorsport.com. And, again, thanks for playing the motorsport.com Pulp Mix uh, whole shot challenge. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that works for Eli. And, uh, and Phil, for you, uh, what would you think of Washugal, Sexton, and J-Mart? First of all, let's talk J-Mart. That's your buddy. Um, what? I don't know for buddies anymore. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was waiting for you to say something. But, like, dude, he's impressive. He's impressive. Like, Cooper yeah. did throw it away to give him the overall. We get it. But, dude, his wrist, 
I mean, he needs surgery on it, you know. Um, and, and he, you know, he barely he, he came on the show last week or the week before, and said he barely can ride during the week. You know, uh, it's impressive. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, I don't know. His Millbrook performance to me was um, a pretty good stamp on what could what could have been. Mm. Um, you know, I granted, yeah, it's his home race or whatever, but uh, yeah, this past weekend was another phenomenal deal and. You know, Cooper didn't give it to him, that second motor. They were going back and forth on lap times, and, um, yeah, it was super impressive. So, uh, I don't know, I've seen Weeder, I don't know who did the race strike thing, 61 points down, 10 motors ago or whatever. But, I mean, that's a bit of a stretch. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but, yeah, that's just why That's why again, yeah, trying to create yeah, fake yeah, hype. Yeah, creating <laughs> fluff. So, but, yeah, he was, uh, he was phenomenal. So, I know he looks really good on the bike, and, um yeah, so it, it's almost kind of like old Germa. So if he wins the – he's got five moto wins. The next guy has two so far. He's got two overalls. Nobody else has that many overalls. Mm-hmm. If J-Mark captures like a four to five more motos out of the ten left mm-hmm. and gets a couple more overalls, and at the end of the year, Phil, he's got the best stats in this class but obviously no title. Do you think he hangs his hat on that? Like is that do – does that help you, you know, sleep at night or does that help you, you know, feel better? No. 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 Okay. No. No, because you just look at, I don't know. I mean, I know Jermo good enough to where it would be just like, oh, what could have been. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think that all the other stuff, like, I don't I mean, even he won in Milda, like, it was a pretty phenomenal day. Like, I don't even think he really enjoys it. You right. know what he means? Right. Kind of just like fist pump, a little rev, and there's just, all right, carry on to the next one. So yeah. I just think after that championship mentality, you don't even – take in the days that you really win like that, you know? Right, um, sure. Yeah. I don't know. It could be different. I mean, he's he's got a different personality than most people, so mm-hmm. uh, he might enjoy it a little more than what I'm thinking, but I just think he's looking at uh, it's always the next race for him. So. Uh, what did you hear about uh, mm-hmm. um, Marchbank's ride at Washougal? Uh, not not too dialed. First motor was okay. Second motor was good, and then he got up to seventh, and then he had a tip over, mm-hmm. so. Uh, should have been a ten seven day, but he's actually he's going to get arm pump surgery. Uh, he's flying out tonight, so he's been struggling with it really bad. And um, does that still work? Does that work? Do we know whatever some? the new procedure is is working for guys? Really? And it's, it's MotoGP, yeah. it's motocross. I don't know what they're doing differently, yeah. but you can see the results that guys are having. Hmm. Um, yeah, like I don't know a lot of a lot of top guy. I mean, um, Zachos went and got it. Amars went and got it. Jimmy D. I mean. Uh, Tons of people went and got it. So, uh, and it's a super quick surgery. You know, go in there. You know, get it done. You know, fly out the same day, and you know, two week recovery, week and a half. I don't know. It depends on your body response. But uh, he was getting to the point where it's just like he was making his shoulders even sore. So, uh, and he's been struggling with a lot uh, for a while, and he needed to get it fixed. And he was just like, I, he he had enough after this past weekend. So arm pump, dude. Uh, the great mystery of life. But I know like two of the top five MotoGP guys have had it mid season this year. Like, yeah. 12 day turnaround yeah. and yeah right back yep yeah. yeah. i mean it's su- it's super quick so and is their performance um, better oh yeah oh, okay so Absolutely. It's, it's working for yes. them yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, son, everyone's built different. I mean, it all depends on your fashion, your forearms. You know, yeah. I mean, you can't, I don't know. I, I'm different. I, I don't hardly ever get arm pump, you know, but somebody else, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's just uh, body I thing. just, I know like Dowd got it, Renard got it back in the day, Roncada got it. I think the procedure's different. Yeah, now. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not even the same. Right. Like, if you'd see Caleb Russell, like, dude, it looks like he broke his radius and Ola, and they, like, fucking, I mean, they 
carve them up gnarly. But nowadays, they just go into a little, you know, slits. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. scope, and it's just super Do they pull it out, or they just slit it so there's room to move? Fuck out of From what I've heard, there's a sheathing around your muscle, right? right? And they open that sheathing up so your muscle can expand. Yeah. Because that's what Mm -hmm. constricts everything. But do they pull it out, or do they just cut it? I think they just slice it. Yeah, I I think it's just a layer to where they, you know, basically like they... They skin the skin inside. Uh, I don't know, yeah. fashion, it's whatever. Really, like a, like a sausage. Like well, a, just like a exactly. sausage exactly. casing. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. Uh, yeah, we yeah. got a question for JT about rider salaries, and this might be good for Phil, too, because Phil can fill us in, literally. Uh, what's yeah. up, Austin? Hey, what's going on, boys? I know Phil loves talking about money. He, so. he loves money and salaries. <laughs> out the door. What's the out the door price? <laughs> yeah, out the door. <laughs> um, man, I've always wondered, it's a bit off topic, but in the mid-2000s, the perception is that privateer riders were crushing it. Um, and I'm just kind of wondering, like, guys like JT, Tyler Evans, that kind of guy, were they making, like, deep six figures, like 150, 200? Or, oh, yeah. I mean, what, what did that look like? JT? Okay. Tyler was kind of an anomaly because he he had this experience where he kind of blew up, I guess, personality, and he, he did a good job of feeding into that. You needed a fur coat. <laughs> no, I did not. But he ended up making a ton of money. Um, so I don't think he was the typical example. But, but myself, but only and, for a little bit, where you yeah, made a couple money. Years. You know, yeah. yeah but yeah. he made a lot. Yeah. Like those years, he was making a lot. Uh, but like myself, a lot. I would bet he was making somewhere between five hundred and a million. What? Yeah. Wow, he had wow. some. He had some like rock star deals, and he had some really big money deals because. His star burned pretty bright for a couple of years. Um, he was doing pretty well. I, I mean, maybe a, a million's probably overstating it, but I wouldn't be shocked at 500. Hmm. Um, well, wow. he, so, so if you took Entignap and put him back then, he'd probably be crushing it. No, because Tyler was better than Adam, to be honest. Oh, Tyler of was course. Tyler was dude getting Tyler top ten. Top sometimes. privateer. Yeah. He was getting fifth at Supercrosses. I don't know. Fifth. Yeah. Did he get a fifth. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You, yeah. you can't compare Entignap to. No. <laughs> One punch. No. I, no, I, yeah, I, I don't disrespect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I mean, no, but I there was a lot of money in the series back then, to your point. Uh, you know, for one, we had two different points championships. There was a World Series and an AMA, and both of them paid points funds. Hmm. So each of them, like if I was, say, 12th in AMA and I was 7th, like three years in a row in the World one, that was 20000 between the two. There was Toyota top privateer money, which I got multiple times for the top three privateers, um, which was anywhere from, you know, 10 to 15. You know, the, the winner got 25. Um, you know, I, I remember um, Damon Huffman won it one year and all in. I was talking to him about because I got third and he got first. It was like 140 grand worth of stuff he got, like a trailer, and he was going to sell it all. So there, there was just a ton of ways to make money. Contingency was really good. There was all, there were all these inside the industry sponsors paying money, but every the sport was really healthy. Then. Euro, Euro races then too. You had your Euro yeah, yeah, races, of course. Yeah. And that was, you know, that was obviously optional. Right. Um, but there, there was just a lot of money being dispersed because we hadn't gone through the financial crisis. Like there were all these catalysts that kind of once the sponsors pulled out. It's been a struggle to kind of get them back into spending money because I think they all got scared straight from that. Like a lot of companies almost closed the door, so they're like, "Yeah, we're not going to spend all that money um, anymore." I bet you Pike, you know the the the, the privateer Pike, mm-hmm. he's probably making a couple hundred. You know, with his when are we talking though? Uh, before he got his factory rides, like like mm, he was spending a lot. Though. Was he? Yeah, I mean, okay. he didn't really start making a lot of money until he got that JGR fill in for outdoors. Yeah, that's when it kind of started. 
And then he, I mean, he was doing really well. Because I'm thinking every main that. event is eight grand a month, purse money. You know what I mean? He's got expenses, obviously, but I mean, he's, there's he's only making, there's only 17 super. I know, but then so. he was crushing it outdoors. Like uh, I'm like I don't know. Like he wasn't making 200 grand right. before that. Money. He was spending a lot. Okay, he was spending a lot. Um, but once he did make it to JGR, he was he right. did really well. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So there you go, Austin. But to yeah. answer answer his question. Uh, yeah, if you were a privateer and you were getting making every main top 15s, top 10s every once in a while, you were making anywhere from 150 to 300, depending on how much Euro yeah. stuff you did and your deal and blah blah blah. Yeah, but uh, that's so crazy. Plus, plus money was worth more back then because of inflation. So well, and not. and like and I think like again, Tyler was good, dude. Tyler Evans was really good. He was. Like, yeah. He was giving factory guys fits. At many races, yep, uh, uh, you know. So, um, Phil, do you remember Evans in the in the opening ceremonies? Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> he's a legend. I mean, oh four, oh five, he was really good. Yeah, like oh six, he let the money get to him. You could tell his work yeah. ethic went off the rails, and yeah. he's, but he was still making money off yeah. those oh four, oh five yeah. seasons. So there was probably a three or four year window where yeah. he was making really good money. Yeah. Hmm. So mm-hmm. thanks, Austin. Thanks, man. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, ORW, by the way, also on board with Carson Mumford, JT's favorite rider, Mumphy. What, what's, the, what's the deal with Carson I don't JT? know, dude. I don't know. It's, I, no, it's him. Oh, okay. I don't know it's what the deal is. No. This is just Steve Boone. No, it's not. It is not Steve yeah, Boone, Steve. Is. You want to know why? Because Scott, his dad, called me. Oh, oh what do you know? And what? said, uh, because you pump this, I did not pump anything. I don't. Pump I haven't words even said anymore. a word, and you're just hammering me about Mumford. I have not said <laughs> one word. You hold on. You you, is you JT talking shit about? No. Yeah. God, this dude. is what dude, uh, Scott Phil, says. Phil. He's like, this Steve is, is ridiculous. This is what Scott texts me on the way up here. Mumphy's dead. Yes. I know JT is going to rip Mumford's ass tonight, so I want you to know on some things. He had a big crash Tuesday, bruised his sternum and his shoulder. He had to get therapy. Hasn't ridden. Do so you please think I'm? Do you think I'm telling Scott to text Kiefer? I'm no, not. I know Scott, what you do. You Scott, take one thing and you just no, ram it. Scott home heard the review until, show. Scott heard the review show. I know, show. but that's what. That's where it started. But I was also perplexed by your, you not I, – I said, hey, Mumphy – every time Mumphy started in the top 10, he's gotten top 10 this year, right. which is true. My yeah. point – Wait, why is Mumphy's dad texting Key for this? I'm the middleman. I'm because, the middleman between JT you, and Steve. I take one statement, and then, and then Steve just twists and twists and twists and twists <laughs> that is until somehow at the end of it he thinks I, he's making it out like I hate somebody that I've never no, met. No, uh, it's never personal. It's not personal. It's not. It's not. You, you don't know but Mumford you do at all. This. You do this. You just you shit take, on it. You, you take him. Yeah, no. I, I, he just said, exactly. look at that crash. I said, all I said, he said, he said, hold on, that crash that took everybody out of the middle. It affected the results. That's all I said. Has he shit on RJ? Has JT ever shit on RJ? I don't think so. With all the crashes. Yeah, gay. Well, I said you got to stop crashing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- okay. So then that's then <laughs> that's he's equal. He's he's an equal opportunity. Listen, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what I said. Okay, he was going off about Mumford's ride, which great, good, okay. good job, top uh-huh. ten moto. All I said was, I think you at some point you have to factor in all those guys going down that yard sale of factory talent that was laying on the ground. Yeah, has to have an effect. Right. Look at the guys that were laying there. Right. So <laughs> let's see more of it. And then we're on to something. That's okay. it. And then he just goes off no, into a tent. No, I'm okay, telling you. You listen, and you, t- you report back, Kiefer, okay. on it. Because I thought it was rather harsh. It. And then Millsaps texts me. Millsaps is like, I know JT hates Mumford. Because you're just hammering but, me on the point until but, it, t- it gets twisted. <laughs> It's not. You're going, why do you hate Mumford? I'm like, I, I, I don't even know. I didn't say you hate what Mumford. You? I never no. said, why do you hate Mumford? 
I mean, that part, I might have said that. <laughs> I might have said that. <laughs> but in a joking manner. In a joking manner. But that's what happens. You, know, but you joke and you joke and you joke. Yeah. Exactly. Until people think that I, like, have some sort of vendetta. When Why would I care? Yeah. No, I, at all. I just feel like you should have said Mumphy rode well. Because he did. did. Welcome, and, JT, the Mumphy, uh, the Mumphy hater. How's it going there? Uh, uh, and he did the same thing with Troll Train over the years, too. Where, see, like, more of it. More I just, of it right I always here. felt like he didn't Perfect give Troll example. Train. There's, look. There's certain guys that guys don't like, or the, the the cut of his jib. JT just doesn't like the cut of his jib. But whatever see, it is, <laughs> I think it was awesome. What is like for him to say? There are certain guys that people don't like. What are you talking about? I don't know, man. Because Mills, I know is, you don't know. I, don't I know, know that you don't know. I I got it. I got it that you don't know. <laughs> so we just want to get that out there. Mumphy had some problems before Wash Eagle, so don't shit on him tonight. Okay, ORW big sporters of Carson Mumford, Cody Shock, and Phil and Perfect March example. Banks. Mumphy gets a whole shot. Awesome, right? Yeah. First lap, he's tweeting me, <laughs> Mumphy. I did see like, that. I that's, did see that. That's what he does. But, like, what, but I didn't have anything to do with it. I had okay. nothing to do with you, anything. You tweeted me about the Leafs uh, when they got hey. kicked out by Montreal. You said something about like, Oh, yeah, I'll that, never stop that. Well, that, that's the same thing. It's the same but sort the of Leafs, the jab, Leafs jab. Don't think, you know, it's just, the, but, the Leafs don't think you hate them. But I didn't. Yeah. Say, I just said Mumphy at Jason Thomas. Right. Exactly. Hey. And you don't think hey. you're contributing peck, to this. Peck, 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 Can I just peck, get through peck, the ORW yeah. read? No. <laughs> Off-road Warehouse. No. <laughs> Off-roadwarehouse.com. Uh, please check them out. Uh, check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, and racing products. Big supporters of uh, of uh, Mumphy. And uh, ORW's got two new locations opening up in Georgia and Arizona. So please check that out as well. Uh, they do a good job of those guys. And uh, they're a big part of Phil. Phil, they're going to get you in studio here. ORW is at some point. So oh, heck yeah. We're yeah, going to work on that. And uh, please check it out. Use the code PulpMX at offroadwarehouse.com to save with those guys. Uh, they're the place to go for all your truck and off-road accessories needs. Georgia, Arizona, Temecula, San Diego, Corona, Vegas, all of that. Uh, we have Sean online, too, quickly. Uh, Sean, what's up, man? All right, real quick. Decal Works is presenting Chris Kiefer, correct? Yes, correct, yes. Hey, Chris, just so we're on air, I never got that email, so we're going to have to resend it. I yep. just want to make sure that we get you hooked up. Okay, okay, so never got the email of Heather's boobs for the graphics. Boobs got are it. coming okay. your way. Somebody All right. else may have gotten it. Yep. So <laughs> keep Someone jacked the email. <laughs> DecalMX.com. We're going to get you the photo. Kiefer can get his graphics. Yeah, yeah we can make this happen All finally. Right. All right. So All right. Thank, All right thanks, Sean. Yes, sir. All, All right. right. Thanks, buddy. How stoked. Yep. Uh, I think it's awesome. Hey, man, I didn't get no titties. So <laughs> I think you should resend those titties over. <laughs> get those uh, titties over real quick. We also quick. got a call for Phil here from Jonathan. Jonathan, what's up, man? What's your question for Phil? Hey, Phil, with all due respect, just looking at your results here as the late at oh, might boy. be time Well, hold on a second. Oh, hold on a second. Oh, with all due respect, he starts with. That's not starting out good. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Jonathan. Let's hear, let's hear Mr. Jonathan. Nicoletti, with all due respect, sir, it just seems like the jig might be coming to an end here, and it might be time to think about another career. And I remember you <laughs> talking about potentially working in a prison setting. And as somebody who's worked in that setting myself, I think it would be perfect for you, ultra-conservative, just getting to cuss out people all day. Are you still thinking about going that avenue? Uh, it's it's a possibility. Um, actually, I deferred it man, it's two years ago, so now my uh, I'd actually have to retake the test because so, I did it at the beginning of 2019. So uh, it actually just expired last month, which is uh, kind of a bummer, but... It's yes, it's, it's still a possibility. It's not something I would uh, want to do forever, but it was just for. Uh, um, you know who's a prison guard? Bobby Can Canara. Bobby, yeah, Bobby, Bobby K. Bob, he is. Bobby's like at like the top. 
he, like he's in Albany, like crushing it. So uh, he handles like yeah, they make good money hot. and they get great benefits at least in California. Phil, are you mad that Jonathan said, with all due respect, looking at your results, you may want to? <laughs> <laughs> no, results this year were not good. But it's a hell of a uh, way to start that conversation. <laughs> exactly, well, I, I respect it. He didn't don't, come at me too hot. Don't don't lose sleep over me. I'm like a last place D class guy. I, no, no, you're, no. Listen, hey, life after motocross comes sooner or later, man. Yeah, so, that's these two guys um, in front of me. <laughs> yeah, it comes yeah. quick. <laughs> uh, couldn't, come, but, uh, couldn't come soon enough for me. Yeah, JT's last yeah. year was not good. <laughs> JT, all right? Nope. <laughs> uh, thanks, Jonathan. Thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate the time. All right, thank you. We got a call about Loretta's. I think Phil can chime in with this too. Uh, Zach, you're going to Loretta's. You want to know what to do, what to avoid? Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey guys, I'm I'm actually calling from uh, upstate New York right now. Oh. Uh, getting getting pretty stoked for Unadilla, but I might be in the area uh, while Loretta's is going on. And I figure if I'm going to be that close, I may as well go. And uh, I mean, it's I think everybody in the room there and Phil on the phone obviously is Ben. Like, what what should I make sure I do, and what <laughs> what should I make sure I don't do? All right, Kiefer, you start first. Uh, as far as riding purposes, or just He's getting th- this experience? Oh no, I, I'm going ju- just purely for you know just to watch and have a good time. Uh, what not to do? So what not to do is you need some kind of transportation there. So there's a shit ton of golf carts, right? So I would I would uh, advise you to get one, if not rent one. That way you can cruise around. You can rent them. Um, yeah, they rent them there. Okay. Um, and then if yeah, you can, yeah, exactly. They're expensive. Um, <laughs> you got to take out a loan, Phil said. <laughs> get the out-the-door price before you get that rental going, too. So, uh, uh, try to stay away from the rear parking. Like, there's a, there's a parking um, area all the, almost all the way back by Loretta's area, home. And if it rains, dude, it is a shit show. Mm-hmm. People are getting stuck. You won't be able to move. And then what happens is you got these kids in golf carts all over hell, right? And then they'll try to make... Uh, a pathway right near your rental car or your motorhome or the place you're staying. And eventually that line, just like in dirt bikes, will get off 10, 15, 20 feet. Um, just like JT and Weimer, uh, Doris is out there. She'll <laughs> find oh, yeah. your ass. And then what happens <laughs> is you'll hear your rental car, your trailer will end up be in the path of the actual golf cart lane. And then you have these golf carts running through your, your pit. So right. uh, stay closer to the track if you can. Uh, otherwise, I mean, it's a fun time for the family, dude. Uh, Phil, any advice for Zach? Uh, I mean, if you're going to go watch, look, look, look at the schedule. You know, or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, there might be certain classes at a certain time you want to see. Um, but if you go later in the week, beer tent starts hopping a little bit better toward the toward the end of the week. Parents start getting fed up with their kids and want to go drink their sorrows away. So um, that's <laughs> it is it is free for yeah. spectators too. Which oh, it is, is pretty cool. It really? is free. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, J- JT, that was actually one of my major questions is because I'm on the internet and I-, I was expecting to have to pay for tickets just to enter the facility, but I can't even seem to find any. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's been a big sticking point for mixed sports is they, they don't, I don't think they publicize that enough, uh, but I know Davey's been very proud of the fact that they've never charged spectators ever. Oh, that's cool. All right. Well, um, Zach, you well, know, I, I only uh, I got, I just have one more thing I guess uh, since I'm calling from upstate New York I'm I'm about an hour and a half away from Unadilla where I live right now and honestly that's one of the the best things we have going up here in in, in New York and I'm just wondering if if you guys have any idea if Unadilla is here to stay for a long time or if it's possibly one of the 
Well, it's one of the ones on the chopping block. I yeah, I don't know. I I think I it stays. That's no plan. I know they revamp. You know that. I think they put some money into it a few years ago, and yeah, yeah I, I think, think there was some go. pressure to make right. the track better, but I think they responded. It's unfortunate that the New York it's a shithole all around there, including where oh. Phil is. But oh, you know, boy. you know, but that's where Phil lives. So yeah. Because it's ba- as bad as Vegas, for sure, dude. Uh, Phil, Phil, you <laughs> not live... Not where we're at, bro. Yeah, I was going to say, where I'm at, at right man. now is pretty sweet. Phil, yeah. you live right by where the original Woodstock concert took place, right? Yeah, yeah, two miles. How crazy is that? That's two miles cool. from the original Woodstock concert. Phil, were you mm-hmm. conceived there? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Were you conceived at Woodstock? <laughs> no, I wasn't, actually. Parents uh, were too young, but... Thanks, uh, thanks for the call, man. Thanks, Zach. Thank you, guys. Right, Have a great you. night. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, before we let Phil go, let's bring in our, our next guest. These two gentlemen go way back, way back in the day. Uh, Zach Osborne. What's up, Zacho? Uh, chilling, bro. I was texting Phil, and he wasn't replying, and then now I know why. Yeah, he's on the show. He has a weekly call. We were really hoping, Zacho, that this call, this weekly call would be, you know, like all like he, Phil would just come back and crush it, and everything would be great, and he'd be top ten, and it went it went completely sideways, Zacho, right from the start. And but Phil has to call in every week. Yeah, we're pretty much in the same boat. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, Zacho. How do you feel about probably not defending your title? It's not looking good at this point, right? <laughs> and, uh, uh, poor Zacho. Especially like to go every weekend and see my bike just sitting there. It's kind of depressing. Right. When was the 2022 photo shot of Zacho in the gear? Like, when was that? Uh, I was wondering. About when that. I was at club with Phil, actually. Well, oh. most uh, of them. Yeah. And then uh, some of the video was uh, at Alden's. Uh, it was a long, long time ago. Like, okay. maybe January. Some of it we shot last year at some point. If we had not gotten any footage of you riding with the number one plate before you had to stop riding, I would have been very <laughs> angry and heartbroken. Yeah. There would have been a lot of emotions all coming You're, out right now at you. Well, you guys are the same size, pretty close, right? Right. Should that's, JT should have just suited up. And yeah. put, put I don't. I mean, it. the photo that we're running as one of the white ads right now, like, is like pretty awesome. Like whipped. I, I can't do that. I can't do what he's doing. Hey, that was the one taker. Matt Ware set hey, that up. And yeah, you almost killed him. Take. But it was no. great. Who spiced that? Crop and rotate does wonders, JT. Well, it looks great. I'm, I'm very happy with how that photo came. <laughs> Crop and rotate. That's why we used it everywhere. I'm surprised he even knows that. Yeah, yeah. good pull. Phil also one time on this show, I believe, uh, ranted about the Instagram bangers in the corner. Like Phil was like, <laughs> "You just speed it up. You look like an idiot. You know, you just these fucking kids, right, Phil?" I'm with him. I'm with him on Speaking that. Speaking of one. that, hey, uh, Kiefer, because yeah. uh, I haven't talked to you since your kid blew me out on Instagram. <laughs> I know. Hey, <laughs> I went fucker. in and gave him shit, dude. I go, hey, better be careful, uh, dude. Phil's pissed. He's like, no, are you serious? He's like, he's like, should I tell, text him and tell him sorry? I go, no, dude. It's past that now. <laughs> I was gonna light him up, but I felt too bad. So. That would have been great. You should have. Phil, Keeper would have been fine you. with that. Yeah, I yeah. told him. I go, yep. yeah, light him up. No, nah, no, I was gonna light him up about the Loretta's thing, and I know he's, you know, things are still salty. He, and Phil I, was like, should I? Should I jab him and tell him he, he couldn't even make Loretta's? I go, yeah, 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 do that. <laughs> you know, Ke- did you hear the story about Kiefer going in at a regional or I don't know where? Some, was it a regional or an area? It was an area. Kiefer going in and saying, hey, disqualify my kid. He's cutting the track. And the lady was like, what? what? This Aiden was passing some dude. Like he got a crappy start. So, you know, 15 years old, they lose their mind. So he went in and kept using this line on the inside of the yellow markers, like on the inside of the track. Mm-hmm. And then I finally got pissed off, and I just went up to the sign-up lady. I'm like, excuse me, 
Um, hi, I'm, um, the, I'm the dad of uh, Aiden Kiefer. Can you disqualify him? He's cutting the track. And she looked at me like I was an alien. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Um, I wish Zach would have done the same thing, all his parents, but <clears throat> you couldn't really look what was inside of his motors as an amateur, so it was a little bit tougher. For you. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, wow. Shots fired. <laughs> Dude, there, we ate dinner on Suzuki so many times that – yeah, uh, there was definitely plenty of looks into there. Well, listen, uh, Phil, <laughs> Zacho's dad is a drag racer. Yeah. So, like, oh, if anybody knows sure. about power, yeah, <laughs> putting power in a motor. I mean, I'm just saying. one of the one of the best stories uh, from that. Phil is, uh, I don't know if you were there, but I think it was '04 at Whitney. I passed Nico on the uphill uh, um, at Whitney, and obviously. Mm-hmm. I was a little thicker than little little Nate was, and uh, they came over, and uh, they they were like born stroke and a yeah. couple of other things, whatever. So uh, I'm pretty sure. Oh no, uh, was it Tuli? Yeah, Tuli or Joe, yeah. one of them. Right. And uh, they measured it up, and he said, you know, he hit the calculator, and he was like 104.7. And Al, Ooh. Al, my mechanic goes. Uh, Dang, you mean I left three tenths on the table and they were just like <laughs> brains exploding? <laughs> that was, that was uh, so then you uh, get to keep that money, money, right? You get to keep that yeah. money? Yeah. Yeah, but it was only like, I don't remember, like $200 yeah. of an item or something. Right, right. Whatever. That's back the in the amount day of money, when people were claiming money mo- stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. The amount of money these guys spent on protests through their amateur career was <laughs> mental. Golly, I'd be a millionaire by now if I had that money. <laughs> <laughs> Phil. Oh. Um, uh, hey, Phil, we got before we let you go, we got a shout-out uh, from Duran. Duran, what's up? You want to give Phil a shout-out? Hey, Steve. Hey, gentlemen. Yes, sir. I wanted to uh, tell Phil, listen, don't go to the prison industry. He needs to embrace the talents that he has here and hang out and uh, be the dude that he is that we really enjoy hearing from and help yep. your janky radio show and, and all the I agree. He can't be a prison guard. Look, Phil, move to SoCal, yeah. get a gear guy job. Oh, my God. You know? You can He's be living the high des. Live yeah, a, yeah, now live we're a, talking. Live in the des, be a gear guy, Phil, and go to the races. Dude, I will walk into oncoming traffic if that happens. <laughs> well, <laughs> shit. On the 91. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Just think about the, the, the content of guys you can be dealing with on a daily basis. And it's so much better to be in the motor industry. I'd love to. We need you so. I'd love Phil to be a goggle guy and then have the rider tell me, like, hey, man, I didn't quite, couldn't quite see, like, your goggle build wasn't oh, good. Oh, yeah, that's No, that's one rep job I would not do. Not yeah. a chance would be a goggle guy. No, I nope. agree. I was one. It sucked. Oh, yeah. Dude, you can't call yourself a goggle guy, Steve. What are you talking about? I built goggles <laughs> for riders. Tickle Come didn't on, think you were a goggle guy. Yeah. That's, and that's why I quit. <laughs> Tickle drove me out of a goggle guy business after complaining a complete mud race where maybe three guys kept their goggles on. Tickle was mad that goggles didn't work, and it was a disaster. It melt down. The nicest, the nicest guy in the in the paddock drove you away from being a goggle guy. I'm telling you, fucking tickle. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was. Why'd uh, you screw tickle over? Yeah, I see. <laughs> not go. work. Yeah, jump on that. Listen, I don't put these words in your mouth while Millsaps and Scott Mumford and everybody's. <laughs> no, you calling. do. That's the problem. You do. I don't. I you don't, don't do realize that. that you do, but you are. He jumps on the back. You're putting right. the thought in their head. I don't understand what you like. Mumphy rode well, and that's that was the bottom. I don't know why you just. So didn't. why are you tweeting me Mumphy when he pulls the whole shot? Yeah, check it out. Just Look at Mumphy. Yeah. Check it out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Hey, thanks, Duran. Thank you, man.
Okay, thanks, guys. Good evening. Appreciate it. Thank you. Phil, when are you getting your surgery? I agree with uh, Duran. Yeah. Give me a job. Those dudes will mess you up in prison. Yeah, come on. They're they're behind bars. (laughs) Yeah. Some of them. Some of them. Uh, No, I'm going to go work for Husky. You, me, you, and Scuba be a trifecta. Be a good little deal. Sweet. Let's do it. Yeah. After you buy me my Super 73s. Dude, like we just got off of them, and like, yeah, well, you're just missing out. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get Zach because I, I know he's got you know these Super Seventy Threes, these little uh, electric bicycle thingies. They're pretty no. bad. They're like cruisers. No, they're I know like what that is. Cruisers, electric beach cruisers, basically. Yeah, they're they're badass, but they're 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 pretty expensive. I was going to get the cheaper one, and Zach's got the high end one. He's trying to force me. No, to I got the one. middle of the road one. Um, okay, well, tie in for me. Phil, do you want to buy some of Zach's skis? That's what I'm about to buy. Yeah, do you want those? No. The skis with no, the little no. wheels on them? <laughs> I'll pay money to see that. No. Nah, I like my elbows the way they look and stuff and my palms. I'm good. You seem like Jonas rollerblading. Skin. I haven't lost any skin. I, I did have two, uh, well, one decent tip over and then one small tip over. I want to see, <laughs> Phil, you go down to Claremont and you start yes. skiing with Zacho. Yes. Nah, I, I'd be like that. I'd be like the kid off Big Daddy chucking sticks in front of him. <laughs> Any chance, Zacho, that Phil can come in the Baker's Factory next year to really like you know re- rebound from this yes. year? Yeah, he needs it. I mean, let's do it. Let's go. Alvin doesn't like me. I'm not allowed in there. <laughs> yeah, Phil was actually when Phil got the Rockstar ride. Yeah, he was not allowed to go to the, to the factory. I don't know, but it's great. Probably Steve's fault. Steve was probably also, peppering him. With- also, Monster Energy. <laughs> Phil, why do you hit him? Monster <laughs> Energy cut one athlete, and it was Phil two years oh, ago. Get over the <laughs> one guy got cut, and it was <laughs> Phil. Cut. <laughs> Good thing I'm rock star through and through, baby. You know what? Phil is a little high des because he did spend some time up there at the Lessies. He was, yeah. yeah, yeah. We all have at some point, right? right? Yeah, good point, Osborne. You were up there too, uh, right? Yeah. 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 Why do you think I'm still depressed? <laughs> I rode there when they used to have all the motos. Remember, like uh, 2008, something like oh, that. Yeah. They had yeah. everyone there. Yeah. Everyone. Was it, it was raining, or did they? What was yeah. the deal? Tony would just bring everyone. Oh, it okay. was like, I mean, from Chad Reed to Josh Hill to, yeah. I mean, everybody. Soup, soupy? It was like, yes. oh. yeah. yeah, it was A1 without any fans. It's it crazy, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck, and, man. and now Mumphy owns it, so JT can't go back there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I need some backstory on this. I'm not a Twitter guy, so. No, Steve, Steve just, uh, he will take. JT's talking shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Philip. Listen, no, you know our review show, Osborne, you listen to it now and then because you've, you've. Yeah. So. I haven't been as much this year, to be honest. Okay, that's fine. I, 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 More time than ever, and he's not. <laughs> I made mention how good Mumphy rode at Millville in second moto, and JT was like, wow, that crash certainly helped him out. And I'm like, yeah, but every time, you know, he was right there in the mix. And I mean, because. Brown went down, Styles yeah. went down, Jet Jet passed him anyways. Jet went down, RJ went down, R- Fry went RJ down. RJ went out, yeah. But he's beating Fry. Marchbanks went down. Yeah, so, Marchbanks went down. That's a, you know, I mean, that's a lot of talent. It's all, all. My only point was I wanted to see more because that's a lot of guys that went down in one crash. So back it up. And then, like, yeah, that, I mean, I just didn't want to say – We've turned a corner because I, that's where no. the conversation was kind of going. It's like, I'm with JT. I agree. Ooh. That race was boring as hell. How do you feel, Steve? You know, I, so now it's Phil shitting on Mumper, too? No, no. So he wrote good. He didn't, he didn't lose the lead pack that he was with. That's all I'm There's saying. Mass, 
there was just a massive gap behind him, but he stayed right with the lead pack or whoever he was Yeah, all behind. I said was whenever Mumphy started in the top ten, he's finished there, and that was High Point, and it was Millville, second moto. And yeah. I'm like, he's finished there. And JT was like, wow, he was helped greatly by that pack. And I'm like, well, you don't know what would have happened. I mean, RJ would have beat him for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jet beat him. But Styles, and, and my point was like, he's just, Styles is probably just around him, right? Styles has beat him March pretty much every moto. He's on a factory bike. Okay, we keep qualifying it if you need to, but you're saying they're right around each other. I'm <laughs> saying he's beat him. Like, the, so anyway, so point, now Scott Mumford's is, mad, Millsaps is mad, right? Because and, yeah. you won't let it go. <laughs> yeah, you won't let it go. All I'm saying is, let's just keep the momentum going, and then we we're on to something. Like one moto well, to me doesn't. Solid this weekend, right? He, he, 11, 11th in the first moto. Or 10th? He went. He went 11, 11, 11, 11, 11. Yeah, yeah. That's a solid weekend. It was better. Yeah, I, I would like like if I'm neutral analyzing it i would like for him to stay with that pack when you get the whole shot i mean i, I know he had an injury or he whatever left a few laps, the week, he, right? he did yeah. it was great yeah. great right but we all know that mumford was a factory rider coming like really a lot of hype which he deserved he was mm-hmm. really fast on factory equipment i think he needs to stay with those guys that he's been groomed to be with right he needs to go with the march banks and those guys because the styles robertson's those are the guys coming up as an amateur that he was in that group you're well paid you're well funded you're well resourced so you got to go with them that's it like nothing other than that what uh, it wasn't put like that i i, I it was a good that's a good that's a, that's a, that's I'm a good do some, i'm gonna do some research okay do some research okay keeper's oh gonna do some gosh. research um all right phil we gotta let you go we gotta talk to zach Hold on, i got i oh. got i got i want to ask zach a question about phil oh if there's oh, one yeah. thing zach that Phil could improve on besides, I mean, he has an injury this year, but if there's one weakness that he could do or get better, what would it be? Well, Phil, like me, has kind of historically been a good starter. And this year I was like, at, at uh, Paula, I was like, well, I'm going to have to pass Phil at some point because he's going to get the whole shot. Yeah. But mm-hmm. his starts are gone, so he's got to fix that. Yeah. Yeah, went downhill this year. Bad. Well, Everything so- went to shit. Sexton worked with Timmy on his starts, and look at this weekend. So maybe he called mm. up Red Dog. Sexton did. I mean, Sexton took Eli out of the overall, too, but, you know, is what it is. Um, what, uh, Phil, any news on the surgery? Any update? Yeah, next week I go home. I got to go to Loretta's, and then Wednesday I go home. Why do you got to go to Loretta's? Right. Um... Other sponsorship stuff, so <laughs> for sure, dude. I know he's wow. just getting sucked in so hard right now. Well, awesome. yeah. listen, motor. I I did the whole motorsport deal for him. Yeah, arranged everything, got him paid, and he wasn't. No, the at- motorsport deal is now washed. Okay. What, what do you we, mean? We we are washed. I got you tickets. Now we're we're good. Oh, he gets me Yankee tickets, and now we're good. Oh, I mean, really? I appreciate it, Phil. I'm not saying, I, but you know. Dude. He got me four Yankee yeah. tickets for the game. Yeah, I think I think that's good. Why didn't you get me any for the next game though? Uh she couldn't. She already allotted them to somebody. Ah, damn it. Well, okay. How does he get Yankee tickets? His sister works for the New York Yankees. Oh, I didn't know. Did that. you throw in the ball thing? <laughs> no, I didn't. Thirty-six <laughs> miles an hour fastball. I don't want to talk Bring about that. Bring the heater. Uh, Steve Mathis, first pitch. He, he's going to be. He'll be sitting in the Yankee section with a fucking uh, Blue Jays 
shirt on. That is that know? is a, a night I will never, ever I don't want to talk about that. We're going to move on. I we're remember gonna, this. We're going to move ever. on. That was great. Oh, 36 you. miles. He comes in there hot. Just I did. I did. Strutting in there. Like, give me that. No, no, no. I just said, hey, guys, I, let's do this. Like, let's, yeah. see, let's see what you got. Let's bring you know, it. Yeah, let's bring it. How <laughs> is it only 36 miles an hour? I think it was not timed right or something. <laughs> no, I, I think I the gun it. didn't work. Was Heather on the bad. He's got a bad rotator cuff. I know my truth. I know my truth. It was not an impressive throw. It wasn't, and I I tore my rotator cuff in 1993, and I think it's still bothering me. Like he doesn't, <laughs> but he doesn't have a wind up. Like he went like chicken wing. It went from like here to yeah. here. So it was all from the elbow to the yeah. yeah. Like there's I don't nothing talk behind about it. it. All right, we gotta go. Have you ever seen like 50 Cent or Britney Spears <laughs> throwing the first pitch out? Probably. Hey, uh, Doctor Fauci. Yeah, crushing it. Uh, I was I was gonna say that. Thanks, uh, thanks, Phil. Thank you for coming on. All right, see you, boys. See you, uh, yeah. Off Road Warehouse yeah. Motorsport dot com bringing you Phil. Sorry, Zacho, to Phil the hog all your time here, but uh, oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, Zach Osborne brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Every two-stroke of KTM comes with a Vertex Piston two-stroke. KTM and Husqvarna and Gas Cast comes with a Vertex Piston in the engine from the factory. Two- and four-stroke pistons. If you want a deal, you're getting a top-end kit. Uh, sales at PivotWorks.com. Sales at PivotWorks.com to uh, learn more about the folks at Vertex Pistons. All right, Zacho, uh, thanks for coming on. Hey, so you've been at the races. What's yep. uh, what, what happened there? Did you, is this something where they came to you, you came to them? But what, what's it been like to be uh, you slash a, a rider coach over there? Um, actually, RJ was the one who came to me um, before Redbud. And, um, you know, I'm at home really just kind of grinding on therapy and doing dad stuff. And uh, I was like, sure, you know, I'll go. Well, then he won. <laughs> so then it was like, oh, well, I guess you're going to the rest of them. So yeah. um, then it kind of turned into like, hey, can you help kind of look out for everyone? So. Oh. Now it's um, everyone. I don't really do as much stuff with Dean because Dean's, you know, an established guy and he has his, his ways or whatever. And, um, you know, sometimes he asks me questions or whatever, but mainly just kind of honing in on small details and just kind of helping the 250 guys. Nice. Um, it's, it's been, you know, there's been some hurdles and stuff, and obviously it was really, it's really cool to have some success and kind of, you know, uh, feel like i'm helping a little bit that's that was the an original thing like i told them i was like look if i feel like i'm helping or they feel like i'm helping then then i'll be there but if it's like i'm in the way or whatever then yeah then uh I won't, I won't be coming but yeah it's been super fun it's been really rewarding more rewarding than i than i anticipated to be honest with you like um when rj won a red butt i was like man you know this this is really cool like i, I just never knew how it would be to be kind of on the other side and um and and have the, those yeah. feelings or, or not or whatever. Well, I feel like you could uh, just go to uh, RJ and be like, hey, man, don't crash. We're out. Break. Yeah. 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 It, it's not that simple, though. Like, you know, he's – I know that he's had kind of a history of, of crashes, but the this year and especially recently, like at Redbud, he had a big crash on a slow lap in practice that was, you know, just – him mostly not paying attention, you know, and and I I got into him about that. I was like, look, dude, like these things cannot happen. Like, if you want to take the next step, like you're a race winner, that's great. But like, if you want to take the next step, we've got to fix the details. Like, we've got to fix the small things. These these little things cannot happen. And that's literally just you owning every single piece of tension in your body the whole time. And um, and he's getting it. Like this weekend in the first moto, had a great moto. Kind of at the end, he realized, look, I'm not going to catch him. Took a second place, super solid. 
but like 50 feet from the finish line, he relaxed and, and he had a little moment and I'm like, dude, like that's the thing. And he's like, I know, you know, but he's just never really had anyone to tell him that. So it's been super fun. I'm really grateful for him and for the team and everyone to allow me in to do it. And also like with, with styles and Jalik, um, it's easy to make, you know, kind of some small changes and see a little bit of progress. So like I said, it's really rewarding. Do you think it's something, uh, I've been watching this, and like I said earlier, I, I like RJ as a person, great rider, very aggressive, one of the most, like for me, in the class, um, besides Cooper, has some of the most raw speed. Do you think it's just him trying too hard? Is that why he's making these mistakes? Because Southwick was a mess, right? Yeah, yeah, it was and it wasn't. So at Redbud, he jacked his thumb up pretty bad. Like, I was like, you might want to get that looked at, but he was like, no, there's no way, like, I'm going to race, so... He lost a little bit of strength in his hand, and, and that definitely caused some of it. It's gotten a lot better over the last couple of weeks, and I think it'll be you know, 100% for the, the last weekend. But I told him I went through a little bit of a period like this in Supercross in 2016 where you know you're capable of winning. You, you have all the pieces to win, but it's just not happening. You know, I, there, One race in particular that I remember, um, uh, San Diego – one or two i don't remember uh in 2016 i led like 10 laps coop passed me with you know five to go and i had a really good shot at going back at him and i pushed the front and got sixth and i I remember sitting behind the semi just like pissed off you know I, i think i was actually crying because i was just like why can i not win like i cannot feel the deal and that went on honestly until bud's creek that year like you know a span of 10 races or 12 races or whatever where it was just like you're so close and you want it so bad that you want it kind of too much like you said and and i you know i told him that story the other day and he was like yeah you know it's 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 really not that like it's more of my thumb and and i you know i give him the benefit of the doubt and and just like this weekend that was the track that kind of i felt like he needed to be the the most attentive at and he was and in the second moto he made a small mistake and stalled the bike like maybe halfway and, you know, six weeks ago, that would have bled into a, a moto of disaster or mistakes or whatever. And he, he kind of stopped it right there, reset, and went again. And, and I was really, you know, just really pumped for him on that. And then, you know, there's been some, some weird stuff, just like the banner thing at Millville and wrong place, wrong time kind of things. But um, there's no lack of, uh, of desire, that's for sure. All right. Go ahead, JT. I didn't. I didn't have a question. Oh. I was saying that our our oh. thing was back working again. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, exactly. And for Styles, like it's been a rough start. Podium Daytona, a couple of good motos. I don't know if his knee is still bugging him. Um, what's up with Styles? Yeah, I think Styles just you know he he's improving. I think a lot of times these guys, you know, that the hard part about being a pro is you. Um, you come from winning a lot in the, in the amateurs and just being a dominant force. So you show up and you want to win every time. And when you're not winning and not, are you not, you're not winning, you're not getting in the top 10, you just like tend to get more and more and more and more and more frustrated. And it just seems like this bigger mountain that just keeps getting bigger. Like you're not getting any closer to the top of it. So kind of what I've been working on with them and Jalik a little bit too, you know, Jalik, he was solid, rock solid at high point. He, uh, obviously won the overall. The the first moto was a little bit of a gift, but the second moto, he was super legit. Like, he went 1-3 yeah. overall, you, you know, won the overall, 
about as solid as he could do it other than RJ's bike breaking, but that stuff happens, you know, that's racing. But now he wants to win every time he goes on the track. And I'm like, Hey, look, let's, let's get some top fives. Let's like get a podium, get, get some more top fives, get a podium. And, you know, it's just setting like kind of smaller goals for those guys, because like I said, they, they want to go out there and win every time. And that's great. But at the same time, let's be realistic and let's kind of have some small victories on the way up. And, and, you know, we'll look back at the end of the season and be like, wow, you know, that was actually really solid. So that's what I've been kind of trying to do with them is just hone in on smaller, smaller goals and just details, you know, with like race day details and and stuff like that, that they aren't told every weekend. And um, that's kind of my my spot. Isn't it funny? Like, like you think, okay, you're in a factory truck, you're a kid, you're in a factory truck. You feel like, Ah, you've got it all together, but then like you don't really know. And then Zach comes around and is like, "Hey, eat, eat at this time. Get ready this time. Right. Here's what you do in practice. All this stuff that you guys have learned over the years, and you almost take it for granted that these guys would know that." Exactly. But, but, I actually had a conversation with Alden about that today. I'm, he's like, "That's basic common sense," and I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. Like, yeah. tell them everything, you know." And and at this point, I'm literally trying to do what I wish someone would have done for me, you know, like what I wish mm-hmm. the team would have had for me when I was 16, like, Hey, do this. Hey, yeah. Trade lap, do this. Hey, you know, all these little things that, and they're, they're starting to see as well. Like, Hey, like maybe this dude doesn't know what he's talking about a little bit. Like this stuff's kind of making a difference. So it's, it's been super fun and, and rewarding. That's, that's it. It's actually really surprised me how much I've enjoyed it and, and how much um, even I've taken from it, you know, as well as, as an experience from an experience standpoint. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Zacho, not only did we not really try to get our heart rates up or get warmed up on the parade lap, we would actually stop and take a leak on the parade lap in the back part of the track. <laughs> so just to I've show never you, heard this. <laughs> oh yeah, every every time we would stop and take a leak because yeah. we didn't have yeah. we didn't have bathrooms nearby. Like there wasn't all wow. these amenities that you have now. So it was uh, everybody, and I mean everybody, would stop and use the restroom on the back side <laughs> of the track. Yeah, yeah, different different time, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> different time. Um, it's like that, kissing trophy girls and all that stuff. Like you just see yeah. all these things that are like that's inappropriate. Yep, you can't piss on the track. That's inappropriate. <laughs> Not at me. Yep. Uh, Vertex Pistons bringing you Zach Osborne on the show from Rockstar Energy Husqvarna. Zacho, what's the latest with your injury? Uh, when do you think you'll try to get riding again? Do you, do you have a set plan at all to attack this thing? Yeah, uh, I mean the, the tentative goal is kind of like October first um, to to start riding again. Um, like the stuff that I post on Instagram is pretty much what I'm doing every day, a couple hours a day, mm-hmm. um, just kind of grinding. It's not traditional therapy. Um, my situation's made. I'm gonna I'm gonna do like a injury update in a couple days, but uh, my my situation is a little bit more complex because not only do I have a like a herniation of the disc, but uh, a little bit of degeneration because I have spina bifida occulta from birth, like a birth defect there. Um, it's which is you know people think spina bifida and you're paralyzed yeah. or whatever from yeah. birth, which is, which is typical. So what I have is like an incomplete spine, but also an incomplete spina bifida. It's kind of like in between. So it's at this level as well. So, you know, it can't really be treated cause it's kind of sketchy and whatnot, but, um, that just kind of complicates things. Mm, so okay. we've just been kind of grinding around that. And, um, you know, when I stopped actually the prior six weeks to Colorado, my back was really good, but the, in, in practice, I just, uh, they kind of changed that uphill roller section just a little bit. 
and I was way short and just took a big kind of like body blow, like not, not like hitting myself, but like a lot of impact through my body. And, um, as soon as it happened, I was like, Oh man, like, this is not good. Like, you know, yeah. I've, I've had, I've been really solid for like six weeks now, yep. had no issues and then, you know, one wrong move. So, um, it's mainly just trying to avoid, um, that same situation is, is the thing. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's been complex, you know, if it was a broken leg or, uh, anything like that, then, Hey, you know, whatever surgery, let it heal, whatever, then no big deal. But this deal has been, been really strange. And, um, there's no real roadmap for backs. It seems like, yeah. you know, if you have a broken bone or whatever, it's just so straightforward. And, you know, even like soft tissue or whatever muscles and stuff, but when you involve nerves and, um, the, the spine and then also like breaking the five vertebrae that I broke last year. And, um, two of those were pretty severe. They were like 50% compression. So they like collapsed in half on themselves. Um, that didn't help things. So it's, it's kind of been a long, um, build to get to this injury, if you will. Right. But, um, yeah, it's, it's been a lot. I love to learn and it's been, I've learned a, a ton about my body and kind of how things work. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been, you know, a little bit of a, an experience as well. So, um, it's, it's not great, but we'll keep plugging away. A little older now, uh, being at home, not being able to race. What's your psyche like? Because obviously, you know, a lot of people that listen to the show, they ride dirt bikes, they get hurt. Uh, maybe it bums them out quite a bit. Cause I get a lot of emails from guys like, Hey man, I'm hurt. I need something to do yeah. uh, to pass the time. Or I'm just a basket case because something I love to do so much I can't do. So, where are you at mentally? Are you past the point like, okay, I'm racing, not racing anymore, I'm, I'm good, but just not riding your dirt bike? Is that tough mentally for you? Yeah, it is. Um, but it's just been like, a, there was a point there for like four weeks, like during the Orlando thing and then trying to come back where I was so miserable. Like I would literally try to go ride. It would make it worse. And then I would come home and I would be miserable at home with my kids and with my wife and um, just you know, you, once you're in that pain sequence, it's so hard to get out of it. And I do not take medicine of any sort. So it's like, you know, I'm in my ice bath, I'm in, you know, stretching, doing this, doing that. So it's like a, a full-time job just to like stay out of pain. So now that I, when I, the decision to like stop racing for the summer was dang near impossible, you know? So, uh, it, it was, once I made that decision and I kind of got past that initial you're going to watch your bike sit at the tent all summer with the number one on it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, it's been pretty good, you know, and, and like the last, um, five ish weeks, six ish weeks, it's been to where I can, you know, do my therapy in the morning, um, go to the gym or whatever. And then I can be happy that, you know, I can live a normal life the rest of the day, which I didn't have there for a while just due to the amount of pain I was in. So it was, it's, it's been, um, not a great, uh, not a great feeling to watch your bike sit there, but at the same time, it's a great feeling to have my life back to normal and um, kind of be on the path to re recovery. Is this something that will, you know, let's say you start riding October one, you're riding for a few weeks. Is this something that you might have to worry about next year too? That's going to creep back up in in the play. No, that's uh, that's not really um, a concern. You know, once it. it the the path that I'm on, if you will, is kind of like a two or three year path because 
my back was kind of so messed up that um, it just it needed some time and and re-strengthening and restructuring and I also have um, from birth and we're not sure if this is from the spina bifida thing and just kind of like nerve endings and stuff but I have like super lax joints I don't know if any of you guys have ever seen like my knees or shoulders um, but they're like extremely loose and mm. um, like I'm really double jointed if you will that's like a super simple term but uh, it, it's that makes it a little bit tougher because I need tension to support my back, but it's hard to find tension without load, um, something pulling or pushing at me to with the way my joints are. So that's that's another thing. Like I'm I'm hyper lax jointed, so poor, I'm poor Zach, kind of dude. Zach's got shit everywhere, man. Like gosh, dang, <laughs> hyper lax jointed. And I, and I thought I've never heard of that. I'll, I've never heard of spina I'll bifida. A, I'll send you a video of my knee. Sp- I believe you. I just don't know what it is. Only time I heard of spina bifida was Shallow Hal when he had a little tail. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. I mean, you can Google it, spina bifida occulta. Yeah. It's like an incomplete spina bifida. So um, I actually didn't know about it. You know, it's, it's a birth effect, obviously. Um, but I didn't know about it until about four years ago. I went to a local chiropractor here in Claremont. And dude's like, oh, you got spina bifida. You, you shouldn't even be walking. And I'm like. Okay, I'm probably gonna go find another place. Can you just hit me with quick adjustment? No, I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but also, I just uh, I just paid the bill on the sim rig today, so that's in the works too. Oh uh, wow! Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's yeah, coming. I know you've been after one for a while. Pulled the trigger. Yeah. Uh, good. To, good to see that. We should have should have had asked Phil about that opinion if we had Phil on the line. You spending that money on a sim, so. Yeah, well, Phil was trying to cheap out on these bicycles, and I was like, dude, just just do the, do the right thing. Right, right. Quite a good one. Uh, absolutely. Um, well, cool, man. Hey, thanks for coming on, Zacho. I appreciate it. Uh, good to hear that you're working towards a solution here. We all want to see you back on the track, that's for sure. JT, I mean, they got the new 2022 gear out, and, I mean, things in the 450 class for the fly line is, you know, we, we got to get some guys, so. <laughs> yeah. You know. Thank you guys for having me. I'm sorry it's uh, under these circumstances, oh, but I wanted to get your take on going to the races. I haven't seen you. You don't come see me. You just you did. Well, you, you don't come see me. I actually saw you from a distance the other day, and I was like, "Oh, he looks busy. I better not bother him." Yeah, super busy, bro. Getting yelled at by he's the tweet, riders. He's tweeting about Mumford and JT. That's what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> what a ride by Mumphy. What a ride. ORW zone. Um, all right, thanks, Echo. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Thank you. That's Zach Osborne brought to you by VertexPistons.com. Levi's on two. Levi, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Good. I just wanted to phone in and thank you guys. I won the uh, Fly Carbon Helmet for the um, Fantasy Supercross. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. So, funny story. I've been eyeing one up forever. Uh And I got a $500 gift card from work in, like, January. And just about pulled the trigger on it, just about bought it. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm going to wait a bit. And we've been playing fantasy for like seven, eight years. And um, my wife just started playing about three years ago. And she's never rode a motorbike in her life, doesn't know anything about the sport. And she's really ridiculously good at it. And wow. going into the last round, she was ninth overall um, for the, in the final round of everybody. And wow. uh, one of her riders she picked, actually, she switched them out at the last second. I think it might have been short, maybe. He got quite a few people in that round. Anyways, she uh, ended up going from ninth in points to 21st. Oh, that was, and, the, that uh, was the race he crashed like 17 times. John Short yeah. got, got me also, <laughs> yeah. And JT yeah, stayed so away. I did. And, uh, it, was, yeah, it was glorious. Uh, it was glorious. Fuck, I was mad, yeah. So we go to bed that night, and we're just bummed out because we thought that prizes only went to 20th place, and she finished 21st, right? Yeah. 
so we go and look and I'm like, oh, I wonder what, you know, I wonder what 20th place or ninth place prize would have been. And we look it up and prize goes to 22nd place. And 21st place is the fly carbon helmet. And I, I was, I was pumped. Like I, I couldn't believe it. I thought we're getting nothing. And then uh, turns out we're getting this helmet. So that's all cool. JT gets in touch with her. He's emailing her. And I'm thinking like, okay, I didn't know it was going to be the carbon helmet. I, I wasn't sure. I figured maybe it's going to be some, you know, your cheap introductory model or whatever. And uh, anyway, she emails him and he's like, yeah, just pick up whatever you want. Let me know. My wife's like, he said to pick up whatever you want on the website. Wow. Tell him which one. And I'm like, seriously? Because I was going to get the composite just to save a bit of money when I was buying it myself in January. And so, yeah, we went on there, and I see this carbon one, and I'm like, okay, well, let's see if we can get this thing. And she mailed them back, and JT's like, yep, nope, it's on the way kind of a thing. And, nice. It uh, showed up, and, yeah, I love this thing. I I had some uh, rhymes with Moe helmets before. Oh, okay, And yeah. um, they were good. I liked them, but I really needed a new one. And this one is so light, and, like, the ventilation, like, yeah, I'm just and we didn't even we didn't it. even pay this guy to call in and talk about fly helmets. We didn't even you do sure that. about that? <laughs> yeah, we didn't. I, we didn't. Uh, but hold on a second. I don't want to blow fly. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> that is a really good helmet. There I'm we go. I'm waiting for that drop. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Good guys. to hear. No, it's, I love Pulp. It's so much more fun watching the races and stuff. Good. For guys like to get in the last chance. Like, yeah, it's wicked. It's it's really cool. So cool, man. Again, thanks. Really appreciate it. No problem. It. Thanks Congrats for playing. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That's awesome. Uh, Jeb, you got a future headline? Is this Jeb? Yes. You got a future headline. Oh, JT loves this. My favorite game. Yep. <laughs> I couldn't pass it up, man. Oh, my gosh. First of all, I just wanted to say you guys all do a great job, uh, especially uh, Steve Marks. Marks is the man. I mean, he's helped me out on Twitter so many times. So shout out to Marks. Love that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Love, love you, baby. Yeah, whatever. whatever. <laughs> Marks' birthday the other day. You see that? On, on, yeah, on I did. the only reason why I saw that? Why? Because I follow his wife. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, so my first one's for you, Steve. Okay. All right. Tomac balls out with banter on Blue Crew, or Plessinger a worse messenger on KTM. Oh, I like these. I just, that's a that's a great. You should hire this guy. I, I should. Those are really yeah. good. Um, yeah. I'm scared of AP's move. I'll go with the second one. I'm a little scared of AP's move. He's in a groove. Really? Yeah, he's going to Baker's factory. That's not going to be fun for AP. He's on a KTM. Like, uh, is he going to do? Think, is it, so you're. Your perception is that going to Alden's place and going to factory KTM has a low chance of success? With AP, man. You know okay. AP. AP, man. It's AP, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'll go second one. I'm going to go yeah, first I'm, one. I... JT? Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Alden's program. Always have been. Yeah. So. I, I agree. I mean, on the review show, Steve, or maybe in the interviews, uh, he sounded kind of down, you know, from his results. But, you know, when Alden starts getting that pressure from Austria, how's that going to work? Oh, yeah, clippy-clippy. <laughs> Caleb yeah. Russell. Uh, that's so – that's jacked up. <laughs> it dude. is jacked up. After I, I, I heard him on the show and yeah. then watched his video, I'm like, oh, my God, dude. I, you I, know yeah. what that was about. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the – thanks, thanks, man. Thanks for the call. I, I actually got one more for oh. JT, if uh, that's okay. Well, I don't – JT, will you play a future head? Of course. Okay, all right. Listen, you got to explain to him the rules. I mean, you got to answer, right? Listen, I do things every day that I don't want to do. This is no different. <laughs> <laughs> no hate, JT. Love what you do, too. Uh, so, 
Jets generational talent jizzes on JT or <laughs> Option B. Little Lawrence's career <laughs> lackluster at best. Oh, yeah, it's perfect. It puts JT's in a spot. Whichever where... one I'm not getting jizzed on. <laughs> Sounds good. Give me that one. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, second one. Yes. Second one. Second yes. one for JT. <laughs> Jeb, those are good ones, though. I might uh, – you. Sh- hey, why don't you send me some in? Use yeah. the contact form on Pulp. Jeb's future headlines. Jeb's future headlines because I'll use those. <laughs> I like that. Send me dude, some. Dude, I'm, I'm on a sports podcast uh, usually, and I do stuff like this. That's awesome, man. I appreciate it, guys. I'll send you some more for sure. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thanks. Oh, yeah. that, that's great. Uh, Jet, you know. Yeah, we raised Ryder D. We'll get there. We raised him on his time. <laughs> jizz, jet, jizzing Jet's, on. Jet's going to jizz. Ah, oh, it's fantastic. Uh, motorcycle Rusty Jobs of the Week. Uh, these guys are great. If you want to get in the industry, it's a great way to start somewhere. MotorcycleRustyJobs.com, the first and uh, number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates. Looking for employment opportunities, the first and only job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry. Upload your resume for free today. Job of the Week from uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com is a Helmet House, marketing manager at, ha- at Helmet House. It is a full-time job. It is based out of, uh, do you got to live in Oregon for this? Uh, yeah, you can, no, you can work from either California or Oregon. So uh, it's perfect. Uh, marketing manager at Helmet House. Helmet House is a distributor for some helmets, clearly. And, uh, yeah, they're looking for a marketing um, manager over there. So please check that out, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com for those guys. I also want to thank the folks at Firepower. Kirk was in uh, studio, uh, I don't know, uh, was it a month ago, whenever you guys were here? Mm, when was that? Uh, June. Firepowerparts.com yeah. doing a great job uh, over there. And you talk about A-Ray and Chiz. The um, uh, uh, Mach 1 Honda team used it this year as well. Go for Dunes Honda. Mach uh, off? What did I say? Mach 1. Muck one. That's like Mach one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, muck off on the team. Sun's uh, going down. Sun's going down today. Firepower committed you know, to offering. It's going to happen. Super- it's gonna, sun's going to go down. Sun's going to go down sometime. It's offering superior products with <laughs> over 50 years of experience in the industry. Don't waste money when replacing OEM batteries or chains when you can get more power and supreme reliability by choosing Firepower, a wide variety of chains from heavy duty roller to O and X ring. Firepower, feather white, lithium batteries, Kiefer. Feather white? Feather light. Feather white. Feather white. Anyways, muck one. I'm just waiting for fuck you guys. <laughs> what? Anonymity. For you to Anonymity. say. Anonymity. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my. That's a good one. That's, that's people who I pay that, that want to shit on that me. That is a good. That's what happens. They just oh want to shit on gosh. me. Uh, Tristan's on three. Before we go to commercial break, Tristan, what's up, man? Hey, I uh, just had a quick. I just got done listening to the uh, post uh, post race interviews. First of all, Ryan Sives. He's just a badass that guy's just, he's old he's still killing it 14th and his interviews are great he said he pissed off coop but he'll get over yeah but yeah i was getting to i don't know oh, what right. he i guess uh yeah he uh sipes told me that he coop was lapping him okay and i guess sipes didn't get out of the way or whatever he's like so yeah coop had some words with me but he'll be all right <laughs> <laughs> he was like such a good old boy way of yeah. saying it you know so anyway uh, yeah but he, he's just killing it but what i was wanting to get to is the um uh, I'm listening to, like I said, I'm, I'm I'm a little bit behind, but I'm listening to the uh, the the, uh, the wrap up and or not the wrap up. Geez, been following Dark Side too much. Race review. Um, Race review. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> um, but you're talking about the thing with Max Nasty and his wife. And I know Max is coming on tonight, or maybe yeah. he's already. Been yeah, on, he, no, he's like coming said, on. Yeah. Yep. But but like I don't. I, I think that it, it kind of contrasts the difference between you and other media members. Like I, I've, I, I'm I'm very loosely. I've known a couple of guys, and I, I don't. Feel, I feel like there's a reason that that you're the one that kind of gets into shit is because you're the one that actually tries to get the actual stories. I mean, is that? I mean, are, do other guys kind of tuck tail and 
I mean, because you don't hear about things like this happening with other media members. You don't. I know. It's not always fun either. Um, I feel like a lot of the media is is here to be friends with the guys, and and I and I like being friends with the guys too. But at the end of the day, I got to do I do I look at it like I got to do a job. JT, you know me well. You know how much I follow the NHL and the NFL mm-hmm. and you know sports in general, right? And I read that stuff, and that's what I want our sport to be, right? I want to be. But I'm not allowed to question Mumphy's results without getting drilled <laughs> by you. Correct. Okay. Tristan, did you hear him shit on Mumphy? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Thank well, you. And, oh. and what do you let six, five, six laps? But why are you <laughs> shitting on Anstey and his wife? Why would you shit on someone's wife, Steve? <laughs> I did not shit on them. <laughs> okay. Anyways, back to this. Um, so yeah, Tristan, I feel like most media are there to bro down with the guys, right? A lot of them take photos mm-hmm. and write on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, so their their main thing is not a journalist. I'm using journalist in very loose terms here. Their main thing is not a journalist guy or a podcast guy, right? And I just want to treat our sport like a little bit like uh, a real sport, you know what I mean? And report on the good, the bad. Uh, is this rider performing? Is this rider not performing? And I don't know if other media guys want to do that. I mean, you know, Wygant's got a lot of side jobs. He's a voice of TV, so I don't know if he can run around and do that either. Like, it's been very nice to be free of um, – of everything because the pulp shows and the podcasts have been successful. So I really can kind of do what I want to say, what I would say and do what I want to do. Uh, I, but, but if you look at Zacho or Phil or AC, like I have great relationships with those guys. They've all told me to fuck off at some point or another over things I've said and done because you know, they don't agree with what I said about them. But then at the end yeah. of the day, I can say, Hey man, this is what I was thinking. And they'll be like, you're an idiot. And I'll be like, okay, well, that's what I think. And right. like, they all have the ability to kind of move on, right? Andrew, Jason Anderson does not. You know, uh, Max got mad at me. Uh, look, Mike Genova and Tony Lessie were in my studio three years after <laughs> basically right. wanting to stab me. Yep. Right? So I don't know, man. Um, you know? I mean, maybe that's why you can, do, you can be free like that is because you actually do. You know, do what you do. So well, we appreciate that. I do at least. I, I like to think I. I mean, look, do I get everything right? No way, right? I. I. I don't. I, I don't know everything that goes on behind the scenes. Uh, you know, I, there's things that happen that I'm hard on. Then I'm like, oh. Yeah. I would say there's there's a once or twice a year, maybe more, maybe less, that sometimes you get yourself in trouble, whether it's with Davy Coombs or whether it's with a writer Feld. or whether it's with Feld or someone. You go pretty far and people yeah. get pissed off. It yeah. happens. Yeah. It's happened with lots of different people. Yeah. It's part of our sport though. I mean, there's always something happening, I think every year and yeah. you're reporting on it, obviously, and you give your opinion and the but opinion. Saying that opinion. Marty Davalos is holding people at gunpoint to give him money. That one, I went a little far. On. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was stealing money from team managers. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, Tristan's point is like the other media doesn't have that happen. And I just, I would say, what are they, what are they talking about? Are they just saying, hey, man, Eli Tomac rode a great race and Dylan Ferrandez won the second moto? Like, that's all true. But I'm also like, hey, this guy faded and this guy crashed and this guy's on a factory bike and not having a good year. And, you know, as long as well as pumping up the good rides, right? All so, you need to do is approach Max the way that Lewis Phillips does. And you're, you're yeah, dialed. Yeah, yeah. No problem. Lewis is the one who set it up today. Today, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lewis Phillips, everybody. He is everybody. the Max Whisperer. He is, yes. Uh, all right, Tristan, anything else? No, nope, that's it. See you All right, thanks for the call. See Appreciate it. it. Uh, we're going to commercial break here. We're going to go earlier, but uh, the the place that is providing our commercial our, our commercial break oh. dinner uh, screwed up your order. Mine. Yeah. <laughs> so your lovely wife yeah. went back 
to get did. to make it right. Wow. This yeah. is how much she loves me. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're going to have to stay Anybody on the air for a little bit Anybody out there, find a wife like Heather. Okay. So I think we have time for my race tech rant then. Oh, we're doing the rant. Yeah, we may as well. We have some time. <laughs> okay. Uh, Pulp 21 is the code to save with race tech. Love these guys. Uh, Bono work, suspension work. They can dial you in. And uh, man, a lot of privateers. Zombie blows. He's back on a bike. Yeah. He's racing arena cross. Oh, he is? Well, a little. Yeah. Did you just break yeah. that? Podunk, podunk oh, oh I thought you meant like for like next fair year. Fair race no. type thing. Um, so Zombie Blows, who's in Race Tech. Malcolm Stewart won a Montreal Supercross on Race Tech suspension years ago. And uh, vintage bikes, street bikes, dirt bikes, whatever it is, they can dial you. And if you are a motor builder, you, they'll sign an NDA with you, and they will uh, modify your motors using uh, the latest and greatest CNC machines. So thanks to the folks at Race Tech. Make your bike work right for you. Use Race Tech. Tell them you listen to Pulp. They'll give you a discount. Uh, Race Tech round of the night is uh, Chris Kiefer. <laughs> Shocking. Hey, let's take the shit off of you. It's coming over here now. You, you're one of my friends, and I care about you. Yeah. And what you're doing is is horrible. You're ruining your life. I'm ruining and I was, my life. I was talking to Trey Kennard on the weekend, and he kind of agrees with me. Really? Yes, kind of agrees with me. So Hold on. Uh, oh, no. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you tore your knee up, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and first of all, answer me this. Riddle me this. How do you make a living, Chris? Riding dirt bikes. Thank you. Okay. Judge? Please note the answer. Second thing, you tore your knee up, okay, which happens mm-hmm. uh, because you ride your dirt bike a shit ton, mm-hmm. okay? You go in, you need some meniscus work, all right, no problem. They dial you in. They go a little bit more on the operation when you woke up than what he said he was going to do, right? Correct. Uh, fucking four days later, he's out bicycling. A lot. Okay. A, a tremendous amount of bicycling, e-biking, everything. His knee swells up the size of my head. Why'd you do this? Hold on. His knee swells up massively. He is texting on our group text that it's over. He's done. He's so fed up. F this. He's got to go back in for another surgery. Blah, blah, blah. He's very depressed. He's very angry. Okay? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, stay off your knee. That's what your doctor told you. Goes to the doctor. Luckily, luckily, JT only needs it drained. Why does he need it drained? Because he was pushing it too much. The doctor told him, hey, man. I just wanted you to like do some light bicycling, not high des e-bike sprints, you know. So I just wanted you to do some light bicycling. He dodged a bullet, okay? Dodged a bullet, got it drained. Knees now the regular size. Okay. Now will he listen? No, no, he won't. He's out testing for Honda. He's out riding motorcycles. He can barely walk up these stairs. He's limping around like an 80-year-old man. You make a living from your body, mm-hmm. and you're not listening to it. You only have one knee. Well, you have two. You have one right, right, right <laughs> so knee. You're about to have one. Sounds going down. You're later. about to only have one. You, 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 you are not listening to your doctor. You're not following the orders. You're out testing for Honda. Canard is like, yeah, man, like, he seems like he's in pain. Like, it seems like it's holding him back. And you're like, dude, I'm not riding. You told us. On the group text, not riding very well. Like, I just, I got to get, you know, like I'm not, he's not ready. Yeah. He's not ready. He's pushing his <laughs> knee too much. That's how he makes a living. And you're going to fuck yourself. And guess what? I'm not going to be there to console you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I told you this. Wow. Okay. That was a little harsh. I was. But, but I, I, that's my rant. I, stop, stop riding. Stop bicycling. Here's the thing, Steve. I did. First of all, you have this, it's a little bit of a, a, a mumpy thing going on here. Okay. The doctor said I could walk out of the surgery. Okay. The doctor said I could bicycle. He didn't specify how much, so I, I started bicycling. As a dirt bike guy, we're wired the same way. We want to do as much as we can to get better as soon as we can, right? So 
I'm bicycling around, I mean, you know, and then yeah, I, I only could sit around and type so much. I gotta do something. I gotta be outside. I'm an outside guy. So I'm bicycling around. Yes, you're right. Did too much, got it drained. But people count on me to be there. I take pride in trying to be there. Okay. For, hold on. Let, I'll let you, I'll let, let me rebuttal here. I try to be there for those people that need me. Now, this scheduled test was on the, the map for some time. There's no one else that could be there besides myself. Taking art? He was. He's ha very helpful. But I felt like I You could, were probably trying to keep up with him, too. You're like, oh, you motherfucker, no. Trey. Like, ah, <laughs> watch this. You know, like, yeah, wah, you know. I just felt like Heather's I could ride enough. Yeah, yeah. Little Heather's bit. got her truth going with her stopwatches, <laughs> moving them around. Look, Kennard, Kiefer. Trey is 142. <laughs> actually, actually, Kiefer, you were seven seconds off of his lap time, the Moto 1, but the second Moto, you were eight seconds quicker. <laughs> and I know my truth. <laughs> okay. You're so glad she's not downstairs. here right now. I do, oh, she's not here. Thank God. Yeah, exactly. Thank God, yeah. Okay. I just felt like I needed to be there because I felt like I could ride a decent amount to give him feedback. And I was. And it was fine. But And now you're limping badly. And it's better. It's, there's times like right now it feels like dog crap. Did you see him walk up the stairs? Did you see him? I did not. Oh know. God! Dude. I heard him tell us that these stairs are going to be the death of him or something like that. I haven't, I haven't got upstairs. The doctor said don't go upstairs. I tried to listen to him, but you have fucking stairs, so it's your fault. <laughs> oh, so it's my fault. Ah, <laughs> uh, so it, it's you, I, you, it's it's tough for me to sit still. I, that's fine. It, I get it. It's tough for you to sit still. Yes, I get it. Sit still. I did. For not long enough. Well, here's the, here's the problem. Rarick calls me a pussy. I've never. What did Rarick tell me? Rarick told us on a on a group test. He's like, I've never seen someone be such a pussy for a meniscus. And I laughed because it's kind of funny because this original was supposed to be two weeks. Grind some meniscus out. Back on the bike. I'm back in the game. Right. Well, I woke up saying, Nope. I sewed it, which was now eight weeks instead of two weeks. So it screwed my whole timeline up. So I already made a fucking commitment and I had to honor it. That's it. And, and I'm not, okay, riding, but, I'm not but, riding for joy. I'm but, riding for work. Okay, but Honda and any companies you test for will fully understand that you can't make it because you had knee surgery. But do you understand? Like, no one's going to be like, hey, Chris, thanks, thanks, asshole. Like, everyone's going to be like, yeah, dude, you, you know, you hurt your knee. You only have, you know. One knee. One knee. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, JT, for clarifying that. I, I agree with you somewhat, and I'm sure Heather would too. It's just tough for me to sit still. I'm getting, Dude, you I'm, only you make a living I, I with your with your body. That's ex it's it's exactly right. I have so to, just I make give a it some my time. Body. So give it some time. You know our industry. <laughs> they, there's no fucking time. You don't. Oh, no so Honda's just gonna clippy clippy you. That's it. I don't know that. Well, maybe. Okay. Well, I guess don't listen to Canard. Don't listen to me. It's funny how Trey never said nothing until all of a sudden you talked to him. Trey was fine the couple days that he was with us. It's not good. It's, and stay off your knee. <laughs> at an MRI today, we'll see what it says. Hopefully, I didn't yeah, fuck it up. It's gonna say bad things. Well, honestly, I hope not. And again, like, do you? No, you're not getting a card and flowers from me. Nothing. Nothing. No, because I've been telling you, stay off your knee. You know, you know. Like, this is your first break in a long time. It's your first injury in a while. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, dude, you only have one knee. Yeah. Take care of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm working. And, on. and that's what I'm saying. You know, from from the heart. Every time I, uh, I say I'm going to ride, all you do is all like, ride. you just shake your head. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. So that's my race tech round of the night. I'm sorry to disappoint it's aggressive. you. I just, you know what I'm saying? I care about him. How'd and that he's feel? Not, how'd that, how'd that listen, five to ten minutes He's feel? not taking you, care of his knee. But do you want him to 
he, he wants to fulfill his obligations. Right. You can't always do it. The body says no. But what that, if that, I would have called you and said, hey, man, my knee's feeling like shit. I'm not coming tonight. No problem. Bullshit. Okay, but hold on. Your knee is – so you can't talk on the radio show? Like that? that's really going to hurt you, you know, going to hold you back? It's, it's a for instance, Steve. Um, are we getting Connor Fields? Yeah, I think he's gonna supposed to call in any minute now. Yep, he's gonna call in right now. Okay, all right. Connor Fields, an that's American way hero. Better to talk about. Let's an American. Talk about that's it. my race tech round of the night. Racetech.com. Thank you. So Take much. care of your fucking knee. Thank you so much. Okay, moving on. Nash, gentlemen, gentlemen. What's up, Nash? I've got a super theory that only the three most knowledgeable. I'll call the other two journalists as Coy Gibbs mocked you and said you're not a journalist. Yeah, he did many times. That's very nice. Speaking of Coy Gibbs. So we hear some bushes being uh, rustled up, triumph. Some say, oh, it's just another rebaked KTM. No, and it's not. And others are saying, Brand- oh, all right then. And that, that's, good. that's good. It's not. It'll be an all-new bike from those guys. Uh, now it's time for J-Bone and the illustrious Coy Gibbs and JGR to come on back in. What a better team of people that could manage this program. Years of experience. Uh- it I could can, happen. I can see. Yeah, it, it, it could happen. I know there's been talks. Well, uh, I know there's been talks. We got to pump the brakes. Like RC's involved in all this stuff, but like they're not talking race team. They're just trying to get a bike. No, out they're there. saying race team. Really? Not next no. year. But the, the PR said race team. Oh my damn. Yeah, but dude, dude they're so far out. You know, That's a long but, time away. But I could see it. Dude, you let that marinate like some London broil, bro. So let That's me tell you about some that. rumors that I've heard. Okay. So the rumors that I've heard about this bike, it has KYB suspension. Yes, I heard the same. I heard that Tedesco tested it. Oh, okay. I heard not only did uh, RC and Tedesco test this Triumph, Mm -hmm. but they also did Mm -hmm. testing on a Supercross track as well as an outdoor track. So it has been through both. So that Mm -hmm. is interesting to me. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. To have it, obviously IT and then RC ride it, I don't obviously don't know what happened in, in those tests, but like to have enough gumption and confidence in this mach- machine to have those guys ride it at a supercross track tells me something. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. I, and, and I know like Corey and J Bone, they talked to him. So I, where it went, I don't know. But yes, they're, they're and you're saying this is a proprietary machine. Yes. Oh yeah. That it's, it's, is that that is amazing to me. It is not a KTM rebranded. It's well, I know like it's that. not a KTM, yeah. but I've heard it may be something else. Uh, right. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I heard steel frame. Okay. So. Wow, this that's that's oh, yeah. if it's proprietary, that's amazing. Yeah, pretty much. So this is great news for the masses. It, it, we need more. Yeah, it'd be great to have Coy back in the sport. Uh, Nash, uh, I gotta let you go because yeah. we have an American hero on the line. Oh, that's dude, you got a gold medal on the line. I gotta go. Gotta go. All right, Nash, uh, calling in. Uh, the, the the Olympics are on right now, and uh, the the friend of the show. He's a past gold medal uh, BMX winner. He's going to try to get uh, two in a row here. He's from calling all the way from China. Connor Fields. He's not in China. China. He's not in He's China. In Japan. <laughs> Japan, sorry. Japan. <laughs> all the way from Japan. Uh, Connor Fields. What's going on, boys? Dude, oh. I love the behind the scenes stuff. That's pretty cool. That is good. Yeah, Yao Ming. You saw Yao Ming in the cafeteria. <laughs> that dude was so big. His knees were over the table that we were all sitting at. Wow. Wow. So uh, just to let everybody know, again, you're the, the defending gold medalist. Uh, the, the Olympics have been put off for a year, and they are back in Japan. Um, when is your heat and main? What, tell our listeners that. Um, so it's Thursday and Friday in Japan, but that'll be Wednesday and Thursday in America. Okay. Time difference. All right. Um, so Wednesday, 
Wednesday is the heat to the quarterfinals, uh, whatever you want to call it. And then um, Thursday in America will be the semifinals and the finals. It's exciting. How do you feel? How do you, how's the track? Track's good. It's, uh, it's technical. It's long. I sent JT some video of it. Yeah. Um, it's going to make for some good racing, and uh, I think it'll be, it'll be awesome. I think it's going to put on a good show. So when you say a track is long, is that 30 seconds? What, how long is that? Like, This one's going to be closer to 40. Okay. Um, you know, for reference, Rio was 34, 35. Um, so you know, five seconds doesn't sound like much, but yep. you know, that's still like 10, 15% increase. So when you're, when you're doing all your training and you were in Houston for boot camp, is that right? Yep. Yep. So when you're doing all the training and stuff, what are you training for, like, time-wise? Like, was that a surprise to you to be that long, or were you like, ah, whatever, it's fine? Well, what they do at the Olympics, so every single event has a test event the year before. Um, okay. I guess in this case it was two years ago. Um, so they test out the venues and then they get the feedback, you know, on whatever, whether it's the mountain bike course, the BMX course or the track and field, whatever it is. And then the athletes give feedback on the uh, field of play, the warm up facilities, all that stuff. So we've known what the track was going to be for a couple of years. So we've all, um, kind of known it's going to be a bit longer and I'm sure everyone has been kind of building that into their training. Hmm. Wow. This is, uh, do you feel good? Do you feel as good as you did in Rio, like body-wise and physical-wise and your bike? and You know what I mean? Like you feel as good? Yeah, I mean, I feel better. I broke my wrist four months before Rio, so I was like, the true, yeah, coming, yeah. Com- coming back from that. I mean, I think the first time I was in studio, I was sitting there with a broken, uh, broken arm and um, Pookie was bringing me ice. But, um, yeah, I feel great. Good. Uh, but, you know, it's, uh, it's BMX. It's, it's similar to, to Moto in that, Anything can happen, and um, you know everybody. Everybody's peaking. Everybody's ready to go, and uh, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of really strong competitors. So it's going to be some tight racing out there. I never Speaking. saw Pookie. I never saw Pookie as excited as she ever was when she put your gold bring medal ice. around her neck. Oh, oh. bring ice. Could have brought Pebble Ice. Yeah. Could've, now, now know. we can bring you Pebble Ice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have a question. Uh, speaking of anything can happen, did you see? Were you out on the track when uh, the Dutch rider? And I don't want to mispronounce his name, but he drilled that uh, track oh. official. Yes, I saw it. I saw it coming. Um, and I'm going to try to put this in a politically correct way. Um, we don't like the officials. Okay. Oh. Uh, they, they, uh, they make a lot of silly rules and are oftentimes on power trips um, and do stupid things like walk across the track without checking that somebody's coming. Uh, so, yeah, oh, this wow. video, I'll you show know, you guys at the break. It's yeah. bad. And just Was he okay? Was the rider okay? I mean, I think he's pretty sore yeah uh, he's he's sore but he's okay right. he's he, one I of think... the favorites so it would have been it would have been uh it would have been really bad if uh if kimmon would have gotten hurt from that and like five years of training goes down the drain and somebody across the track yeah like yeah, uh, my, my buddies uh were talking about this today they're all bmx guys right and uh they uh he they posted the video in this chat i'm in and there were two things to be mad about one this guy has so much orange on i would be incredibly angry if i had to wear that much orange but then two <laughs> you drill a guy right. a track official the week of the olympics like these guys have been working for this for uh, two years yeah. probably because you know yeah. you go through a year of it yeah. and they canceled and you start over that's a pretty pretty rough break it's like having a dig dug walk out and drilling them right yeah well renard got hit by a quad right at high point landed on a quad yeah yeah, yeah. so shit. yeah a little bit different Broke uh, but um, fly racing, do we have a look, looking good? Well, he's, he's got to wear a USA. Oh, that, yeah, clothing. He's, he's got to yeah, wear, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. of course, he's wearing fly stuff, yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah it, right. you wouldn't really know. 
Right, right. I've got uh, I've got fly gloves on straight out of the bag. There you go. Um, Take it. That, that's probably the the only thing that's uh, completely just you know straight off the straight off the shelf. Uh, we I have so many rules with branding and stuff. Yep. Now you can only have a certain logo. It's got to be the manufacturer's logo, a certain size. Um, so the helmet just has one little fly logo in there. But it is a formula. Um, and then our gear is actually made by Hot Shop. Uh, they make yeah. our gear for yeah, They do some for stuff for us, too. Um, yeah. Kiefer has some yeah. questions about the uh, sleeping arrangements, Connor. Yeah, so we talked about like the interactions between the Olympic athletes last time you were there, right? Yep. Uh, have you seen anything like that happen, sneaking through the hallways, going in other rooms, anything going on there? Uh, I'm asleep. I'm going to bed early, so I don't see it. But I'm sure it's going on in the, in the background. So, but, uh, but now we saw these cardboard beds that they're kind of discouraging you athletes. Not Obviously, you are in a relationship, and this would never happen with you, but the other athletes, uh, we saw these beds. On that note, they are just as uncomfortable as you could imagine. Oh, jeez, really? <laughs> and it, oh, I feel, I feel like I'm sleeping on cardboard. <laughs> and that's, of, a, uh, that's a standard bed for what? everybody? Everybody's got the same bed. Um, some of the, the big sports, like the NBA players, the women's soccer team, they're, they're staying in hotels. Um, but for all the rest of the athletes, uh, yeah, we have cardboard beds. One of our girls on our team actually brought her mattress from home, oh. and we were all making fun of her at the airport, and then we got here, and she looks like a genius. Yeah, brilliant. Wow. Brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Did you march in the opening ceremonies? No, we chose not to. It's a long day. Uh, what okay. you don't see in the background is it's like five hours of standing around waiting because uh, you got to, like, stage and get in line and then walk through and, Right. Uh, don't want to. We started. We started riding the track the next day. So oh, okay. there were yeah, some yeah. BMXs out there, but yep. I didn't want to blow my legs out. Do we uh, listen? I want you to defend your gold medal. Uh, you're awesome, dude. Everything else. Uh, do we? This, how's Canada looking in in this BMX? Do we have anybody? You have uh, one representative in the men's and one in the women's. Um, in the men's, you're uh, the Canadian guy. Actually, took a took a fall yesterday. I think he's okay, but he fell in practice. Okay. Um, but. I'm just. Uh, I'm gonna try to be be neutral here. I'll, I'll just state a fact. Uh, on the betting odds, the Canadian rider is the lowest odds. That's so, bullshit. So is this, bullshit. Like a, is this like a default? Like we gotta send somebody. And he like won a contest, or no. he, like, he was the only entrant. Stop it! Stop it! He earned his way there. It's bullshit, though. <laughs> no, it's a, It's all on a point system, and he earned his way there. Okay. Um, the only the only one who gets a guaranteed spot is the host country. Mm-hmm. So one Japanese representative will be in every single sport because that's part of the perk of being the host. Hosting. Okay. All right. Now, is Dude, it screw the Canadians? Is it something like, you know, you're, you're not practicing, you're not the track, you're not in your room. Is there something that you can go out and watch? I know like some kind of sport like you normal Olympics. Yes. Normally we can, there's like a office that has just, stacks of tickets and you could go watch other events uh, in the past i've seen track and field i've watched uh, basketball um some other cool stuff but this time there's no fans hmm. at any of the other events so we're not allowed to go anywhere and we are it's pretty gnarly here in terms of restrictions chad reed would be losing his mind um <laughs> we're, not really, we're not really allowed to do anything and we're encouraged not to interact with anybody because if you do pop positive test you can't compete right uh will you be heading home right after or are you going to stick around no that's another covid thing you have to be gone within 48 hours of completion of your event. oh i read so, that somewhere uh, yeah well that's probably so, the best for like lochte if lochte's not there but if those any of those guys <laughs> they need to get the hell out of there anyway 
Yeah, well, we're completely bubbled off from Japan. Like, we can't go into public. Uh, we're oh, only allowed in the Olympic Village. So, you know, there's not really much you can do to get. I guess I'm sure you can figure out a way to get yeah, in trouble, but, but not, right. not like normal. Oh, boy. That's a bummer. Tokyo's cool. There's a lot to see. Yeah. yeah. I've I've never heard anybody say a bad thing about Japan or Tokyo, so I'm pretty bummed that we don't get to go see it. I thought it was China, so don't go walking around China. <laughs> uh, I, I, I brain farted. There. I brain farted. All right, I knew it was Japan. Uh, all right, Connor, we'll let you go, man. Uh, we got to run. Uh, unfortunately, we up against our next guest, but um, good luck, man. We're pulling for you. Friend of the show, gold medalist. Connor yeah, good Fields. luck, man. We'll be watching. Yeah. Thanks, boys. And, uh, hey, once I'm done with this, we'll have to go get on a motorcycle. We got to make that now happen. We're yeah. talking, now we're now. talking. Yeah, we'll get you We'll get you a bike. I'm just excited that he can, like, have a drink or yeah. food he wants or yeah. whatever the hell after this. You know what? There, uh, is, there is a – Yeah, yeah. J- JT was hitting me up when he was in Vegas. He said, come yeah, have a drink. I'm like, I'm in Well, we're, we're in, when Max and I were here, we were oh, here yeah. for our birthdays. Yep. And then I was like, come have a drink. He's like, I can't have anything. I don't want him. I'm like, oh, that totally There is sense. a Yamaha yeah. intro coming up uh, – in the middle to late August. So we'll have Steve maybe get you out there. That'd be fun. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Me, Steve, and you and one knee. There's, there it is. Yeah, don't get me started, Connor. Uh, <laughs> thanks for calling in, buddy. Good luck. We're all behind you, and uh, we'll be watching. Thank you, man. Yeah, thanks, boys. See you when I'm back. All see right, see you. That's Connor Fields from Japan. Uh, that's American awesome. hero. American hero, absolutely. All right, go to commercial break here. Come back with Chase Sexton and uh, the ex-brand Gagoteros, Max Anstey. Calling in as well. Uh, I'm probably going to yell at Kiefer some more stuff. We'll talk Fly 2022 as well. And more right after this break, everybody. Be right, be right back. Just pounding me seven days a week just on my ass. Those who love motocross know motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. You want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, fork, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike? 
It's fantastic. Zombie Blows uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Race Tech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will be. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp Nation. Andy from Guts Racing. We are the leaders in seat technology. We feel like for any need that you have with your seat, we've got you covered. For 2021, we're going to be adding more colors to our, our product line, and we're going to be adding more merchandise to our product line. Also new for 2021, we've expanded our distribution through motorsportoutlet.com. So please support the people that support Pulp, support Guts Racing, and also support motorsport.com. Hope to see you guys at the track soon. Once again, this is Andy Gregg from Guts Racing. Thanks again to Pulp Nation for all the support. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. 
The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com. Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate and as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is Pulp MX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships and one moto. Not so much. Worksconnection.com. Pulp MX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new. 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening.
Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Welcome back, everybody, PulpMechShow.com for listening and uh, watching on YouTube, watching on Facebook. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. Thanks to our guests so far, Zach Osborne, uh, Filthy Phil Nicoletti, Connor Fields calling in all the way from Japan or China, whatever. And uh, thanks to those guys for calling in. And we have uh, Chase Sexton coming right up. We've got Instagram questions still for JT and Kiefer. We have um, uh, Motorsport.com tweet at Talon segment coming up. <clears throat> talk some more about the Fly Racing 2022 line as well. I want to talk to you guys about the art of sport, guys. Uh, Kenny Roxon's involved in this company as well as guys like uh, James Harden and more. Award-winning products. They have over 7,000 five-star reviews, and everyone from ESPN, Sports Illustrated, GQ, and more are, are showing them love. Deodorant, charcoal body wash, uh, shampoo as well. Uh, they, they have all the good stuff. Natural botanical ingredients to keep you smelling fresh all day. Pulpamex is the code to save at artofsport.com. You can find them under uh, Target, CVS, Walmart, all sorts of places like that. All products under $10. JT, you've, you've had some Art of Sport. I have. And you've used it. Uh, so thank you to those guys. And uh, yeah, artofsport.com, man. They support Kenny Roxon. So why not uh, help them out? And so also, before we get Chase Sexton on here. So I used, uh, I used yep. the recovery cream. Oh, you did? Oh, my God. It, it whites your world on fire. It is so hot. It, like, it is. Yeah. Oh. Did you go? Did you? I used way too much. Did I you go heavy? Yeah. <laughs> I had to get in the shower and, like, wash it. Oh, like, dude. I was freaking out. I've used it, but I've never. It is effective, but I've never lathered on so much that I got to go to shower. Clearly, shower. I went in too yes, deep. Yes, you did. And then I had to, like, try to wash it off. And then I turned my fan on. And then I laid, like, spread eagle on my bed trying to cool <laughs> what, it down. What are, you, what are you guys talking about? With the fan. <laughs> Did you rub something on your nuts or something? No, like on my leg and my arm. I was sore. What is it? From riding. Uh, the Art of Art of Sport Recovery Cream. Oh, okay. So it's like... Yeah. It's, it's like Ben Gay ben on Gay, acid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm ben Gay on acid, yeah. <laughs> uh, also, uh, our buddy, Randy Richardson there, uh, great follow on Instagram. Yeah. He's going to be in studio here in uh, three shows from now. Okay. Two shows from now, three weeks, I think. Randy Richardson will be in studio. Um, and uh, looking forward to talking to him as well. So Michelin guys, motorcycle.michelinman.com, the bicycle tires, official sponsor of the wrap-up show with the Pony Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to those guys. Yeah, Billy Bolt is using the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire, yep. Starcross 5s. That's what I use. They're available from uh, 80, 80 bikes now as well. You ride? Yeah. Oh. I'm going to ride a lot here. Good. Got three weeks? Two weeks off. All right. Maybe three. 
I don't know about you, Nadilla. I don't know about you, but if you if I had this place, I wouldn't want to leave either. Same wow. square footage as the other place, bro. Mm-hmm. And I would want to stay on every square foot of it. Right. This place legit. It's a little nicer, but it's not that much nicer. It's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. nice. Like, I was expecting a little bit more, like, when I cruised in, I was like, expecting a little bit more spaced out, like, less houses around. Mm-hmm. But now, once you're in it, it's bitching. The pool's nice. Dude, I've never been a pool guy. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're going to type, I would go in your backyard and type. That's where I would be every really? day. Really? Yes. I would do it in the morning. I'm not a big hot weather guy. Really? So once it heats up, I'm, I'm coming inside. Can we talk about Michelin? Yeah, sure. sure. All right. Uh, thanks to Randy Richardson and all everybody over there at Michelin. They got the, uh, well, listen, all, all I need to say is if you have a trials bike, if you have a street bike, if you have a bicycle, mm-hmm. if you have a dirt bike, if you have a car, if you have a truck, wow. if you have a D9, I just if you have a, an airplane, if you own an airplane. Just bought a new Sprinter, has Michelins on them. Michelin makes tires. So if you have your G4 and you need tires, <laughs> Michelin, Michelin will make tires for your G4. Uh, so thanks to the folks at Michelin, motorcycle.michelinman.com to learn more about those guys. Uh, thank you to uh, the Michelin guys for coming on board. And, again, they make uh, tires for uh, a lot of things and support them because they support the show. So uh, I do want to get – in Chase Sexton's coming up. Max Anstey's coming up. Is, is – is Nancy going to be super aggro, or I how's this so. going to go? I hope so. I, I hope, hope he is fired up. hope his chicks Well, on we the got phone. Scott Mumford on one, and he's got a few words for you. Yes. I wish. I'm joking. Okay. I'm joking. That'd be awesome. Mumphy led three laps. Said he... No, uh, you good. Four laps. Three laps. Oh, okay. You were good. Right. Yep. I thought... It, here's, here's, what I, here's what I like, and then I dislike. Mumford pulls whole shot. I listened to the post-race interviews. Love Mumford. Says fuck all about his engine builder. These privateer teams have hidden gems like XPR, Chad, Jamie at Twisted. Uh-huh. These guys that are not... Uh, well, he's pooping on Jamie at Twisted on Twitter. Really? Yeah. Saying, oh, he's getting yanked for sure. Up the hill, somebody comment. No, no, no. That's, uh, that's XPR. I'm pooping on XPR, who yes. builds Mumphy's motor. Oh, yeah. that's what I thought you were talking about. I'm sorry. No. Okay. So, but Mumford, he was. He was. Mumford's motor... Okay pulls whole, has has enough motor to pull whole shots like for me these engine builders that are are, are these for these private or semi support teams don't get enough credit but he's pooping on them no he shouldn't he, he pulled a fucking whole shot he did but up the hills he was getting yarded not yarded maybe yarded is a bit of a i mean what yanked, compared yanked to, 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 to a star bike listen bro i mean you, it, it's gonna, not on that level it's ask not, mitch about a star michael bike. Lindsay over there is not spending the money that you know mitch payton is and the star guys and everybody else that, to, to, to keep up and here's the thing i will tell you get a little tidbit about that too like the chaparral team doesn't have the money to go full bore of what course. chad can give them of course they're not getting same the, as what jamie twist told me they're yeah. not getting the bullfrog uh, spa treatment right? right right so yeah i just think they're unsung. Are heroes. you mad at Mumphy then for not creating the tell motor put, guy? Or are you mad? No, I just get bummed out because when on the broadcast or when we talk, we don't give these engine builders enough credit because they work their balls off. Not and only no that, one says but anything. he takes cheap shots at him on Twitter. So that's all I'm saying. That's my rant. Oh, that's your rant? Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, hey, I want to thank the forks at Vortex Racing, Dylan uh, Ferrandis using Vortex Racing, Jmart Vortex Racing Sprockets, Justin Cooper Vortex Racing Sprockets, Chad Reed and James Stewart. Won championships with Vortex Racing? Uh, so email Kyle at VortexRacing.com, whether it's the uh, long-lasting laser-cut steel Vortex Sprocket or the Cat 5 F5 hard coat silver one, uh, whatever it is, Vortex Racing will have you covered. V3 bar, 
ranked 29% stronger than the competition from the folks at Vortex Racing. And, uh, again, email Kyle at Vortex Racing. Tell them you listen to Pulp MX and you want the same sprockets that uh, Factory Yamaha uses and they can help you in, help you uh, get your Yamaha looking good. Um, thank you to Vortex Racing and uh, for coming on board the show. And we got our next rider on it. Brought to you by the folks at Vortex. This uh, this man just won his second 450 uh, national of his career and uh, with a great ride up in Washougal and uh, looking forward to talking to him. It's Team Honda's Chase Sexton. What's up, man? How are you? Hey, guys. How are you? We're good. Okay, so Ferry, Tim Ferry, helping <laughs> you. I'm just going right in. You, I knew this was coming. I knew this was going to be the first question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so. You go to him, he calls you, you you know that you need some help with the starts, and you go to the Red Dog compound, Stu's place is rained out. What sort of happens here to get you with Tim Ferry? Yeah, I mean, so the Stu compound wasn't rained out, but okay. I rode there Monday, and no one was riding Tuesday, so I just decided to go somewhere else and try and ride a different track. And Timmy said he was going to like put the clay section in for Washougal, okay. a little more hard pack yep. than Stu's, and um, he was making fun of me on my starts and how I was doing so bad. Like right. uh, he was telling me that Evan could beat me now because I was only at, I wasn't I was barely in the top ten. So, <laughs> um, so basically just started off as joking and then um, I went over there and yeah we uh, I did start with Evan. I just needed to get my when you're not doing starts with anybody it's kind of it's hard to really know how sure. you're doing. So yeah. when I was with Evan I think I got my confidence up a little bit too because you know he's on the 125. So <laughs> um, and then yeah but we. We also fixed a few things on the on the bike, but yeah, he went over there and um, we did a lot of starts, and it was like 100 degrees outside, so yeah. we were sweating our asses off. But um, yeah, no, he it was good. It worked out. I mean, I, when I, actually, when I crossed the the whole shot line in the first moto, I, I said, I'm never, I'm never going to hear the end of this from Timmy. So um, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Uh, no, that's awesome. And you also told us at the races, too, that your, uh, Lars and the guys, they set a little RPM limiter for you because I think that that's under, understated, too, with, when you have 39 other bikes on the line and you need to hit that perfect RPM. Uh, it can't always happen. So you you, set, you change the setting as well. So that helped. Yeah. 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 So basically what we did, they, set a, uh, they put a map in my ECU, which pay, you you press this little button on my mm-hmm. on my uh, kill switch and it sets it into a mode on the start line and right. then uh you can only hit like i think it was 9200 or 9250 rpms so i was getting to like 90 98 at millville and that's way too high and i was basically doing a wheelie all the way down the start straight so um you'd hit that little limiter and i just back off a little bit and um it definitely helped at washington yeah. too because the gates were so slippery so um, it definitely uh, played my favor. Well, and then some teams have lights. You know, when the light comes yeah. on, that's the RPM. Keep your throttle there. Uh, I know the guys at Get have a little uh, one thing for your front fender because you're you know leaning over. So yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's a to- I could. It doesn't make a lot of sense maybe to some of our listeners, but when you think about it, you can't really hear your bike on a starting line. You don't really know the ideal RPM. You kind of have an idea, yeah. but yeah. I mean, it's kind of like it's also like adrenaline and stuff. Like you're ready to go, and with me, I was just getting a little bit too amped and yeah it's hard it's definitely hard to hear like especially if you start next to somebody that because everyone does different rpm mm-hmm. and some guys like that almost hold the thing on the rev limiter so um it's I would, really hard to hear when you're i would always want to like somebody be revving more man i'm gonna you're not gonna rev more than me i'm gonna rev more than you and it was just like <laughs> by the time the gate drop we're wide open he was yeah, like, wide open. yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> or what about starting next to like freeze and doing heath his voss. rituals well, yeah heath voss too would hold the thing to the stop rod Va- bell rod bell same full way. turn really yep, yep. Jesus yeah, Rod Bell, Rod Bell and uh, I think 
maybe A Ray. They're pretty. They're pretty uh, maxed out <laughs> on the revenue. Right there, the <laughs> Shit! So. Wow, that's breaking news. <laughs> I think Chase here on the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, well, listen, it worked well. You got the win. Um, and, and you know, you've been frustrated after the races. Uh, you know, like we're joking about it, but at the same time, you are been frustrated. You haven't got starts. You've been working through the pack. Uh, you know, and and it hasn't gone the way you wanted to. You won Paula to end the season. Um, so this this has got to be nice because it hasn't been the smoothest outdoors for you. I mean, you've shown, shown speed at times, but what are you going to do when you start in tenth, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was I was lucky to start in tenth just because <laughs> I would either, I would get a good start and then I would be laying on the ground the next time. So yeah. Um, and when you get when you get a tenth place start, you're back there and you're really at the mercy of other people. So and that's what happened at uh, Millville with Kenny going down. I was behind him and you just stack up after that. Right, so, right. Yeah, it was definitely nice to get out front. And, like, I had never never done that before at a, like I said, at a national. Yeah. So, just ride my own race. And it was pretty peaceful out there. I was, I was having a lot of fun. and um, But, yeah, this, this one, it feels pretty good. Because even last year at Paula, like, obviously it was nice to win. But this year the class is even more stacked. And it means that much more. So, mm-hmm. um, and it was just nice to rebound. I, I felt like last weekend at, or Millville, I, I had a a weekend where I could actually build and can build, or at least build off something. So uh, I think that played a lot into it. I felt really good there, and I was con- I was finally confident coming into the weekend that I had the bike set up right and right. the balance with the, the front rear was good. So um, yeah, it paid off. I, I was stoked. Uh, Tomax creeping up on you in that in that last moto. Did you expect him to make that move there? Was that kind of like, uh, or did you hear him come in and? It was for us watching on TV. Those out that outside line to that outside inside was kind of, uh, for me, it was pretty spectacular because that wasn't working all day, and then that happened to, yeah. to come upon you. Yeah. So he, uh, I mean, he was behind me for. I want to. I mean, he had to been behind me for six, seven laps or something. So I knew he was there, and then he tried doing that line the lap before, and I blocked him. Right. And I was basically just. I wasn't running out of energy, but I was actually, I was getting tight and I was just starting to make a few little mistakes. So he got really close to that lap. And, um, yeah, I kind of, I didn't, I expected it, but I couldn't turn tight enough to block it. Cause I jumped down that, that little single mm-hmm. a little bit too far and had too much speed going. So, um, yeah, he set that thing up pretty good, but he tried doing the same move the lap before. So I kind of expected it, but again, it was kind of slick, slick when you landed that jump and I didn't want to grab a whole bunch of front brake either. So, um, yeah, he was he was on a mission that second moto. It was um, it was pretty crazy. I don't know where he he gets that second wind in late in that second moto. It's it's uh, it's crazy. But yeah, he uh, I was just trying to ride my race, and obviously I knew if I if he if I couldn't keep him behind me, he definitely couldn't pass Dylan if I wanted to win. So I was trying what? to <laughs> do the best best job that I possibly could, not yeah. keeping him behind me. But yeah, I mean, I guess I, I was trying to just waste not waste the time but um give myself or give dylan a little bit of time because i knew he was gonna be on a mission so um yeah i was just trying to ride um smart and yeah trying to have a little strategy too yeah absolutely 702-586 pulp you got a question for honda's chase sexton brought to you by the folks at vortex racing um yeah, it's been it's been a, a brutal four week stretch, huh? Like uh, I was talking to some guys after the races, and, and you look at it, it was Redbud, Southwick, Millville. This one, not, not nothing really that hot, but dude, all rough tracks and all kind of uh, different different tests for you. You're, you're gonna enjoy the the week off, the two weeks off, huh? Definitely. Um, 
still, I used to, I mean, we had Redbud and then Southwick, which is a hard track and was definitely hard on me. Um, and then we had Millville, which is another rough one. Actually, Washougal was a little bit of a bre- breath of fresh air just mm-hmm. because it's not as rough. And um, I like that kind of dirt. So, actually, the rest of these tracks are um, pretty good for me, and I'm excited to race the last five. But, yeah, that, that four-week break, it was it was actually nice, though, to get in a little bit of a groove because those first three races we had a break after – or we had two and then yep. a break, then one and a break. So it was kind of nice to get in a groove again. But, um, yeah, it's, it's nice to have two weekends off and try and uh, get fresh because then we're going to have five in a row. So it's going to be uh, – gnarly again and we've done we definitely been a little bit lucky with the heat because it hasn't yeah. been super hot i mean washington was actually it was warmer than i thought it was going to be but um yeah we've got lucky with the heat so far we don't have any races in florida this year so that's yeah kind of nice that's a good one jt nice. jt where were you at with washington love it or hate it you're a florida guy like where, where were you at on that i liked riding it but i didn't love racing it right um just the traction was always iffy and then um the shadows i the, the shadows were the, by far the sketchiest part to me my eyes never adjusted quickly enough and i felt like before like the just, finish all before the finish that yeah, whole section there that's obviously yep. the worst part but just coming in and out like the um kind of the middle part where i was just guessing like <laughs> i didn't know if there was a bump there if there was a rut there yeah. and you're in a national so it's not like you can check up um, I just never really felt that comfortable with it. And, and I think some people deal with it better than others. I just never really felt that at home there. How were they for you, Chase? Yeah. So, actually, I grew up racing um, night races that weren't really lit that well. Mm-hmm. So, you kind of – I grew up just racing in those, like, kind of shadowed, dark conditions a little bit. So, for me, it wasn't actually that bad. Obviously, that, that back tree section before the finish line, you do have to play a little bit of a guessing game with the bumps and yep. the ruts. But, um, yeah, I mean, I was I was pretty much fine. The only problem I have with that race is just it, it's a little bit harder to pass. And for a guy that hasn't notoriously got the best start, it's, <laughs> it's difficult. So, um, yeah, I guess it came at the right time, this, this, um, this go-around. But I would just say the passing. Cause it, I mean, there's a lot of corners where – it's inside, 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 inside. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I would just say the passing. But overall, I mean, the track's really enjoyable. Like I said, the first moto, I was having a blast. So, um, yeah, if you can ride by yourself, it's, it's great. But in the roost hurts there. I yeah. was really grateful this year that <laughs> my first year on the 450 there, I just didn't really eat that much roost. Um, and I'm actually, when you get done with a race like that, you usually look like you just got hit with like a thousand paintballs. And I was pretty much uh, – I had no no welts or anything yeah. on me, so I was pumped on that. So yeah, that, I was gonna say grabbing a whole shot and leading every single lap of a 450 national has got to be a sweet feeling. Uh, you know what I mean? Like just hey. Yeah. <laughs> in that in yeah, that first, no. go ahead. Go ahead. You, go, yeah, you can go. You can go. I was gonna say in that first moto, um, Marvin actually was riding pretty well. Like I think everybody was a little shocked at the pace he had just because it's been a tough go for him. Could you see him like closing a little bit? Like were you just kind of managing at that point? Because I was. As I'm standing next to Trek, I'm like, damn, like, he's coming, and then he's got Tomac behind him pushing him. If Chase doesn't pick up his intensity here, he's going to be in a battle he probably doesn't want to be into in a few laps. Yeah, I mean, so I was kind of confused because obviously I knew Kenny was behind me at the beginning, and then I saw Eli. So when I was doing – you come up that after that big sand wall, you do that big floater in the back, you turn, you go back down that – you do that – you turn at the bottom and then you go over that tabletop and go down the hill. I could see Eli coming back up towards that big floater jump mm-hmm. and I could see Marvin. And then I started, I started seeing him getting a little close, but I, even when I went over the finish line, I still thought Kenny was in second. 
So I didn't know that he had went oh, back okay. to yeah, yeah. whatever six he was. So I was just – I don't really look at the pit board that much just because um, – Especially like if someone's catching you, like you just kind of want to focus on yourself. So um, I was just managing the gap that I I could see them out of the corner of my eye. So I was just trying to manage that gap, and I knew where I knew where Marvin and Eli was, and I knew Kenny was. If Kenny, I thought he was still there, but I knew he wasn't that far in front of him. So um, or I thought he wasn't at least. So yeah, I was just trying to race those guys on the track and trying to keep a gap that I thought was manageable and not let them get too close so they could smell blood in the water kind right. of thing. Yep. I'm sure you hear this a lot. Uh, one of the smoothest guys in the 450 class, such f- beautiful style. It's almost effortless. But what I think some people that listen to the show, they don't understand is I feel like that is something that is you're not born with, but you were taught early. Like you just don't get that kind of technique and style and smoothness. Like watching you, your throttle hand as you come out of corners, you're not a big dump uh, the throttle uh, wrist kind of guy. You're, you're really easy on the throttle, but it's so um, makes this makes the track so much easier to manage. So I guess explain to the people out there like how did you learn how to ride that? Who'd you pick it up from? Um, where'd you where'd you get it? For me, I was taught at a really young age. Just um, my bat my or my dad was a really uh, was my biggest critic, and he was very. Uh, um, he wanted me to have really good style and it just makes riding a dirt bike that much. Um, I wouldn't say easier, but more manageable, like you said. And, um, I grew up riding. So I never went, I was never homeschooled or anything like that. So basically I would wait till my dad gets off of work and we'd ride late, um, like from five o'clock till dark. So by that point, the tracks are pretty much smoked. And I think that really helped me out a lot just with throttle control and, being able to, when you ride tracks like that and you don't have great form, it tends to bite you um, a lot me. more. So, yeah. <laughs> so it bit JT a lot. JT a lot. Yeah. I was just taught that way from a really young age. And once you get to, honestly, once I got to an 85, I haven't even, I really haven't changed my style at all since right. pretty much 85 is on. So you just have to be able to learn it right away. And it's a lot, it's a lot harder to uh, break a habit than to make one. So, um, yeah, once you have that good style, it's, it's you have to really try to mess up, I guess you could say. I just feel like like even in the 250 class, like when you're racing, you still had that smooth, effortless style. And most people think like, oh, man, you got to be balls to walls, hang it out, scrub everything. And, yeah, you scrubbed and did things, but you were more efficient. You leaned forward on the bike. And I guess I would feel like in the 250 class when with your style, I'd be like, oh, man, I better just – yeah. pull the throttle wide yeah. open and over rev it to get me where I'm going, but see, you never did that. See, what's funny to me is, obviously, I watch Chase on a 250 a lot. I, I just think the 450, the first time I saw Chase on a 450, I'm like, yeah. then you grew a lot too, though, Chase, that in that season yeah. kind of, but yeah. I noticed it 450, I was like, look at his style. I never noticed it as much on a 250. I don't know why. Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. Every time I watch um, him, I'm just like, I wish I could do that. What if Christian ever done that. What if Christian Craig and Chase Sexton had like a riding style? Had a baby? Yeah, how would that? How like would Christian that? and Chase had a baby. You know who else needs to be in that in that trifecta? Menage a trois would be uh, Jorge Prado. Oh, you ever watch Prado? Prado? Yeah. Oh my Jorge Prado God, that guy is style. so efficient. He yeah. does nothing I mean, wrong. Even, but I mean, the, the Lawrence brothers have very good style too. Yeah. Like when I watch those guys ride, that's the the complete Honda. Like, Team yeah. Honda is all smooth riders. Look yeah. at all. Yeah, of yeah. good point, right? Yeah, right. Like there's. I guess, yeah, I mean. It's, 
I mean, yeah, I mean, Kenny has great style, too. Right. So you know, Really light on the pegs, all of you. You stand up a lot. Like, yeah. just really efficient. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just... The 250, actually, I was, I was almost worried that, like I said, it's hard to make or it's hard to break that habit of having good form. But I almost felt like sometimes I had to almost um, – it's almost – it was almost breaking my style. Like I had to try to override the bike mm-hmm. because I felt like we were down on power. So you really had to try and ride it hard. And when I got on the 450, it was a breath of fresh air to actually be able to ride the bike how um, I should. And like Steve, you're kind of right because I feel like I I do ride the 450 better because I do have that that power. And yeah. also you have to respect the bike a lot more too. So and I'm able. I feel like I'm able to do more creative things on the 450 that I couldn't do on the 250 just because I have that power and I can move around a little bit more without being worried that I have to just keep my not keep my speed up but also not be worried about just burying it in a corner or something like that losing all my momentum uh Chase tomorrow's the Alpine Stars intro our buddy Kiefer here will be there Kiefer don't try to keep up with Chase don't try oh to impress God. Chase yeah, don't right. do okay. he's got a bad knee Sexton he's got a bad knee he's limping like crazy what and side is it Oh boy! What is that? He's, He's only got, got one. Side is I'm, it? It's a left. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. No, <laughs> don't try to be like one. Of I the, thought he had some trick for me. I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah. I'm listening no, no, to no. Me. He's going, don't try to be like Team Honda. Like they all have this sick style, and like I gotta fit in. I gotta, yeah. I gotta be one of these. Yeah, Honda guys. I'm gonna ride a Honda tomorrow. I'm gonna be like, come on, Kiefer. Yeah, just. Yeah, but he's got pretty good style. I've seen him ride before. Oh, thank you, Chase. Well, thank he does want to get Steve. No, I'm not saying you, I'm, you You are a good rider, but right now your knee is jacked and you for shouldn't a, be riding. For a man with one knee, you ride really well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got a call for uh, Chase here from James on four. James, welcome to the show. What's your question for uh, Chase Sexton, Washugal 450 winner? Hey, what's up? Thanks for taking my call, Steve and everyone. Chase, congratulations. Um, so I'm someone from Chicago. Love seeing someone from Illinois, you know, doing so well. Um, so I had a question for, like, your merchandise or anything. I know that you had this sick shirt after you won your 250 title that had, like, the Bulls font on the back, with, like, Sexton 23. I couldn't really see what was on the front, but, like, I thought that was sick. I love the, like, the shirt jersey look. Like, obviously, like, there's been, you know, Pippen jerseys or, like, Patrick Kane or whatever. Is there any plans for, like, you or your agent or whatever to, like, actually have merch like that that we could purchase because like i said i think it looks sick i would love to get like a quote-unquote you know shirt jersey look like that with the the bulls font and everything yeah it's actually funny um you said that because i was actually at a meeting today um about the like a merch line and um stuff like that but it's i will say it's going to be it's going to be coming very very soon so yeah i appreciate you you liking that stuff and um Mm. Yeah, it'll it'll be out soon. So, um, yeah, it won't be long. I still think. Okay, like, oh, there we go. Thanks, James. His uh, Jordan right. gear last year was yeah, was, was awesome. Cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. The, the Alpine Star guys, they they, they do it right yeah. for sure. Everything everything yeah. always looks pretty good. And I I think Thanks, the Honda, man. and I think the Honda stuff like Honda's bikes look great, right? And then the gear, like I don't know. I think it, it's a good look. Just clean, clean. Yes. Yeah. Um, Chase, what's it like having the Lawrence brothers around uh, the truck and the extra mechanics and the 250 program and all of that? How How's that for you? Is it is it a bit of a distraction? Is it a bit of a shit show with uh, the jet? Uh, what's that like? Uh, I mean, it feels like I'm back on uh, Geico a little bit. Right. Um, <laughs> no, but they're they're actually like Jet and Hunter and I. We all get along really good, and um, we all kind of have those like 
I wouldn't say like I mean Jet's definitely goofy and Hunter Hunter and I are a little bit more serious, but right. we've all like to have fun and it's uh, and having Johnny O under there too is cool because he's he's got a lot of knowledge as well. So no, I I love it and um, yeah, it's just fun to have that kind of energy around too. And when those guys are doing good and yeah, um, no, it, it's good. And we all we all kind of look the same. So we're all an Alpine star, so that makes it easy and. No, it's been fun so far, and I'm, they've been crushing it. So, yeah, I, I can't complain at all about it. Has there been any Stu sightings at all? Has he been out? Has he been out at all? Is, it, is, it, is, it just, is he golfing? Is he too busy golfing? Oh, I mean, yeah, he's, he's been golfing I, I, a lot. But, no, I mean, not as many times lately. But, right. um, yeah, he's still around. All right, fantastic. Good to, good to hear. Uh, we got a call for you from uh, Trenton. Trenton, what's up, man? What's your question for Chase Sexton? Hey, so like everybody's saying, you know, you're known for your, you know, great technique and smooth riding. I was wondering if there's anything, you know, while you're racing or practicing, if there's something that, uh, you know, that you're kind of repeating to yourself in your head or trying to think about or work on uh, while practicing or racing. There's there's always stuff going on in your head. For me, I mean, it's just it depends on what I'm struggling with. I used to struggle a lot with getting too far forward. So I try to stay farther back other days. It's trying to stay centered in the bike. Um, it's kind of just never, it's never ending and it's always changing. So for me, it kind of depends on the day, but lately I've been working on just kind of trying to stay centered in the bike and, um, 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 as much as possible. That's kind of my, uh, my thing when I'm racing. So if I cannot touch the brakes and open my corners up, I'm usually in a good spot. So, um, I would say that's, pretty much what i'm trying to think about when racing because it's your mind's going every every which way so um but yeah it's it's always changing but lately it's been just not touching my brakes in the corners all right cool thanks thanks trenton how uh how's it having trey around being a helpful helpful test guy you know because i know we talk a little bit when we're doing some stuff and obviously we know that you and and ken have two completely different settings but um how's it been having trey around yeah it's been really good he's um, he's awesome on race day. He's always doing like it's hard on on outdoors because you don't you can't really film. But he has his little he has his iPad out there and is always trying to find different lines. And he's more on race day, not not so much bike setup, but more just helping with line choice and trying to figure out where to go on the track and showing us what um, our bikes look like on uh, video. But yeah, it's testing wise, he gets a lot of the bulk. Um, like R&D testing, a lot of parts that they have to wean through before we kind of test them. So that saves a lot of time, and he's super positive and really fun to have with the races. And like you said, Kenny and I are, like, his job's got to be hard because Kenny and I are so far apart on yeah. bike setups <laughs> that his job his job has got to be hard because it can't be many more opposite than Kenny and I as far as bike setup. Right. It's unique for him, and for people that don't know, Trey does a lot of stuff for the race team, but, yep. like, Trey has to know what kind of style Chase, you know, Chase has and then what kind yeah. of stuff he prefers. And he has to know what Ken likes and he has to kind of meet, you know, each of those. So it's got to be a tough for be a test guy, you know, to, to kind of know who, get which guy you're, you're testing like, okay, for. Okay, I'm testing for this guy. I need to go take a nap and like completely reset. <laughs> just reboot, right? I, go test yeah. for this guy. I, couldn't have his, I couldn't have his job. I can, I can just say that because I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do. Uh, Chase Sexton here brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Uh, speaking of uh, Prado, uh, do you watch the MXGPs much, Chase? Yeah, I saw he won this weekend. <laughs> Another good weekend for the 
uh, younger generation. Yeah, I'm pumped that he. I think he went one. He went one three two. So. Um, oh, that's yeah, true. We yeah, I never thought of that. Much, yeah, pretty much identical weekends for both of us. How much does uh, how much stuff does uh, Honda run around with Geyser and then that you know of or anything that you know the Honda team keeps up with Geyser and then does it pass on to you or do you, do you guys talk about that at all? It's funny because you would think that, I mean, Honda, obviously we know what Tim and those guys run, but he's on the so. For people like there's a it's called a BFR shock, which is a completely different shock than what um, normal. It's a Showa shock, but it's completely different than what we run. He's on so, a BFR, BFRC, yeah, yeah. yeah. Geyser's on um, a BFRC, yeah. Oh, like I Suzuki came stock with. I didn't yes. think those things worked, but it, it, a lot of guys <laughs> preferred them like in in uh, Supercross versus outdoors. This is why he's probably saying it's unique. Okay. So. Wow. Okay. So yeah, that doesn't really work for you then, Chase. Yeah. I haven't even so yeah I haven't really gotten to try it. So that's kind of like. We do obviously communicate, but mm-hmm. there's so many different, like, especially the BFR because you have to. It's a completely different setting, so you have to order it. And we kind of started um, a little bit later this year, so we are on just a standard shock. So right. our bikes are pretty far apart, geysers and ours, but we do relay and um, sure. Yeah, it's it's just it's weird. It's just two different teams because they're all the way over there and. We're over here, so yep. we get we kind of have our own little program, and obviously they're different too. So, um, yeah, you would think we're on very similar bikes, but I, as far as I know, we're pretty far apart on uh, settings. Right. Being a techie guy, like being in testing and all those things, and I know that Weege and you talked a little bit about how much he elaborated on some of the stuff he changed. I appreciate that kind of stuff, and I think the fan does as well. And I guess I want to know. How much do you know that you're allowed to talk to to talk about? Like, I know you're a racer, and you're, okay, they, you know, we cut my subframe, and he gives the amount that they cut. Like, it's no big deal in the scheme of things, but sometimes yeah. the factories go, "Hey, man, just might want to ease up on what we changed." But I think it's really cool as a yeah. fan to learn all this shit. Right? I agree. Yep. It's like I like it. Like, it may not seem a big deal to these racer guys, but to us, you're like, "Oh, dude, he cut a subframe," and for us normal dudes, you're yeah. like, "That's badass." Yep. Um, well, I don't really know what I'm allowed to say, but I might just get in trouble. I might have got in trouble for saying the thing about guys were shocked, but um, like, <laughs> no, you're me, good. Like, I don't. I mean, I don't. The, everyone's bike is so much different, and right. like, there's like you couldn't take a Cowie basically and do what I, they did to my bike, and it worked the same. They're all different bikes. We all ride different. So, like, I mean, I could. They could call me in one day and tell me I can't talk about my bike, but. As far as I know, I'm I'm allowed to talk about it. I just don't see the the secret like the secrets about it because everyone's bike's different. Everyone Kenny is completely different. His bike's not his subframe's not cut, um, and everything's different. His right. shock's not cut at all. So everyone's just so different. I don't I don't see the the secrets help or benefiting anybody. So for me, I just kind of put it out there, and I feel like people like to know that stuff for yeah, like yeah. Uh, like you guys and. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's any disadvantage for letting those people know. So, well, just, just um, don't lose that later on. Like, if Honda doesn't say anything, don't lose that. Like, if someone asked you on the podium, "Hey, I made some changes," like, actually tell us what you did. I mean, as yeah. much as you can, yeah, right? Like, yeah. that's interesting because you'd be surprised how many dudes listen to that and go, "Hey, man, I'm about Chase's height. I'm a weight. I'm gonna go cut my subframe now, dude." There's dudes out there that do that. Like, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, and I, I like when people say that too. Like. When they're when I was younger, or even like before I turned pro, when they always say that they changed their bike, I was always interested in it. And 
everyone's just so vague on what they do, and I feel like it's just a game of secrets. So um, mm-hmm. I just try and be as transparent as possible. And I like like I said, if it was a big disadvantage for me, then I probably wouldn't say anything. But I don't see the hurt in it, so right. that's kind of why I just let it out at the podium. Yeah, I, I so agree. Much, we, interviews like that. Yeah, we like it. Uh, Chase, thanks for joining us, man. Really appreciate the time. Good job at Washugal, and uh, hopefully this. I mean, Timmy, if you ever get off the act, if you know if you're not happy, call Timmy up again. It'll be all right. So just seriously, you know. yeah, it's fun well, watching you ride a dirt bike, man. I want to smoke a cigarette after I watch you ride. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me on. And yeah, if my uh, if my starts ever go back down back downhill, which I hope they. They stay where they're at. I'll be going back over to the Red Dog. Oh, yeah. Do anything. Riding technique, stuff. life advice, starts. Timmy's got all the answers. Trust me. Dude, he's, he's the nicest guy. Oh. I will say that. He's, all, he's, he's a great what, guy. What so you, sh- going over there what you should him. do, Chase, is, I mean, I don't know how much you know about his career. I don't know how much you follow it, but start asking him about his career and watch his face just go blank because <laughs> he doesn't know what he did or who he beat or anything. It's hilarious. I love it. So No, I always, told, I always tell him, like, dude, not that I don't like the – the past riders but i'm like timmy i don't want to talk about the past and he always gets mad i'm just joking with him and he always gets like he always gets a little uh frustrated but no he's right. he's a good guy and it's awesome to have like having evan out there and riding and stuff like that so yep. yeah it's, it's fun time so maybe but uh, thank you guys for having me on ask him about summer cross 99 when him and i took down mcgrath ask him about that i, will, next I, think, time. I think i saw you talking about that a little bit ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I heard that. Say that I think I've seen eight it, or nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I've seen it on Twitter a few times. So. Oh, yeah, just a few <laughs> times. Just a few times. Uh, thanks, Chase. I appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you. Good job. Thanks, thanks guys. Uh, thank you. That's uh, Chase Sexton, everybody. Uh, we got a few more questions here before Max Anstey coming up. Scott, what's up? You're not happy with podium speeches, Scott? Well, I just had a, you Stand know, line. yeah, aren't you guys? I don't They're really kind of listen to them. I don't. Oh, really? I don't care. JT, do you care about the podium stuff? Yeah, the podium speeches. I mean, I think at times, yes. Um, I think Dungey and a few guys were pretty ridiculous. Like it was the same thing over and yeah. over and over and over. But most of the guys. So let's like, pretend I just won a 450 moto. Now ask me about it. So I'm the guy. I just won the moto. Okay. Go ahead and ask me. How's your moto out there? Good, good, good oh, job. Dude. Seriously, anybody here could have ridden this bike to victory today. Anybody. This thing was unbelievable. Obviously, I'm going to thank my team. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing about the podium interviews. You're only as good as the questions that you get. And I'm not saying that the people that we have aren't great, but it's... But you can elaborate. But here's what I'm saying. If you watch these races week after week, it's the same fucking questions all the time. Yeah. You know, so take it somewhere else. Like, I mean, I'm talking all the way down to that girl who handed me that bottle of water and that wet rag to wipe the freaking roost off my face. She's part of the deal. You know what I mean? Ashley, Weege, Grant, you know, look at the camera and be like, you guys are doing a great job. Obviously, Hope MX, thanks for helping grow the sport. Couldn't do it without them. All your fans, anybody who's bought my merch, anybody who wears a helmet because I wear that brand, I just want you to know I appreciate it. Well, I hope you gotta, you, Scott, I hope you win one day. Right. These speeches are going to be great. I think oh, you gotta, I will, dude. I promise. You've got to understand. And I don't race professionally. you got to understand, too, these racers, I've got adrenaline up the ass coming into these interviews. Uh, they're right, still, right, they're, right. Or they're blown out tired. Um, you know, I'm sure they don't want to sit there and talk to all of us for five minutes on, on a mic, right? So 
Um, I do agree with you sometimes. Though, like I would want a little, like we just talked to Chase. Like I like a little bit more elaboration on some things. Like if you get asked the question, I like that as a fan, but we can't expect it all the time. Like for me, I like Justin Barsha a lot. Like I yeah. think he would be super interesting to listen to, but he talks so damn fast. Like oh, I'm yeah. like, dude, just settle down. Like yeah. relax. Give me some slow yeah. takes. And you think about guys like, uh, or even Dungeon RV, like you mentioned, they they did a thousand of them, so they go into autopilot. Yeah, you just know, robotic. yeah, totally. they just totally. They, you know, Somebody so listen to like play. John Force. When you ever hear that John? Yeah, he's Force jacked up. It's racer. awesome. Yeah, but yeah. John oh, Force is a rarity, so right? John Force is a rarity. But you know, Travis Preston, bring that back. Yeah, great. Our guy but, TP. But, but, but appreciation for fans should not be a rarity. That's all I'm saying. You know, there's hundreds of people standing there at the podium watching, and they're right. Or sometimes they'll throw a goggle, or sometimes they won't, and they just give a quick wave, and they're out of there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm I hear you. A, I hear I'm you. A freak. You know <laughs> I get it, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate you taking it. Have a Thanks. good night. Uh, Works Your connection. Mom said the same thing. Works connection. By the way, we're giving away a, a, quick, a pro launch device. Uh, contest at pulpitmexico.com. Uh, same device that Chase Sexton and J-Mart used to get off the line this weekend in Washington. 110 so, millimeter. 110 millimeters? That's, 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 the, that's the setting for your 450 guy. No matter what brand. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. 110. 110. For any bike. Any 450. Average dude wanna, wants to set it. Put it at 110. Okay. All the pros are going a deeper. much deeper. They're yes. going much deeper. They don't. Right. We don't. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, I want to thank the folks at Skosh also on board with us. Pulp 2021 is the code to say with Skosh. Uh, the boom uh, hmm. bottle, boost bottle. How's hmm. that going, JT, the boom bottle with, for you? Must be nice to get a boom I bottle. use it every Must shower. use it every nice. time. Two of them in there. Really? Yeah, huh. two of them. It supposedly yep. gives a better sound yep. Yep. every shower. Ah, thanks to uh, Skosh for two. making that happen. Two. You got two? I was told that two really changed the acoustics. So the people at Skosh were nice enough to send me a second So you one. synced them? You they, can sink them. They em. sink up, yeah. yeah. Do you sink them? They yeah. sink them. Oh, my God. They're not in the sink. They're in the shower, but I do sink them. That's badass. I didn't know you can sink both of them at yeah. the same time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it really, yeah. It really changes huh? the Must whole, be nice to get uh, the whole experience. Hmm. I even leave them on. Like, I'll, I'll be in the shower. They're hmm. on. I get out of the shower, and I'm shaving, getting hmm. ready. They're still just doing their thing in the shower. Really opening up the whole <laughs> vibe yeah. from the bathroom. Maybe you should get one and rub it on your knee. The bathroom becomes like an amphitheater. All right. Pulp 2021 to save its gauche, to get a boom bottle, to be like JT and two myself. Get two of them. Uh, uh, please check <laughs> those guys out. The base link modular charging system I have in front of my desk here, and that's fantastic. You can just put that your, is fantastic. Rest your phone on it, and, uh, and it'll charge. Uh, all the charging cords you want, all the car mounts, all the bicycle mounts, all the uh, motorcycle mounts. Uh, Pulp 2021 to save at Skosh. Uh, they're going to bring you our next guest on the show. This gentleman uh, rides for the Hep Suzuki team, uh, and he's uh, been having a, a good outdoor season, and we're happy to have him on. It's Max Anstey. What's up, Max? How are you? <laughs> Hello, Steve. Don't worry. <laughs> he just laughed. <laughs> he just laughed. I'm, uh, yeah, don't, don't worry. I know on, uh, on Saturday after the race, I, uh, I got a little bit close to ripping your head off, but it's, it's all good. I'm, uh, you know, I was talking to Lewis a little bit earlier. Yeah, okay, Lewis, Lewis Phillips is, is a Max Anstey whisperer. We all know that. Okay. He is. Yep. Well, and, and, and he bribed me, basically. No, no he, uh, you know, he wanted to reach out and, and basically... I, you know, I just wanted to get my side across and, and just explain, like, you know, I think a few things have been blown out of context and whatever. And, and I've honestly, like, I, I've got no issues with, with anything that's been said. And that's the whole, the whole point of it. The, the only thing that, like, like, whatever you say about, about me or, or even with Millie, like, with, uh, with the Instagramming stuff, like, of course, um, 
of course, we know that's not professional. You know, I've been in this game long enough. Right. Yep. Um, I, I, I know. I know how it works with teams, and and my guys honestly are doing the best job that they can. The the, the team is improving. We're we're improving the bike. We're pushing hard, and 100 percent like what you say. Um, you know, you, we want to get good results. We want to do well, and you can crash or you can uh, you can have bike problems or whatever it is. Um, so that I, I honestly have have no no issues. I even have no issues with you saying before that you know you think Alex Ray should be on the team over me. I did. I did <laughs> say that. I, well, okay. What? When Hep, wait, wait, wait. When Hep uh, let Alex go and uh-huh. hired Max, I was like, I don't really like that because I thought Max being gone for six or seven years. Would struggle in Supercross. So, so but him winning like <laughs> motos at Wamel. No, you didn't but, think but you think but a struggling Ansi is. I'm going Supercross, and remember, A Ray no, was no, a regular. I, I so, but but I have I corrected it, myself. I have corrected myself I, since I, then. I, yes, absolutely. And, 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 and no, like it's, it's at the end of the day, I'm a big boy. I can deal with all that stuff. The only thing that I thought got a little, I could screen in there, um, got a little close to the line was, or maybe you stepped over the line, or whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. Is, about my wife talking about her personally, like like attacking her with like the the job or what, whatever the comments were with the job and things like that. You see, it's uh, what you've got to remember, and, and and you know that's probably why after the race I I was I was seeing red, and right. you know you caught me at a bad time, and and I do apologise for that. <laughs> no, I appreciate and, you calling in. I, I I think it takes uh, guts and for you to call in, and, and so I appreciate no, that absolutely. At, at the end of the yep. day, at the end of the day, you know I, I've got no issues, and and the thing is, like what you have to remember is my wife and I, you know, as such as you know Ferrandis or any European uh, Roxon or whatever that, that has come over. We've sacrificed our whole life to, to, to move, to live my dream. And my dream is to, to come to America and race Supercross. And I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving every second of it. Honestly, it's, it's been fucking amazing. I, I've really, really enjoyed it. And, and just to be under the lights. But my, my wife has also had to you know, move away from mm-hmm. her family and, and, and friends and things like that. And to be perfectly honest... I am like a big baby. She does literally do everything <laughs> for me. So, and, and and another thing, like like what I, I I think, I think what people don't understand is from GPs. So so like at a Grand Prix, when you're in Indonesia, when you're yep. in Qatar, when you're in Russia, when you're in Thailand, the the girlfriends or the the wives have a lot more of a job. You know, they're down on the start line with the helmets and goggles. They're in pit lane. So when you come in in your practice session and the mechanics changing the wheel, you go upstairs, she has all your stuff. Like, you, you're much more of a, of a team, um, for instance, as, as what, you know, some of the, the, the girlfriends or whatever over here, it, mm-hmm. it's different. You know, it's a lot easier. It's a one-day event here. The mechanic does basically everything. Um, but, but, you know, even, even for instance, we go to the track at Palor and, and, and Marvin Musgren, you know, his girlfriend's there, or his wife, um, yeah, his wife's doing his pitboarding. You know, they're a team. And, and, and that's, that's where it kind of is with, with myself and Millie is, you know, we've sacrificed and, and made this decision to come to America. And, and you know, I, 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 I'm loving it. I love being here. And so, so does she. But, you know, it, it's, it's, we, are, we are one. We are, as, as a team, going towards this. So, so yeah, I, when, you know, you, you say things about my wife more so personally, right. even, even about any, any girlfriend or wife or female of, uh, saying that they, they shouldn't have an opinion on this. And, that, and I know she shouldn't have done her what she did on Instagram. That's not professional, and that's 100%. Like, she knows that. 
we all know that we're all pushing in the right direction but but yeah like it, it's just a tough one because i'm like i stand up for for my wife i don't really care what gets said about me uh, but but yeah like it's it's that's where where i was coming from but at the end of the day I, you know I, I i also understand you and i understand uh, how it is with with teams and being professional and being in this industry and also i understand that it's gossip you know that's why we're here on this thing people are tuning in they want to hear about it so um so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, I, I get it. I understand it. And, and, you know, maybe I did go too far. It wouldn't be the first time I would have done that. Uh, so if I, you know, if that went too far, I apologize for that. But I definitely. Oh, I appreciate it. I, Thanks. I definitely, you know, I, I don't know if you know, but I worked as a mechanic for 12 years for different teams. And so I've been on the side of a team where, you know, you work your balls off all week long. You know what I mean? And then. I mean, I, and I had, you know, we had riders, wives and girlfriends say things to us or we overheard things or even the riders. And I'm just like, oh, dude, yeah. that's not yeah, like exactly. we're all in this together, all of us and, and anything. And look, things do go sideways. Things fuck up all the time, both ways that should all stay and indoors. You and you so, lose together. You know, yes. that, that's it. You know, at the, at the end of the day, I made the decision to, to, to come to America and, and, and ride for HEP Suzuki, Twisted T Suzuki. You know, I, I made the decision to, to come out here and, and with Dustin and Aaron and, and Clark and the guys, they're all doing the best job that they can. And honestly, we've made big steps. You know, we've got, we've got a really good plan coming up in these next few weeks to, uh, to, to do some testing and, you know, try and close that gap to the factory teams. It's, it's like, geez, it's not easy. We're all wanting to go and perform whether it's, you know, me as, as physically as well as I can on the bike and also trying to improve the bike. You know, it's, it's 100%. I've been in the game long enough, and, and I, I, I get that. And, and yeah, we all want to go and we all yeah. want to go and do well. And at the end of the day, yeah, we've sacrificed a lot moving from Europe to come to America. This is all I want to do is, right. is race, race here and live the dream in America. And, and for my team, you know, Clark's 100% on it all the time. You've got, I've got the mechanics working flat out, you know, trying to, trying to improve the bike, trying to improve every little thing that we can to, to be competitive and, and get more performance out of it. And, you know, it's the name of the game. That's what we're here for. It's what I love. And, and yeah, of course, I'm, I want to step up and be better and better and better each time. And, right. but, you know, everyone else's as well. You know, it, yeah. the, the difficult part is, is look at the Yamahas. Look at Star Racing. Like, geez, they've, they've made a massive step from last year's Yamaha to this year's Yamaha. That a, a lot of the guys, a lot of the bikes have all made big progress. And that's where we've been fighting a little bit at the moment is... The Suzuki, it's no no secret, hasn't changed. So right. we're we're trying to make as much progress as we can to be competitive with with those with those guys that have made steps. So I know honestly, I appreciate everything from you know everything that my team's done. I appreciate everything that you know every good comment that even you've made. It's it's all good. I'm I yeah I'm I'm here to to live the dream and also go and do the best job that I can do and that's that's it really yeah besides the I mean I did say that about A-Ray but I also came in and was like man hey Max was better than I thought like you made every main event I love A-Ray hey by the way yeah we all love A-Ray, A-Ray is, right. is my train is is my my teammate's training partner and I've spent a lot of time with him I didn't honestly even know oh, like, I didn't know who he was before I, I came to, to America and and honestly he's a really nice guy and, and no, he yeah yeah he, the, he's a disaster he's a disaster in every in his life but we <laughs> Love him, but, <laughs> but 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 I've said, you know, hey, look, Max, 
Max was really good in Supercross. He made every main event. So one, you know, one of the things Millie was like saying, like, you always, I, you talk shit on Max all the time, and I'm like, I really don't. I, 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 at WW Ranch, uh, for your when you had that little line going on, I'm like, I can't believe how sweet that little in the in the uh, split yeah, section. Yeah, that, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and in Supercross, I'm like, dude, he's made every main event, and and it hasn't been amazing. But to make every main event after being out of the game for so long, I felt was really good uh, in this deep field. Yeah. So like, I feel like I've been exactly. fair in in praising, and I did say that early on. I was like, I I would have kept. Day Ray, but whatever. Who cares? Uh, you know, we're all sports no, at, sports talk radio. At the you know? end of the day, yeah, hundred percent, and 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 that's that's also your job. And and like like with HEP, you know, I I, I felt like. I had the right group of people around me to go and put the team on the map to be to be a noticeable team. You know, I, I didn't, you know, before I came to America, I wasn't really sure, you know, what they were about and all this stuff. And it was just, I got the call from Dustin. I was actually out in America to get married and I got a call from Dustin. He's like, come and test a bike. And I was like, sweet, I haven't ridden Supercross in a long time. Let's go and do it. And I rode with Adam Entick now and um, I loved it. And I never went back. And, and it, right. it's just you know from one thing after another that's you know that's how that's how this game works and no it's you know i'm 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 loving being over here for sure and i'm looking forward to the rest of the outdoor season i do think we're going to make some progress and and i i feel like we can be you know both of us me myself and and brandon you know the whole team can be uh you know more competitive and, and in the race with the guys right uh first of all your wife is super hot so I just want to put that out there. Right uh, now. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to yeah, light, lighten this up a little bit, okay? Uh, but right. but first, of, like, have you been watching the GPS? I know you come from that. You know, you 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 won a couple races. Very good in the GPS. Yeah. Have you been keeping up on that side over there? Yeah, no, I, I have. I actually haven't watched Czech Republic yet. Uh, from yesterday, what day is it today? Is it yeah, from, today? From, from yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't watched yesterday's race. Um, but I. Uh, yeah, I have been keeping up to date with the guys as much as I can. I know one, um, obviously, what a like what a bummer with Hurlings getting landed on um, the other day in in Oss, and then and then having to yeah obviously be out of out of this one. That was obviously a bit of a shake up, but um, no, those guys are definitely pushing over there. And it's such a long season. Like you've got to think they're going to go through to December. Like yeah. it's it's gnarly. Like that that whole that whole thing and. I mean, I know they've shortened it because it's just one day now with, like, COVID. And I know still COVID is very bad, over, like, you know, in certain parts of Europe. Um, you know, a lot of, it's difficult traveling. You've got, you, you've got to think how lucky we are, we, as in, you know, now being in America, uh, traveling. Like, you, we can fly to Florida. You can get out and, you know, you can go into restaurants. You can go to Target. You can go to Whole Foods. You can get your food. You can do whatever you need to do. Whereas over there going from country to country i i think holland's like fine now but like belgium right. germany all like each one has their own rules so it's it's a mission it's definitely a mission for the guys so do we so her monticelli landed on hurlings right <laughs> do we Either, do yeah. we do we blame him because no, hurlings kind of no, did right but his, his no. he didn't jump as far his whole shot device was down he, he yeah, i'm exactly. gonna let max talk but okay. for me like i feel like his whole shot device didn't unlock, right? Yeah. And then he checked up. But yeah. if, if he would have just continued on and his whole shot device was fine, he would have jumped as far as Evo, I, I, I feel like. Yeah, I do too. So, yeah. you know, go ahead. Max. What you've got, you got to remember, as a, as a racer, you, there's, a few, there's a few guys out there. Now, Evo was my teammate uh, a couple of years ago uh, when I was on Standing Construct. Um, literally, mega bloke. But when he's in the race, he 
is Sandy. Like he's he, loose. He, <laughs> will, he will. He will see. Like he is loose and super fast, and will just go for it. You know, like there, there's obviously a lot of guys do that, but some of the guys are more careful. We don't take as many risks. He will go for it, and and in that situation. I personally don't think there's, you know, he was landing where he was supposed to land. Yeah. Jeffrey's start device didn't come off, um, and that also he could have crashed, you know, hitting the, the ramp. That's not that's not fun when your start device doesn't come off. But again, the, see what happens is the metal grill over there. So they all start off the mess. The metal the metal right. grill. Well, the first turns and normally like even going into that first section are completely dead flat, and the right. sand is normally an issue where you're not. You don't break hard enough mm-hmm. to to get the start device off. So you're, you're kind of power sliding around those turns. And then you're going into the first rollers with it still down. And it's weird because as soon as you start hitting, like, the first bumps, obviously, it, it, it makes it feel really weird. And that's obviously what's happened. So it's, yeah, it's, a, it's an unlucky thing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, everyone's going for it on the first lap. That's... Yeah, you can't really blame either of them, to be honest. Yeah, okay. I kind of felt like when, and it goes to what you're saying about Monticelli, when Jeffrey saw that it was him, like it didn't matter (laughs) what the situation was. He's just blaming him. Yes, because there are so many incidents involving Evo where he's crashed. It's kind of like a Vince. Or A-Ray? It's very very similar to that, where it's like you immediately. Go ahead. Yeah, but I also think like, like you've got to, Imagine how bummed Jeffrey was. So he he's like, it's it's a, you know like it's it's so fresh. It's like you know they're, they're actually friends. I I think Evo and, and Jeffrey are pretty good. Like you know and they're not. Yeah. I think they're fine. Like they they're good together normally. Like right. they're they're all fine. So it's it's not. It's just you know he's going for a championship. Hernan's going for the championship, and and something like that happens. It's like man, what you know? Right. What do you have to do to? Um, I, I don't know that. Yeah, it's. I think it's more of like out of the heat of the moment sort of thing. Um, you know, and you've got to remember, like that. You know, we're going to battle when you're on that gate. So your your emotions, everything's super high. And and when you're going for a championship like that, and you you have a setback, because I mean, yeah, he was he was gonna. I mean, he won with a broken shoulder. He was probably he was gonna win the second moto. So yeah. it's like. It's just, yeah, it's just a bummer. Uh, Max Hansey on the uh, Pulp Max Show, presented by the folks at Skosh. Uh, Pulp 2021 is the code to say with Skosh. Max, any MXDN talk for you, for UK? Any uh, any talk of that? Um, what? Yeah, like, n- no. Um, no. <laughs> okay. I, honestly, I honestly can't see how it's going to work because – but I, I don't know if you've even mentioned this or you've thought about this on your show. I, 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 I don't know. But, like, you've got to imagine. Imagine, right, they've got the Mercosur Nations this weekend in, in America. Well, the championship dies. Like, if it's not for points, you don't get paid to do it. Yeah. Why would your team send you to do it? Like, what? Like, I'm just thinking about Geyser. Like, why would Geyser yeah, do we... the Mercosur Nations? It's, it's one weekend off that they get. They're in between two GPs. They, they've got a hell of a load more to go. His, his Slovenian team, you know, that's not going to lie. It's, it's yeah, not the they're, they're going like, to be lucky to make the A main. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you don't, like, I went 1 1 at the Mercosur Nations in 2017, and I got about 480 pounds, which is about. Seven hundred dollars or something. Right. So I won the biggest race of my life I've ever done. And, yeah. and you don't. It's not. You don't. There's no incentive. You do it for your country, and it's it's amazing. Like to do it for your country is fantastic. But at the end of the year, when there's no, 
when there's no championship at, at stake because for, for the manufacturers, for the riders that are in the top of that championship, you've got to think their only goal, they get paid for the world championship. You, yeah. you, so I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I heard there was talk about them running like points. That's so what, uh, GP yeah, we brought that up because JT, you heard that they might count points. And how in the hell is that going to work? work? Yeah, I, I think, <laughs> how can you have the top three guys? Like, think, that doesn't work. How does that work? They are looking for any way, I think, to make sure that people go. Wow. I, I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't yeah, have the answer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just telling you, they're, they're exploring I, every option right now. Do you now. think it could be canceled? Uh, there's it, a chance. It, yeah. Yeah. I don't think like, so. I, I think don't they'd think they be would. better off just waiting. Like waiting until waiting until they do a normal GP season next year when it ends in October or whenever it ends, and then you race the Motocross Nations after that yeah. when the guys from the US, the guys from everywhere can go and do it like a normal Motocross Nations. I mean, I yeah, like it's it that would be. I just think it's going to be very very difficult for. Um, and even traveling is going to be very difficult. I don't know how it's yep. going to work with quarantine and all that stuff. Like, uh, yeah. So, you talk know. to some of these manufacturer guys that are within the manufacturer high up inside, yeah. and they're like, yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. They, they honestly think it's not going to happen. Right. I, I think right. that's a pretty common belief over there right now, but uh, I think also David Longo and that side, they are very much wanting to have that event. So there's a pretty big well, of course. conflict yeah. there going on. Right. Well, as Max said, they can sell 30,000 tickets and pay $700 to the winner. It's great math. Well, yeah, and all their sponsorship dollars because those events are, yeah. you know, separate sponsorship deals. Right. I, I get in shit, Max, for, for saying that all the time. I'm just like, they, they, they want the riders to wrap themselves in the flag and go over there. And Tomac told me it cost them $10,000, you know, every time he goes over there. And it's yeah. like, it's like there's one person getting rich off the MXDN and it ain't the riders or the teams, yeah. you know, um, they could definitely yeah. help out a little bit with that. I always say that. So it, it's and that's like you know I have this conversation with people. I was talking about this the other day, and it's like actually in America, it's it's kind of nice and kind of cool to race for money. Like you, I I know like I say say you get tenth in the supercross, or say you get a tenth in the outdoors, you make money. Like it, <laughs> it's, you actually make money from doing that. So in in GPs, I, like so in GPs the the you know, guys get paid good salaries if you're inside the top 10 and, and whatever. So you get paid a good salary. But to be on the, like, to, to be on the podium, you, to get third place, you get three grand. This is a gen, generic, like, uh, manufacturer. It's like three grand for third, six grand for second, 12 grand for a win. Mm-hmm. Do you know how bloody hard it is to get fucking third when you've got guys like <laughs> uh, Caroli, Jeffrey, and you and if you do, you get three grand. Like, yeah, it's it's like the the guys in America win a Supercross and they're making a hundred grand a night. Yeah, like it's 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 it blows your my, my mind. I actually still, you know, like okay, even just for myself, like and and for many, for all of us, like moving to America, it was like, wow, can, can we financially do it? You know, like we've got to houses this and that and like it's a whole big head headache of, of shit but then when you actually race you randomly just start getting these checks in the mail from the ama and it's fucking fantastic I'm like, <laughs> oh this is brilliant like i don't even know what i got what i got but i got yeah. this and and then you you get you know bonus money from the team and from gear and this and that was yeah over there it's, it's different well, it is very yeah it's very different I, I get what their model is their model is like hey man we're going to put this your series on TV all over the world, 
and you're going to have we're going to build the platform for you to go and get paid by these teams and get sponsors and we're going to provide you with that and i get that that's their model that's what they tell everybody you know what i mean but then on the backside, like it's not really working out like i i, I i'm sure the top five to ten guys are making money after that like, like you know, but like you, Max. But you think the, the guys, guys in, that are paying? You think the guys in twentieth yeah. here are making a lot of money? No, but they can win money. You can win no, it. But I'm saying, do you think they're making not. a lot of money? You but they're, they're not winning making, a lot of money. They're not making money in twentieth. Again, listen. Again, I say this all the time. You make every Supercross main event. You're making eight grand a month. Okay, I'm talking about motorcross. For how many months? Okay, whatever. For four months. Whatever. Okay. I, so I'm, eight grand a month times four. That you know, like, but, and after you pay entry fees and after you right. pay to travel and Thank like, you. but it, you're it, still it's not that much. I've done it. I I, I, I know, but it. you're I getting know. contingency. No, you're but twenty ten, no Suzuki contingency, no, no nothing, just purse. Right. Supercross. I made like twenty five grand. Not that. I mean, okay, yeah. I, I risked my life. I was one of the fifteen best four fifty Supercross guys in the world. I made twenty five thousand dollars. For my yeah, but, Supercross okay, season. Super low, agree, rough. agree, but still more than what the 15th place guy in Europe they, is getting. Max, what's a I, guy uh, like uh, Paul's Jonas make from a standing construct ride? Like, what's his, what do you think his salary would be? It'd be on three or 400 grand. Um, it, it'll be on, because he's world champion still. He's a world champion on, I mean, may, maybe more, but, you know, um, you don't take yeah. the words to that, but yeah, yeah, like, around about, he, he, so. he's making some good money, but what you've got to remember is there's the B riders. Um, for instance, or the second riders, however you want to call it, a lot of them over there are either bringing big money, like 200 grand-ish, or they're riding for free, and and you don't get the opportunity to then make money. Well, you know, like, even, even for instance, over here, like, like shit, you, you, you take a guy that's on a, on a really good bike. You don't have to... to to pay them a, a, a lot as a salary. It's a bit like the whole, I don't know how this works, but like, I remember when I was younger, everyone said, oh, Mitch Payton, pro circuit, you know, you you get on the bike, you have a low salary, but you get on the bike and you have to make your own money by yeah. winning races. And, and and that's kind of how it is. I mean, even, yeah, even me doing what I did in Supercross, I, I raced half of the season um, because I, I, yeah, like I was out for the first seven rounds. Um, and, and I raced half the season and I think I still made like 30 or 40 grand from, from like bonuses and stuff. And I'm like, well, okay. I know it doesn't sound like you right. know, 300 grand, but I'm like, well, actually, you know, it's cool to race for money. You know, it gives you an incentive to, to block past a guy for, for 12th when you're <laughs> in 13th, than than to think, shit, I'm not inside the top three, so I'm not getting any money this week. Like, you, you know what right. I mean? Um, yeah, have you ever wondered what about I, I, Vince Freeze getting his fifteenth or better to get money, uh, Max? So if you ever wonder Vince Freeze trying to kill you for fifteenth, <laughs> now you know why, because fifteenth is when his bonus starts. <laughs> oh well, um, no, I mean, it's, at, at the end of the day, everyone's everyone's racing hard, and, and yeah. I actually saw him at the weekend. He was there at Wushu. He gave oh, he some advice on the start. Oh wow! Um, to be honest, oh. it worked. I got out. <laughs> so, so Vince well, actually came over. He was he was in the truck and. Um, <laughs> And yeah, he, he shook my hand and then I was talking to him about the start and he was like, oh, I, I moved my start device up a little bit because the, the, it was really, really slick at Washougal. Yeah. And I was like, okay, guys, shit, let's, let's do that. And um, did that. And I came out next to Webb, like rocket ship. I was like, well, nice. hey, I'm, I'm getting a good uh, one now. So. Look, yeah. uh, A-Ray makes probably 80 grand a year. Who's the A-Ray of Europe, which would be like a 20th place guy? 
Who's the A-Ray of Europe? Is, no he, is he making Europe. a is he making okay, who's the guy whose muffler stays on in, in Europe? Uh, you know, does he make an eighty grand a year like A-Ray? Like that would be my comeback to right. that. You know, I mean no. eighty thousand dollars isn't, you know, isn't crushing it by any means for risking your life on a third party. How but, much is he spending to, no, to, to I, earn that eighty? Yeah, I don't know. I, I have no idea. It depends on what you're doing, right? I mean he's getting his expenses paid, you know, some of them, but some of them not. So yeah. But anyways, uh, Yeah, I mean it's still it's still cool though. It's like like geez. I, racing supercross is like, you know, you are living the dream. It is, it is bloody cool. But when you're driving riding into that stadium at night and it's like, wow. Right. You know, I, I know. I'm just being a kid. I mean, I guess coming from Europe and knowing what it takes to just get here, um, and and to be in the environment, it, it you, you know, it really does. I don't know. You've got to. Res- yeah, I don't know. Anyone that's at the top of their game racing supercross, it is, it's cool, and it, it is something yeah. that's pretty amazing. I mean, obviously, I know outdoors is different. It's hot and sweating and riding around in a muddy field, but supercross <laughs> is, is, is pretty cool. You, uh, you also must be like, hold on. That's the star team I rode for right over there. That's the star team. I was on that team. <laughs> so. Yeah, I know. I've been – well, again, that's what I said. Like, I've been around for, for – I was 16 when, when I, I – was, that was 2010, like yeah. when I – yeah, when I was here, when I was a kid, you know, and obviously a lot's changed, and and you, and and that's where I still come back to the whole thing of yeah, I I, I know how it works with teams, and I know how it works with being professional, and and I know how it works with the media and being in this game long enough. It's like right. we, the, the 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 pond is too small. Everyone knows each other, and at the end of the day, everyone's trying to do the best job that they can, and. Yeah, like obviously, Star's done a great job. A lot, all the teams have, you know, stepped up and and they 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 have they've done a great job. It's definitely um, well, definitely hard racing against them boys. I tell you. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I just the, you know again, and part of the reason why I went over to your truck, Max, going back to that, speaking as a media guy, is I knew what I said. You know, maybe didn't go over so well, and that's fine. I stand by with what I said, but I also went over there not to like say, hey, Max, like. You know, like, uh, uh, fuck you, this is what I said about, like, nothing to that. But if I'm going to say that stuff, I got to go to the races, right? Good or bad, like, I got to be at the races to to show my face, to be like, yep, I said that, but I'm also here to discuss it. You know, not that I was going to bring it up to you or anything, but I'm around the teams and the riders that if I, they have something something I say or write, I'm there, man. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's a big part of it, too, being accountable, you know? So that was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, no, hundred percent. You definitely, um, you definitely caught me at a bad time. I, I was literally came off the track and I was like, right, I'm in battle mode. And then I, I don't know. I saw you and and just I don't know. Obviously, I'm protecting my my wife. Yep. She's obviously my team and and everything. I'm like, I don't. I honestly, yeah, like you can say anything about me. I'm doing the best job that I possibly can do. I'm doing the best job that I can with my team, and that's all that I care about and and what I'm trying to do. So. But yeah, no, I uh, I get it. I appreciate it. And to be honest, it yeah, at the end of the day, so like I said, we're doing the job. Can, can so. I come around the team truck still, or, or do I need to? Oh uh, yeah, okay. yeah. All right, good. All right. You can come around now. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good. I can come by. I like. I really like Hart Raft. I like Hart Raft. And I always ask Clark Jones about Kyle Lewis and, and Larry Ward. <laughs> so I like coming by to talk to Clark, and, and I like Hart Raft. So uh, you know, and you're a good guy. So I'll, I'll, that's good. I'm glad. Yeah, I, don't worry. I, 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 
I won't. Um, I won't try and push you into the um, the little paddling pool that we have yeah, to down. Yeah, exactly. Enough. Thank <laughs> so, you. I was very shocked by that. And hopefully the truck driver doesn't want to fight me anymore. He also got in my face and he wanted to fight. So. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Yeah no. You know they're just they're just you know, a great team. They're just really looking yeah, out for me. Yeah, you know, they they're, they're, they're protective of their ride. <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh, well, thanks for calling in. Thanks for texting me and Lewis Phillips. Uh, you know the the the, the, the Max Anstey whisperer helped set this up. So thank you to Lewis. Uh, you know, he doesn't yeah. want to, he doesn't, he, we're buddies. So he, he probably really hurt him. That probably really hurt him to hear about the story. No, so. no, I, I know. No, he, he's my, uh, he's my media guru. So, yeah. um, you yeah. know, at the end of the day, we've got to give it up to Lewis and, um, and those guys know that definitely, and can't wait till they can actually come out here and, and experience it as well. The, For when, sure. Uh, yeah, when people can start traveling from Europe, it'll, yeah, be, know, uh, it'll right. be quite nice. I'm, well, I'm going to fin I'm going to Finland GP the weekend of buds. Oh, really? Yep. I, so, have you have you figured out how you're actually cause how well, you actually have to do that? Do you have uh, to quarantine or not? No, or no, no. JT here just went to where'd you go? Italy. Italy. So you got a COVID test uh, before you get on the flight. You got a COVID test before you come back. Hopefully you're negative, you know, and that's about it, right? You, you take yeah, it to the airport. Every, every country is a little different, so right. I, I haven't heard the latest update for Finland specifically. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. If, we, if we have to quarantine, then I'm not going. Right. But yeah. yeah England, England is a mission still. I think yeah. England, they don't even care if you're vaccinated nope. from anywhere else. You have to be vaccinated from England. Yes. So it's, it, it's, yeah, like, and then there's, there's a bit of a mission with England. But I do know that Cuso went over there for for Natalie Basin, and it was fine. But I think he had a letter from the FIM or and the AMA. I don't know. Like, it, right. it's, I don't know. It's not, it's not simple. Well, it, Italy yeah. was fine. Yeah. Um, test before, landed, they checked it. I went right in, tested right. at the track, coming back, right back in the U.S. No, yeah, you can no test at the at track, Max. Uh, MXGP has a, te- a, a testing at the track. Yeah. So. You like Supercross. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, well, man, thanks for coming on. Thanks for clearing the air. I'm glad we're good um, and all of that. Thank you. Um, uh, and, again, we'll see you at the, at the races, man. I, I appreciate the time. No worries. I appreciate it as well. Thanks very much. And, um, yeah, we're all doing the best job we can do. So that's it. No, thank you very much. All right. Thanks, Max. Thanks, Max. All right. Cheers, mate. Cheers, Cheers mate. Bye-bye. Bye. That's uh, Max Yancey, everybody, brought to you by Scotch. That wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I figured he would be. What did it, but I didn't say anything because I didn't want to spark all this up. But what, what did he say you said about his wife? What was it? Uh, I was saying on my rant okay. that like, hey, you know, you're over here. You're, you're probably not working mm-hmm. because she's from England. Okay. And so Max is the guy. So, you know, oh, and that's he, where he was explaining how they're part of a team. Right? Okay, got it. So, but I was saying like, you know, like. I did lump her in with the American, some of the American women. Yes. Right. That don't really yes. do anything. Yes. Maybe they do some multi-level marketing. Right. Uh, so I did lump her in with that. So maybe that was a bit too far. You right. know, I could see that. But my, my point stands as far as, and you guys are on my side that way. Yes. You know, you just can't do that. And, no. and I think it's, and, and, it's you know, always going to be dicey talking about somebody's wife. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I'm saying you're wrong. I'm not saying yeah, yeah, wrong. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying anybody's yeah. wrong. I'm just saying when you start talking about somebody's wife, whether you are right and a hundred percent correct, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. People are going to get. You can't do that, dude. Yeah, no, no. She knows her truth. She knows her truth. Yeah, she knows. <laughs> she's going to do what she's going to do. <laughs> she took some flack for that too, for oh. knowing her truth. Yes, yeah, she did. How'd she handle all that? It's still, it's one day at a time. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's one day at a time. <laughs> uh, she's couple, working through it. Couple of emails here to get to. Uh, first up, the folks at Maxim are on board with us, and uh, love the nine twenty seven. Love the SC one. Contact cleaner, mm-hmm. fantastic. MPPL, chain loop. 
Yeah, you're a fan of chain lube. Yep. You love chain lube. That's the best chain lube there is right now. Uh, Pulp Mex 20 is to save at Maxima USA. They got their new uh, four-stroke oil, the Peak uh, system that the Monster Energy Pro Circuit and Monster Energy Kawasaki use. 927, still the number one selling two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. I was always a Super M guy. That's shocking up. that it's the number one. I thought like K2 would be or something. Something cheaper, right, than, than 927. Well, it's just synthetic. Yeah. I thought it would right. be. You know? uh, but 927, man. Uh, Dogger over there uh, cooking out. Cooking up Maxima products and uh, doing a good job with that. MaximaUSA.com. Also, ProFilter. Pulp 20 at checkout to save it. ProFilter. They got uh, pre-oiled, ready-to-use premium air filters or oil filters for your next service. They've been active in the industry for the last decade and manufacture top-quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. I did filter in my Blue Crew after the last ride. Wow. Washed it. Filter. Oh, so you actually didn't get the pre-oiled one. You got you actually washed it. No, no, no. It. Washed the bike. Oh, got it. Pre-oiled filter. Threw the old one away. Got it. Put the new one in. So it's fantastic. Uh, thanks to the guys at ProFilter and uh, thanks to the guys at Maxima. A couple of emails here. JT, you may be interested in I'm one ready. of these. I'm ready. <clears throat> I'll read the nice one first. We're doing emails again. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Uh, this one's from Jackson. Uh, subject, pop my Moto Cherry. I'm not certain this will reach Steve, but I hope it does. I'm 28 years old. I witnessed, uh, and today I witnessed Narnia. I live in the Vancouver, Washington area. I'm an avid mountain biker. In 2020, I found the Pulp Show through my brother, who mentioned I should watch it because I believe the Ridgeline is a great truck and I enjoy mountain biking. Okay. Mm-hmm. This was not on you. In case this you're... one's not to me? No. Oh, no. Okay, oh, okay, okay. This is the, the good Got one. It. Okay. Uh, he mentioned there was a man named Mathis that he thought I would enjoy. My first episode I ever watched was when Kiefer and his big bag's wife... We're in the jacuzzi. <laughs> so you could say... It's a I w- good one to pop your cherry, so too. He goes, I, you could say I was die hard, hard capitalized <laughs> from the first moment. Uh, nevertheless, today I purchased a ticket to the Washougal National. I walked in at 2.10 p.m. 2.10 wow. p.m.? <laughs> Struggling. That's after the first motos are yeah, over. Yeah, he's just rolling in. It's not a bad move, though. You get to beat the traffic, just cruise in. Uh, he walked in at 2.10 p.m. to a moment that changed his life. I had no idea the speed at which the guys ride, the size of the bikes and the athletes themselves, the sounds they make. A tangible electricity I felt I am now hooked. I was blown away. I have sat courtside an NBA game, dug out on a uh, Major League Baseball game, and 11 rows up at Lambeau Field. This today is on the podium of the coolest things I've witnessed. Mm. If it wasn't for your show, I would not have been able to see what I did today. Mind you, I never have never watched a race, even on TV. However, I do listen to the show from time to time. Steve even read a YouTube comment of mine one time. I want to say thank you. Today was special. I see the craft at which the best of the best operate under, a true art form and respect. Props to the sport and to all of you for everything you guys do. Mm. Wow. Okay. That's nice. Well, watch me like stick it. a carrot up my ass. <laughs> you always got to ruin it, don't you? That was for the YouTube comment. You always got to ruin yeah, it, don't you? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Can't have nice uh, From Paul, JT. Paul okay. is in Australia. This is, this is for him. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Listen to him. You look like you're doing your stocks on your computer. Nope. Yeah, he's very busy. I'm right writing. Now. I know, Wait, I'm listening. I know. I'm listening. This is Paul. Uh, hey, Steve, I'm a big fan of your podcast. I've listened to all 472 episodes, and I love them all. Uh, I've never sent a message like this to you, but I have a problem after listening to episode 472 where there was an open discussion between yourself, Daniel Blair, and Jason Thomas regarding Jet Lawrence being a generational talent. The definition of a generational talent is as follows. The term generational talent is one that is used ever so often in football, However, sociologists have defined a generation as a period of 10 years. Now, once we understand that is every 10 years, we can start to understand what Daniel was trying to say. Now, I know that your role when two people are arguing something out on the show is to stir the pot. No. But for the life of me, I don't understand where JT was coming from, and then it dawned on me. 
it is because Jet isn't in fly racing gear and will probably never be in fly. <laughs> I mean, if you listen to Jason speak about the riders who wear fly, but back through the archives, all he did was gargle Blake Baggett's balls the whole time, saying how great he was. This is good. I like. And every time that. he did go on about Blake, Blake, for one reason or another, Blake didn't deliver to the Jason Thomas hype. I get it that Blake was a fly marquee rider at the time, but seriously, the number of times we heard Jason's gargle, Jason gargles Blake's balls, bothered on, <laughs> bordered on the ridiculous. I guarantee you that if Jet becomes a fly rider, then Jason's opinion of him being a generational talent will change. Maybe poor Mumford needs to get himself into some fly racing gear so Jason can stop shitting on him too. I added the last part of Mumford because I thought it was funny. <laughs> Keep up the great work, Steve. You are awesome. Paul from Australia. Watch me stick a carrot up my one ass. one thing to say. You have one thing to say? Two, two things. Oh, okay. One, ridiculous. Two, <laughs> this went well. Paul from Australia. Yeah. That's it. That's all I need to say. Okay. Let's face it, though. You you are biased yes. towards fly riders. It has riders. nothing to do with Jet Lawrence. Nothing though. to do nothing with Jet, do with Jet Lawrence, no, but no, you no. are like... Of course I like fly guys, but that has zero to do with this. Zero. If there was a something this. questionable... With a fly rider, it's would not you, questionable w- though. No, no, hold on. I'm I'm painting you a okay. picture here. If there was something questionable with a fly rider, would you come out and say the truth about that? Yes. Yes. I have said many, many, many times how frustrated I was that Trey didn't race very often. Steve, do you believe that? He has said that about the Trey thing, right? 100. percent But no, um, no, I don't believe. The JT always. You're very good at your job, for one, but you're very neutral. Yeah, you're very I, neutral. I, I just really don't like that that email because it's accusing me of think something with Jet that has nothing to do with my real job. Right. Like my take on Jet is he could very well be what Daniel's saying. I'm just saying let it happen. Yeah. Like let's not put labels on him. Let's not too much pr- put too much pressure on him because he is so young. Just let him be who he is. Let him be. If he he turns out to be Ricky Carmichael, amazing. If he doesn't, that's okay too. Mm -hmm. Just let him be Jet Lawrence. You don't have to say that he's the best thing that's ever come along. Like, I I don't think that's fair to him. More than anything else, I don't think that's fair to him. I don't know. I just feel like if it wasn't Daniel, someone else would say it. And that, that, as good as he is, someone's going to say that. I I side with JT on this, on this argument. Mm -hmm. Jet is awesome. He's going to win multiple titles. All of that, but he is not to me. When I think of like generational talent, and that's the problem. See, RC, JS, McGrath, Bradshaw, Bradshaw, McGrath, not even McGrath, really. Gen- you know, from a young age. That's, yeah, that's Daniel's so. thing is like from 17, 18. Rayner? Yeah, uh, Rayner yeah, was, was, you know, he didn't turn out that He didn't way, turn but out, yeah, but that's what yeah. you would have called him, right? Uh, yeah. I just, Jet's great. He, and he's going to win a ton of races, but I don't put him on that level. You know what the problem is, is? He thinks I'm blinded ridiculously because of what gear he wears, which we sell. WPS which is part of, right? Sells that product. And I used to be the brand manager for Alpine Stars right. at WPS. So endless eye rolls at that notion. <laughs> but he's also Australian. So he thinks that I have some sort of like ill will against him because I think he is so biased being Australian too. Okay. Like it's not a personal thing. I think Jet is does so much great for the sport because of his personality. He brings a lot that is missing, especially in the 250 class. There's not a lot of personality in 250. J-Mart, all business. Justin Cooper, pretty much all business too. There's not a lot there. I think Jet 
has an opportunity to really take over the 250 class as far as like being a superstar. I do, but I think also you've got to look at the results sometimes and his first moto would he get seventh? Like, I think that's where I struggle with it is like, if you want to talk about the, the where that Daniel's trying to put him, it's hard when you get seven. Right. It's hard to say, yeah, no, no question. He's generational. Like when I'm watching him, like he's, he's doing well. That's fine. Seventh is fine, but it's not where like, oh my God, did you watch that? Right. Like th that's where it right. become, becomes difficult. I will admit it's totally separate, but like I came on the show a couple months ago and said I wasn't, uh, I didn't, he didn't get me excited to watch. After the last few rounds, I had to take that back because I saw something that I normally didn't see the previous rounds where just things that he did was very impressive to me. And, and I really liked to watch the guy ride. Like, yeah. it's, it's beautiful to watch. So. so I think it's been tougher lately than it was. Like, the first round of Paula, when he was, like, doubling into that hole, yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, he doesn't look as spicy as that, though. Normal. No, that's not what I'm saying. Lately, like, it's yeah. been tougher yeah. lately yeah. for me to get on board with that. If you had said that, leaving Paul had been like, man, like he is really showing us some things that I don't see many people able to do, but lately he's been more, and I don't even want to use the word because it's not what I mean, but he has been more towards the average than the exceptional. I mean, Red Bud, I really enjoyed watching him. It was really good. Yeah. Like, but he's not, he's not running away with motos. He hasn't even no. really been in the mix to win motos. When you look at him, you don't think just raw better. speed. You don't, because he just doesn't just, fit that. You don't, I don't think you think generational talent. No. You think talent and speed, but not, not on a generational it, level. The but, key is yeah. going to be he's taking big steps forward. He's going to have to continue to take those steps, right? If he wants to be where everybody, we all think he can go. He's going to have to continue to take big steps. Like when he goes from 17 to 18 and 19, it's going to have to be jump, jump, jump. Right. And by the time he's 19, 20, he's going to have to be dominating but the 250 class. You're like, like me, though. You're like me, and you have no doubt that he's winning multiple titles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. We, Next I mean, year, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like but just let, it, yeah, let right. it happen. It's, it's right? all happening. Like, yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, dark side. What's up? Pony. Man. <laughs> man. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, bike. I just fucked up. My bad for not cueing you guys. Oh I apologize. God. I'm playing it whether you like the it best or not. In, that best is best intro we have. It's that is amazing. The best <laughs> intro we have. Absolutely. Intro knocked the wind out of him. I think we'll add that to it. <laughs> yeah, drop that in. I'm going to add that to it. <laughs> What's up? I forget every time I call in that that exists. That's you all you in. should say when you call in. Hey, dark side. <laughs> What's up, Dark Side? Oh man, the, the house! I saw some pictures. Holy shit! Yeah, D side. Jesus, it's, dude. Yeah, it's, it's same insane, square dude. footage as my last one, and I got a pool. I'm true. And I got a pool. So but that yeah, pool is sick. Yeah, it's good. I saw and you like, put you put on Instagram. What I do? You put my pool on Instagram. I said it's a great place to work. Yeah, yeah, but. Oh. You want to kind of like say, hey, can I put a pool? Can I put a photo of your pool? I didn't know it was a thing. You didn't really say not to, so I didn't. I just didn't know you'd be perving photos around. What else do you have? <laughs> I wanted to go live and do a whole crib session, but no. you didn't want to do that. <laughs> no, I definitely don't do that. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, dark side. Uh, you know, um, what, what are you going to do? Happy wife, happy life, and it's a nice place, and we'll get the studio working good, and uh, yeah, we'll be good. So same school. Yeah, so finish. I got a couple questions Thank about you. that. Just uh, based off what you know, watch on YouTube chat room. People have questions. Uh, did the bullfrog spa make it? No, it did not. It will be staying at the other house. Okay. 
Lance is that. And then what about, obviously the studio area is quite a bit smaller, That's not bullshit. as much room for memorabilia. Do you have a place in the house to put that where at least you can go chill out and your stuff's on, on display? He actually just leaves it on the on the, on the the road. That's what he does. <laughs> go just ahead, sprinkled Marks. across the 702. Marks, tell the story, Marks. <laughs> I, show, I show up the other day to help him move, okay? Uh-huh. I show up, Talon and Steve and Ehab, they have stuff in the back of the trucks already. So they're like, hey, we'll put this other piece of the of the desk in your truck, and let's go. I'm like, okay, they got it handled. Let's get this going. We get going. We're driving. We literally pull out of his neighborhood. Steve is driving, and this box falls out of the back of his truck. Like 50 feet. Like Such a great packing job. I, like, I, bought like, a, I bought a wardrobe box with a ball, with an aluminum bar across the top, uh-huh. and you hung, I hung all the jerseys that way and pants and jerseys from the studio just in this big cardboard box and lifted it, felt heavy, Onto the back of my truck. Standing uh, up. Standing up. And I'm like, it should be fine. Like, I'm not going far. I'm not going fast either. Bed's down. Bed's down. Yeah, because there's a desk in the back. <laughs> and yeah, 50 feet, it falls over. the. And then I look back and there's Talon rummaging on the, on the road, <laughs> saving the jerseys and pants. Picking up jerseys off Finders the keepers, by the way. That's yeah. right. You, yeah. don't, you didn't notice the missing ones yet. I don't so think I good. did. Yeah. I kept the stew jersey. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, it was a bit of a shit show, the move. But at that point, it was probably load 84. You're probably was, just over I, it. I was just over it. Two yeah. miles, we had to stop two times, once per mile. Great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then, uh, Steve, there was blood everywhere when you were trying to fix the desk. Yep. I, Drilled uh, into his finger. I was, this, part of this desk blew off and blew, uh, broke on the road. Bang, 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 bang. Marks had to get the shelf. Or the foot. And go, next time you go look, look at the outside of this, this pedestal. <laughs> so Marks gets it, so now i got to put it back together, and I brace it, and I get a wood screws and everything, and I'm trying to screw it in, but it's, got, it's a laminate, so it's super hard. And then I just drill and drill right into my finger, and there's blood everywhere. Dude, yeah. it's a good it thing awesome. you're a journalist. Yeah, yeah, it was a shit show. So, take, um, take away he's not a carpenter. Not, not great, not great. Um, but uh, Seal Savers, Guts Racing, Michelin Bicycle Tires on the wrap-up show. Darkside, you, you missed the wrap-up show last week, yep, and that yep. will be yes, a fine. Yep, that will be a fine, yes. so look for that. I was uh, I was also moving and setting up a studio, but I did not ask my friends for help because, it, as JT said, it's a nightmare. So I just did it my fucking self. Well, there's no way I could lift longer. this desk up these stairs by no. myself. There's just yeah. no possible way. Well, I I have a pretty good sized conference table myself now, but I drug that motherfucker in with a dolly by myself. Wow. Well, so, you're just a better I man guess, than I am. You and your pony. Well, did, you, well, did you ask the pony for help? Yeah, ponies with them. So that's oh, like having three men. He's on horseback. Yeah. Did you, <laughs> did you put the pony around one end and kind of drag it yeah. up? <laughs> just I use it as like a pulley system. Just pack, pack, with his mule, head. pack muling it out of there. <laughs> yeah. It's like crossing the Afghanistan. On that thing. Where are we at with the well, pony? How are we doing? Are we cutting he, that thing? No, he's not cutting it. He said he's not. Even why? though, hey, his number one excuse right. was my chick loves it. My chick loves it. Right. That was the number one reason why he never cut his pony. Well, apparently that's not the number one reason. What is the reason now? I do. I like it too. It's part of. It's part of me, man. We're keeping it. I don't know why we keep going here. It's old news. God, I feel like we need to get him in here and cut it somehow. Fuck my ass. I said <sighs> I'd get him here in studio for a show. Do I make the condition <clears throat> cutting the pony? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. All right. You guys are dicks. Why? What's wrong with that? You guys are in town, man. Dark side thoughts on the 2022 fly racing line. It's so good. I love it. I, I, I'm tired. Of, you know, people have their opinions, keyboard warriors, but I think it's killer. Man, I, I, I really like the youth stuff. The youth rebel yeah, stuff is so bad. Yeah, yeah, we were, uh, in hindsight, we were 
pretty bummed that we didn't do an adult set of that stuff, uh, whether it was LE or SE or something. We should have, looking back. Should fly yeah. sign Aiden Kiefer, dark side. No, man. He bailed already. He, he X brand. He's X brand. Uh, uh, sins of the, out, sins of the father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's probably he's lumped true. in. Yeah, he to is. my fuck ups. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve, did you listen to the podcast that Darkside and I did? No. Okay. What dark, what, what was that? It was about the twenty two line again. Yeah, we did it last week. Oh wow! It was on the Pony Pod feed. It was. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Wow. yeah. First first recording in the new studio. How'd it go? It went okay. Had some sound issues with the phone, but I got that figured out, so we're good. We'll be doing our first live show tomorrow night. Nice. Do you agree that JT should uh, upgrade his podcast equipment? I I think if he did it, he'd be very happy about it. But I understand that it's not easy to make those uh, changes sometimes when you're comfortable with what you're doing. Much like the unfolding of Jet Lawrence's career, Steve, just let it happen. Like don't <laughs> don't pressure it or put n- unnecessary pressure. I just want on you it. to have a better just, show. Right. I want you to have a right. better show. And I, I I feel the same way for Which, Jet. But we just got to let it unfold on Kiefer, its own time. Kiefer bought one. Suck Jet. Yeah, it's really good. It's got to be its own. Kiefer bought one. Time yeah, it sounds a lot better. Right. Sounds a lot and better. And for you, that was when you needed to make that move. And for other riders, that was when they needed to make that move. And for Jet, <laughs> he's going to make his move, and I'm going to make my move when it's time for me as well. Okay. So you can't get pressured into that. Yeah, move. we're going to try to do. We'll get there. We made some more time. We'll upgrade the podcast equipment yep. when it's time. Yep. Get that soundboard when it's time. Yep. <laughs> uh, There's a lot of pressure within this pulp network. I don't know if you've noticed <laughs> this. Steve, Steve is the king There's of a lot pressure. of peer pressure within. The, it's like high school on steroids, Like I feel like at times, right? <laughs> Steve is like an abusive uh, father. Yeah. I just want the best uh, for everybody. Did you fucking train? What? Carmichael. Carmichael template. You're riding already? Yeah. What the fuck wrong with okay, you? Okay, well, you... you Did I get a soundboard yet? You hit me up when your knee's just garbage, okay? And then I'm going to be like, I told you so. You only got one knee. Well, well you got two knees, but you're going to have one knee. Sun's going to set. <laughs> Sun's going to set. Um, I don't know, man. Dark side, uh, who's on the wrap-up show this week? Uh, Nick from Moto Limited Show and Kellen Brower from Racer X. Oh, wow. A couple of heavy hitters. I don't yeah. know Nick, but Kellen, Kellen will be good. Um, uh, did you like my backdrop for the Zoom press conference? I did, man. I did. And uh, Nick and Trent. Trent is the, uh, the the co-host of the Moto Limited. He's the one that made that for you, made mine. They were very stoked to see it up there. Uh, JT, I, uh, they were giving me shit because I turned the video off on the Zoom press conferences because I'm like, I, yep. I, who needs to see my, my ugly face? Yeah, I always do that. Right. Well, They've been giving me shit because everyone's got these backgrounds, okay. you know, on, yeah. uh, you know, whatever. Right. And Darkseid's got his logos and his pony and everything else. And yep. so they made me a fly racing gargoyle with a fly <laughs> racing underneath Pulp MX background. Oh, wow. Oh, really? And that's my new Zoom background. Okay. When I ask questions, I got right. a fly racing Pulp MX logo and a gargoyle. <sighs> Some, so a fan asked me if he could send something to you. And I said, no, because he will not like that. So send it to me. Okay. And he sent me a pair of gargoyle sunglasses, and I forgot to bring them to you. Hmm. I think I'm going to make a Blake Baggett background for myself, just for Paul. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's hard that's, to see on mine, gargoyle. but Ch- Chiz is in the background of mine. Chiz? Oh. Right. Yeah, because Chiz is my guy. So, yeah, he's on the background of mine, um, Zoom, my Zoom background. Awesome. Uh, what else, Darkside? That's it, man. It's gonna be, uh, I'm, I'm glad to get back to it. I'm, I'm Excited about trying the studio tomorrow night. Hopefully everything works. And how's uh, the uh, how's the chick situation? Anything new? Yeah, how we doing, man? Oh, let's stay away from that right now. It, there, there's some developments. Oh. But, um, Hold on. What? 
<laughs> he knew he knew better than to say anything, and he still did. Yeah. What? Hold on. There's hold on. There's developments, no, 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 no. as in like you're going back. Listen, two okay. weeks ago, Steve said on Polk that you and he had a conversation, and you had some things to say to me. That's bullshit. And then I texted you, and you said you didn't know nothing about it. That's, I stand by that. And you've done this to me before. When it came to the front, front sticker, you lied. You didn't tell me the truth yep. until the, I told the what. You. The front fenders where you're like, that's fender. fine, dude. That's fine. And I'm like, no, you made fun of him for all the stickers on his oh front Oh, my fender. God. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> that's it, man. I want like if you, like if I want to know what you have to say. What, like you, I, I've told you before, we're bros. If you have something that you think... What, what, was, I supposed, what, what was I supposed to tell him? Do you remember? We had a long talk about Dark Side, and uh, so I don't remember now. But yeah, I don't remember you, either. If, if it was had something, a lot of opinions about Dark Side, for I, sure. I just feel like if uh, I had something to say, I would, I would tell you. You know me. So like, um, I just want to know what, what's going on over there. Life's just rolling along. Reunited. No, you're not. Are you serious? So good. I, I, hey, I'm in my new house. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here in my new house all by myself right now. You can get fucked. Okay, well, we're fucking having a conversation off air because I do have a lot to say. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Don't eat that dick. Dark side. Exactly. <laughs> yes. How is the manscape? It's good. Hell yeah. I just used it tonight. That means we're going. Okay, see? <laughs> He is he's, back. He's, he's, he's trimming up, dude. Otherwise, he, he fucking would have let it. He would have had, yep. had some Jumanji if he didn't give a shit. Yeah, right? now he knows. Oh, oh, yeah. I keep that shit trim. You never he, know. He, you know. Yeah, like your pony. Your pony runs wild. I'm sure everything runs wild. Hey, you know he used to be like a Jason, Jason Fournette. He would take a shower oh, yeah. every night, like wherever yeah. we were on the road, wherever he would take a shower, do his hair, put cologne on, to go to bed because he's like, I don't ever know who's crawling in here with me, and I want to be ready. <laughs> this That's is in right. the box van. That is impressive. Box van. Like we'd go to a gym. Like this was mm-hmm. the routine every night. We're on the road, right? Ride all day, then go find a gym, like wherever, right? Mm-hmm. Work out. And he was pretty gnarly. Like he didn't. His results didn't really like cryo? mimic his training, or it didn't indicate how hard he trained. Run like he would run like a demon. Just after it, right? We're sweating, workout, like done. He would also pop mini fans and then go run too. It's true. Yes. Probably why he was running like this. Uh, But yeah, shower. And I mean, like he is ready to go to the club and all we're doing is going to crawl in the box fan to go to sleep and he is just ready for action. Whatever's going to happen past then, he is prepared. Mm. And dark side, using the manscape. Right. This is what you're reminding me of. He is ready. Does she know where you live? Yes or no? Of course she does. Yeah, we. I still am involved with her kids and the man. That's I, all I need. All that kind of stuff. That's all I needed to know. So what do you yeah. you, you like the you like the uh, the manscape? Yeah, the, the lawnmower four and the weed eater and the weed eater. Oh, nice. Good to hear. They changed the code. Yeah. Pulpmex twenty code to save with manscape guys. Uh, again, be like dark side. Now the um. Oh. Oh. Travis is breaking news. Oh yes. boy. Travis, go ahead. I just wanted to point out, I'm sorry, Darkside, that you did think said chick in your oh, Facebook post about people boy. that helped you move. Did you not? I did. Oh, I did. So she's oh. got to know where he lives. I am, like, I am honestly, like... Are you supportive of this, or this is uh, not a no, good, I, good I'm not gonna, or bad? I'm not, I, I feel I'm not supportive of it. Oh, yeah? Because I know some things. I don't want to say things. It's, okay. it's his deal. Uh, but I, I feel like it could be the wrong way to go. That's all I'm saying. Wow. How, how did it work out for you when you and uh, Heather separated many years ago? Uh, region. Totally different from what your situation is. More so was on my side because I, the, the, I was the asshole, you know? Yeah. So uh, I feel like your situation, you're not that. 
Well, okay, so not everybody, I don't know how much you want to get into this. Not a, Neither one of us was an asshole. We were sort of heading down different paths, right? Okay, but and what about the things that you didn't like, that traveling and all these things that weren't going to be um, okay are now suddenly okay? We'll talk off air. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's, boy. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm worried about. I, I like the, 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 the broad answer is yes. Okay. I think so. Okay. The broad answer. As long as you know up front, as long as you know up front what you're getting into, that's all I care about. If you if you want to get more details, I'll talk to you off air. We'll we'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll talk about it. We'll get there. Talk about it time. time. Uh, If you're bareback, be careful, dude. What did uh, (laughs) What did Sexton say his RPM was set to? Ninety. He was at ninety-seven or no, ninety-two, and he went up to ninety-seven or something like that. The lawnmower four point oh is a seven thousand RPM motor. 7,000, almost the same as a CRF 450 off the gate. <laughs> Sounds dangerous. <laughs> Dude, and you're sticking that where? It's got a guard on it. It's got a guard on it. It's, uh, it's waterproof. It's got a light on it, dark side, right? So I believe so. I haven't used the light yet. So yes. the, th- the guys at Manscaped, they want to. I'm going to do a review. They, s- they sent you both one. Yes. Uh, JT will not probably be as elaborate in his review right. down the road, but you keep I'm her, going to really You are going to test the Manscaped yes. out for us, Between man. Between the Manscaped and the Skosh bottles, there's going to be a lot going on in this shower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm turning the Skosh off because I need concentration. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, uh, Pulpum X20 is the code to save with Manscaped. Get yourself the same one, the dark side, and myself. And Talon, have you used yours yet? I did. It, it's really nice. <laughs> I've been. It's really nice. It's really nice. It's really nice. Hey, Luigi. Luigi, it's, how was it? It's a piece of pie. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it's I'm, really nice. The landscape. Uh, bring it to me. Bring in the landscape. Uh. Bring it to me now. <laughs> Crap. You did sound like Mark. Did, Mark did, did he not sound like Why? An, Don't get mad. an Italian cartoon? I can't breathe. Mark's. I come back to me. I can't breathe. <laughs> it's really I, nice. I was gonna say. I bet on the electric razor for a while, and this one is definitely like a lot softer on the skin. Like I wasn't worried at all about it. Uh, Seven thousand RPM was fine. I wasn't okay. worried about it. There we go. Through. It's waterproof. Incredible. Did you waterproof? Did you yep. run in the shower? I did not. Oh, my moves in. I the use sho- the light. My moves in the shower. I use the light. I feel like that's the way to go because you don't want that shit anywhere. Like in the shower, it just yeah. goes down the drain. Yeah, I do yeah. it in the shower, but not with the shower running. So you do it, is it pregame? Yeah, and okay. then get in and. Dark side, are you in now. the shower or where are you at? In the shower. Okay, all right. That's a great fucking show. Yeah. Hey, man, where you shave your fucking nuts at, man? <laughs> it's really nice. It's really nice where you shave your nuts. <laughs> Bring it to me. Bring your nutsack and your razors over here. Prego. <laughs> Prego. <laughs> shave your nuts and get the good of Prego, no? Uh, chow, 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 Listen, Pulpamex20 is the code to save. We changed the code at Manscaped. Get yourself a lawnmower 4.0. It's the goat of ball trimmers. That's right. I said that. <laughs> it's waterproof. It's got 9,000 RPM. I mean, come on. And most of all, it's a really nice. <laughs> so you're going to take one home tonight. Yep. JT, you've got one as well. So you're, you, you both have them now. And now I won't hear any complaints about the Manscaped, the lawnmower 4.0. Pulp Mix 20s, code to save. <sighs> all right, Dark Side. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm calling you. Okay, call tonight or tomorrow, hopefully. Uh, I might call you tonight on the way home if you're up. Uh, probably won't be, but... Okay, well, I'll, I'll wait for, I'll sure wait for I'll tomorrow, wait. then. We'll call you tomorrow. I'll call you tomorrow. He's got to head over to the ladies' house. 11 o'clock here. Okay, gotcha.
Uh, all right, so Kellen Brower and uh, Nick on the uh, on the show this week on the wrap up show. Thanks to the sponsors on that as well. So uh, thanks, Darkside. All right, thanks, guys. All right, see see you. You're uh, you're worried for Darkside? A little bit. Yeah, I like dude. Darkside's just a good, nice guy. It's you, just like yeah. I just want to make sure he's good. If he thinks he's good, then that's great. That's okay. his deal. All right. Uh, you know what else is good? The Fly Racing 2022 line. It's great to have the, those guys supporting our shows across the board, uh, except for the privateer show that FXR is on. Mm-hmm. And uh, so thank you to Fly Racing. JT, you're always excited about this, uh, mm-hmm. obviously, as a guy that, you know, you're already working on 23 stuff, which is, yeah, gnarly. Yeah, but, uh, most of 23 is done. You, big, uh, big change for 2022 youth gear, uh, a new helmet. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, what else? Uh, so I think the helmet is one of the highlights. Uh, so we had the formula that came out yep. February of 19. And then I don't want to blow fly. Yeah. But like that is a really good helmet. God, dude, I want to regret that. Dude, that the formula helmet, I am not kidding you. That thing is fucking amazing. It's a great helmet. It's so quiet. It's so lightweight. And don't deny that it's not a great helmet. I, I don't think he obviously would. you got right. the sound yeah. drop. Right. No, but I'm saying now. Don't. No, I no, stand been, by it. Yeah, it's he's, great. He's been pretty, uh, right. yeah. pretty fair. That, that is a great helmet. So February of 19, we come out with the formula. Yeah. Last year, we came out with the Formula CC, yep. which for those of you who aren't as uh, up to speed on it, it's a carbon composite version of the full carbon formula. So same protection, uh, basically 0.15 pounds. So, you know, barely heavier than the full carbon formula, still under three pounds. Uh, and you still get all the same protection. It's just basically a, a little bit more budget conscious version. So it's $200 less retail. And then for this year, we brought out a polycarbonate version of the formula. So now that's called the formula CP. And now you're down to $250 at retail. So for us, the... Still the Rion and everything. Yeah, yeah the yeah. only thing you the only thing you miss out on is, of course, you don't get carbon. And then this one has dual density EPS versus the Conehead EPS. But you still get Rion technology. Uh, you're 3.1 pounds, which is still like within the top five helmets, lightest helmets in the premium market. Yep. Uh, so it's still super light. But for us, the long-term goal is and has been to bring Rion technology down in price so we can keep more people safe. That That's, in a nutshell, what we're trying to accomplish. So it's been steps to get there. Uh, but I, I feel that a lot of people have been priced out of the market. You know, they're looking at the helmet. They believe in it. But even at 489 for the CC version, that's a lot of money for a lot of people. And especially if you have multiple kids riding, that's a really big ask to spend that. Kind yeah. Of money I've heard helmets. that. I've heard that in my DMS. Like I really like the formula, yeah. but uh, you know, I can't afford one right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I've totally heard that. Yep. So we believe, and I, my honest personal hope is that this $250 version removes that barrier of entry, right? right? There are just so many people that I think now they can stomach 250 bucks. If you believe in the story, you've learned about the technology, you've gone on our website, you've watched television commercials and you're like, yeah, this, this looks like the real deal. I want to do this. I don't really feel like you have any more, and I don't even want to say excuses, but there's no more things holding you back, right? To keep you that safe. And you know, the testing is there and the science is there for 250 bucks. I believe it is a truly a great bargain now. So we're, we're extremely excited about being that's able your, to offer that. That's your stoked for 2022. It is yeah. just because yeah. I, I feel like there's a lot of people out there that are gonna they're gonna stay safer. So because the only of that thing helmet. is some conehead difference in the right in the, in correct the, uh, EPS yeah. and your yeah. your polycarbonate version versus yeah, yeah, carbon. Yeah. And honestly, the crazy thing is that in some lower speed tests, polycarbonate tests as good or better than carbon. Um, the faster you go, the higher, more high speed impacts you get. Carbon's gonna perform better. Yep. Uh, but I feel like polycarbonate gets a negative connotation because it's less expensive. 
but in a lot of crash tests, it performs really, really well. So for us, um, again, just, and, and this is on a personal level, I think being able to keep more people safe, mm-hmm. I don't think it gets much cooler than that as a brand, um, really providing equipment that, that makes a difference. So uh, that's that's been awesome, and, and we've been excited about it for a while, and it's finally kind of coming to market now. Uh, and the, I like this move. The kinetic stuff is some, some of my favorite stuff. You tighten up the knee area a little bit, so guys like Kiefer that when they wear the knee pads. Yeah, right. Uh, so for me, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm a perfect example for why we made this change because the kinetic pant, it fits this crazy wide range of body right. types, right? Yep. And sizing, it goes from 18 all the way up to a 48 in, in a couple colors. So it has this huge range, but... In like a 32, I always felt like it was a little bit too baggy for me. You know, I'm I'm a little bit leaner. I don't have really big legs in it. I always felt like there was just too much material and I would always end up wearing the light or the Evo because of it. Well, we wanted to find a happy medium between a guy that was a little bit bigger, even a guy like Zach Osborne is an example where he has really big legs. So he's leaned towards the kinetic because of that. We wanted to keep him happy, but also bring me back into where maybe it's not the perfect fit for me. Maybe still Evo is a better fit, but I, I would wear this pan and be happy with it. And I wasn't before. So that was really the, uh, the goal was like, make it a little bit more suitable to every customer versus like, okay, it, it fits a Huskier guy a little bit better, really big legs a little bit better. But if you're lean, kinetic might not be for you because I, we've, we've dealt with this. In I, the past. Still, I have big legs and I wear braces yep. and I still felt like the kinetic had too much room. It, right. And yeah, that's yeah. what we wanted and, to go I away mean, from. And I'm big. Like, right. And, and this Big has been everywhere. something we've been taking steps towards. Um, I can remember Justin Brayton when he won Daytona. Yep. He was wearing kinetic mesh because we always launch it. And yep. I remember having a conversation with him at Daytona, and he's like, man, there's just so much material here. And I'm like, we're working on it. We're trying to true that up right. a little bit. We're trying to get it to where a guy like yourself who's crazy fit and lean is going to be – No, Brayton. Brayton. Okay. <laughs> is going to be happy with it. But a guy like yourself yeah. is going to be happy with it too. Yep. Um, so that was a, a significant change for us, and we're hoping that it uh, it appeals to a wider range of, of people now. How much less material in the knee is it? Is I it mean, the knee and the thighs, the whole pan? It's more it, – it's basically from, like, shin to just above the knee was okay. where the biggest – Because the knee was always baggy. That's it, why it, I yeah, never yeah, wore yeah, that. That's, that's why I was exactly, saying, yeah. Same for me. Yeah. Same for me. That's yeah. why I didn't wear kinetic pants. Uh, and that, to me, is a significant problem. I have a fairly average body type. And for me to not want to wear the pant because of it, that's a problem. Right. Uh, so we just wanted to not necessarily fundamentally change it, but make it to where it wasn't a problem anymore. Hmm. Uh, I think my stuff, uh, my favorite stuff is the Evo that Brayton was wearing in the, in the ads. Yeah. Uh, red, red and red, blue. Yeah. It's like uh, a, it's like a it's steely blue. Yeah. I yeah. I, like, I think that that's my favorite stuff. Kiefer, what do you, obviously we know you got your FXR line. Yeah. Gear, yeah. Which, by the way, it's almost sold out. Yes. I mean, you only make 10 pairs. You did a but good job on that stuff, folks. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, he, he, you, I mean, JT knows I liked white, right? Oh, like, God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think you think. Right. Uh, but it, it did Jesus. come out. It came out good. I, I, I was pretty impressed with how good it looked. I, for me, the fa- my favorite colorway would have to be the light red because I like solid colors. Yep. Um, but if, if I'm going with what I would prefer if, when I was at Fly, I love the Evo pant. Mm-hmm. Um, the fit of the pant um, and I liked, Evo's I liked the, the boa, the I liked the boa yeah. but I, I, I wasn't here nor there on the front. Like I was like, yeah, yeah. I like it. Then I don't. But for me, the e, if you don't like the boa and you just want a normal buckle system, yep. like the Evo fit is awesome. The Jersey breathes really well. I like the way the neck is. So that, that would be my go-to. And now I usually liked a lot of the kinetic colors, 
but I stayed away from it because of the baggy knee, right? So I put yeah. it on. I was like, ah, it's yeah, too yeah. baggy. Same for me. So now that's that's cool that they downsized that. And the uh, JT, you also did the um, uh, Evo pant is adjusted a little bit. Yeah. So another thing that we noticed, um, because when you talk about pants like this, we don't have. You, you have a waist, but you don't have an inseam change, right? So a pant is a 32, and a 32 is a 32, and it has to fit a guy my height, and it has to fit a guy Benny Bloss's height, who is now wearing fly racing again, right? Yeah. That's a really difficult ask because every other pant in the world has an inseam size, right? That's, yeah. That fits. Right. Uh, so we, we wanted to make it where it would work for a taller guy like Benny as well. So the area between the crotch area – Crotchal region. 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 And the waistband, we added region. a couple millimeters of material there just to give a little bit more room. Because that, that was one complaint. Some taller guys were saying that. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. Benny was like, man, if I had a little bit more room, I feel like the pant wouldn't want to come down on me as much. And right. while, where I didn't even notice it at all. Yeah. Right? So, again, it's the same concept in theory mm. as the kinetic where we're just trying to make it work for every person where they don't feel like they're compromising. Uh, and the Zone Pro Goggle, of course, has been another big push for you guys. I mean, X-Brand, we love X-Brand on the show, but, hey, Brayton wore them at the podium. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and we are, you know, Western Power Sports, we sell X-Brand too, yeah. right? So we're all kind of on the same team. Um, but, yeah, we're, we are definitely pushing hard yep. with our, our goggle program. We're adding athletes. Yeah, do you think um, you'll have a team or a rider? I hope so. I think so. Okay. Um, it's, it's early for that stuff, uh, but we have definitely been – been trying to uh to add athletes that's for sure and i, I feel like we're ready um we the last thing we wanted to do was start it before we were equipped yeah. to do so right um so we're we're trying to ramp that up revel xl is a chess pro uh that you guys have had for a number of years but you've you've changed it a little bit you got an xl so we yeah so yep. the revel uh it's it's more of a it's a well it is a form-fitting piece yep and by definition, that means I like it's that be, stuff too. By the way, yeah, the F sixteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that 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 stuff has been re- really looks better than it used to. Yep. Yep. Uh, but the Rebel XL is, it's a larger piece to the Rebel. It's basically just the big brother to the Rebel. Yep. So if you're and we size it as over five eleven or over one hundred ninety five pounds. Oh, okay. That's who we really molded the the piece towards, because we had people in the office that aren't large people. I'm talking. You know, six feet tall and 200 pounds, that's a pretty average dude. Mm -hmm. And you put the Rebel on him and it looks really small. Yeah, yeah. So we needed a piece that was really built for larger guys. And and the Rebel was the right fit for them. But, again, we needed to fit it for them. Uh, Talon, you got a question? 22? Yeah, uh, off-road guy. So I noticed the the, you have an SE line with a zipper with a pocket. Yeah, yeah. So the kinetic pant, um, there was a big brouhaha in the design team about – they wanted to add a zipper to the kinetic pant. They wanted storage on the kinetic pant, but that really starts to bore the lines. I would like lines. a pocket in the mountain bike. I know you stuff, would. Yes. That starts to bore the lines between moto and off-road. Because mm-hmm. you have the patrol line for, do. for full off-road. We do, right. Uh, and kinetic is a, a really popular line for us. We have two graphics of it. We have a yep. mesh version. We have Rockstar version. There's a lot going on as far as, like, we need to make sure we don't screw kinetic up. And to make a really fundamental, controversial addition, like a pocket on it, was risky. Because uh, if, we, if we're wrong, it's going to be costly. Uh, so we added that special edition line. It's in a, like a snow camo look, and it has a pocket on it. And we're just going to see how it goes. We're oh, going yeah. to get feedback. We're going to see if people like it. Um, and if, if people love it, it, maybe we'll put it into one of the graphics of two. Uh, but this was more of just a trial run. To see how if big is like it? it. It's big enough for an iPhone. Oh, yeah. So I was going to ask you, can you put a phone yep, in it? Yep. Yeah, And yeah. it's for people. 
we think people are going to want to use it for like on X maps, yeah. you know, stuff yeah. like that, like yeah. your trail riding right. or, or a, another Ooh. big one is Instagram, right? People yeah. are out riding yeah. and they want to be able to take videos of Instagram. Yeah. It's a perfect application for that. What? Okay, go ahead. Uh, you're putting Rayon in impact shorts. Yeah, so Rion is Rion. something Rion, we're going to continue to start applying lots of places. Um, we saw, obviously, the Formula CP was an addition. The Barricade Impact Short, uh, we added it to it as well in the, in the hip area. I'd like to see it in a mountain bike helmet. <laughs> and you will. Oh. That, that's coming. Oh. Uh, but Breaking news. Rion, as in its purest concept, is an energy-absorbing material. Right. That's what it does, right? So if you really start thinking about that and what can we do with it, you can put it in all kinds of stuff. Right, anything that's built to absorb Keeper's impact, headboard. protection. There you go. Yep. Mm -hmm. Protection, as a concept, you can start applying Rion to it. So that's the first of many things we're working on. Um, and I don't want to give away products that aren't even for sale yet, but you can see where this is trending. Right, if anything is built to protect you, you could probably bet that Rion's coming. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's a neat, neat little addition. And of course, Kiefer, we met the uh, the guy who invented Rion yes. uh, at the Fly uh, Summer Camp a couple years ago. Yeah, Dr. Really, Dan Plant. Dr. Dan, yeah, he was cool. Yeah, he, Good dude. We did an interview with him, and what's yeah. cool is like he knew a lot about riding. Like, yeah, he yeah just he's wasn't super into it. Yeah. I mean, the sport as a whole, and, I, and maybe I'm overstating that, but I truly believe it. Definitely us as a brand. We are incredibly fortunate that he likes motocross. But I, I even think the sport as a whole gained a lot just because he could have taken that, that somewhere else, yeah. anywhere, yeah. right? That when it was back when it was Armor Gel 15, 10, 10 years ago, and then he created Rion out of it, it could have been anything, mm -hmm. anything in the world that he wanted to take that to. And, and he liked motocross and mountain biking. So, um, yeah, it was just blind luck, honestly. What, what are you most proud of for the 22 line? I think the CP, the CP yeah. is closest to my heart because I know how many people – weren't able to get into a formula because of cost yep. and now they're going to be able to. And I think about kids that their parents are just, they're doing everything possible to get to their kids to the track already. And now you cut that, the price of that helmet in half or even a third for the full carbon one. Yep. And now they're going to be like, I can do that. Like I can. So to me that, uh, that carries the most weight to me. Cause that, it's tough and, for me too. Cause I get emails yeah. all the time about what helmet should I put my kid in? Yep. And I'm like, dude, it's tough for me to tell you because it I, is, it is right. Yeah. I how, do you, how do you tell a parent, like, you need to spend 700 bucks? Right. Like, that's tough. Like, you want to tell them that, and that's the truth. Scientifically, that's the truth. But to give them an option that's marginally less right. safe, marginally, and cut the cost by 70%, that's pretty yeah. great. Pretty, pretty good deal. Uh, at Fly Racing USA on social media to see it. Uh, FlyRacing.com as well on, on the web. Get it through Motorsport, guys, uh, or your local dealer or whatever. So, yeah, pretty, pretty cool uh, deal. Um, anything like else? Did I, did I touch on it? Did no, I, I think uh, what Kiefer's pointing to is pretty cool. Uh, we did youth-specific graphics and colors. Oh, we've, yeah. We've never done yeah. before. Uh, it's always kind of been copied of the adult sizes, and we've just seen an explosion in kids riding because of COVID. Right. So we wanted to do something to respond to that. Uh, so they have very much youthful-themed graphics and colorways. Uh, th there's one that's almost all high-vis, so parents can see their kid across the track, and then we just think it appeals to – their tastes and likes more than more than adult stuff. So um, that was a big step forward for us and a lot of convincing and a lot of logistical challenges to make that happen. Cool. Yeah. Uh, when do I get my stuff? When do I get my set? Hopefully soon. Uh, we are desperately trying to get it to dealers. I think Pant Jersey uh, starts dealers, shipping dealers right are now. Take priority over I'm me. also looking and there's no Steve Mathis photos. Like they didn't include you in the catalog again. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. 
but yeah, it's 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 all happening. I think Pant and Jersey shipped this week. Yep. So things are uh, things are going going out, but it's tough, man. I you know we didn't really see any big problems from all the COVID and the ports and all that for a long time, but it's finally it's caught you caught up to everybody. <laughs> um, um, well, and Kiefer, again, your gear is almost all sold out. But, yeah, you've got something exciting to talk about, too. Your yeah, so Kiefer I'm, line of gear. Yeah, so I, I uh, took a lot of time with Carson over at FXR Racing and, and not only designed the colorway, but we we did some different things with the yoke of the pant, just some different things that I felt like FXR needed to go to. And, obviously, I, I learned a lot when I was over at Fly. I talked to Max, talked to JT, and um, – so that gave I don't want to blow fly, yeah. but like that is a really good helmet. <laughs> so that gave me a lot of knowledge of what I wanted. Yep. And um, so, yeah, it's exciting for me to see something that I'm so passionate about. And I know JT's passionate about his, his work and I see it and I, I admire that. And for me, like gear has always been something that I really love. Uh, so to have something with my name on it that I like. Uh, it's very rewarding. But you won't wear just that. You'll wear everything. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll wear everything. Right. But for me, like... What I, I think is really cool is, like, some of the MXGP guys are going to wear it. Yeah. Um, some of the professional, you know, outdoor guys are going to wear it. So, for me to see that, that's, dude. I was Chiz? Like, Chiz said he would wear it, yeah. Oh. But I think Mumphy and Shock are going to wear it. Oh, nice. So, for me, that's really cool feeling. And yeah. just to be a part of something and, and do right. that, and it's, right. it's, it's rewarding. All right. Well, well said. Uh, again, Fly Racing, uh, check out the 2022 stuff. And... JT, I know one guy that you are talking to for next year. If you get it, that would be really big for you guys. But uh, Top five guy? Not sure what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> but uh, there, there could be some additions to the Fly Racing lineup of riders. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that will be good. We are uh, – yeah, I mean, we've it's no secret we've suffered from injuries and we've lost guys to retirement too. Yeah. Weston Pike and guys have gone away. So we are more in the we need to add guys than, yeah. than lower – Less than the budget. We're we're trying to get aggressive, oh but we need to. We, yeah. we don't have enough guys right now. Yeah, yeah. Just I mean, cool. even guys just, like Baggett, right? Baggett's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pike's Baggett, gone. Pike, like right. yeah. our core. Like we, I don't know what Brayton's doing. Like Brayton, is he racing? Is he not? Like that's another guy that we're right. kind of He's waiting racing. on. Okay, okay. But we yeah. didn't. We yeah. don't. We right. didn't know. Right. We lost him right. halfway through the season. That was just another one of our key guys that yeah. was out. I mean, it, it's been really tough. Yeah, absolutely. So big things coming for the folks at Fly Racing, and uh, we thank them for the support on all of our shows and the, and the FXR guys with the Privateer Show. We we like that too. Uh, Dennis is on six. Dennis, what's up? You got a question for JT? <laughs> Yeah, guys, um, just this whole uh, generational talent. I know we're kind of beating a dead horse here, but uh, <laughs> I kind of wanted to think your guys' opinion on um, where kind of Pastrana falls into this whole thing. You know, we um, don't bring him up enough. He was. Yeah, he was, true. dude. Well, like, yeah. We have a lot of riders in the 250 class that weren't even born, you know, until when he was winning. So it's mm -hmm. like I hear a lot of these comments on Vital that Pastrana wasn't an elite racer, and it's like, who, you know, how old well, are you to No, think he won a Supercross title his first year. Uh, exactly. And he won an outdoor title his uh, first or second year, whatever it was. Yeah, um, he's I mean, absolutely he generous. He was that. seventeen, right? Yeah, so I think he right. matched um, Stewart. Yeah, and to me, watching him ride, like he he was that good. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I, if his body yeah. doesn't give yeah. out, yeah, he wins a lot. Right, right. Uh, so I put him on that level. I do. Yeah, we don't probably talk okay. about him like Stu. You know, we brought up earlier. You said Stu and right. Bradshaw, and like, yeah, he. But honestly, strong. honestly, his body giving out is probably the best thing that ever happened to him because he went down a different path, yeah. and yeah. then became a worldwide superstar. Made yeah. more money than he Absolutely. was probably racing, yeah. right? Oh, of course. Well, yeah, and no, I, I think Dennis, I think Pastrana is a good, uh, good generational talent. Generational talent. 
So. Right on. Cool. Uh, I, I want to just get yeah. in on that. No, Thank it you. sounds good. Thanks, man. Uh, Jensen's on one. Jensen, you want to talk about Washougal? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's happening? Uh, so I know it's kind of hard to be real bad in Millville, but I was at Washougal for amateur days and on Saturday. And for me, that was one of the most fun nationals I've ever been to. And I just kind of wanted to know what your guys' thoughts on thoughts on the weekend were and where it ranks for you guys out of all the other tracks. It was awesome. I heard Ryan Huffman told me it was one of the biggest Washougals ever. Oh, wow. Good. Um, JT was packed. It was. Like, it I don't was. know how your, your, your VIP area was, yeah. but. Well, we were talking about, well, and that's the, kind of a different area, but I always judge it off of the parking. Yeah. And I saw people in parking lots that I've never seen people in before. So yeah. that's, that's a really good sign. Uh, the, and these, you got to remember, these tracks need it. It's been a rough 18 yeah. months for a lot of these tracks because of state restrictions, county restrictions. If they could be open, they were limited to how many people that they were allowed to have. So to have this huge bounce back year like this, yeah. uh, it couldn't come at a, at a better time. It, it was great, man. I love going to Washougal. I mean, again, like Red Bud is hard to beat because it's July 4th, right? So everybody's in the great mood. It's a long weekend. Um, I like Millville track-wise. You know, I think it's the best track. But it, Washougal's right up there, and uh, and it was awesome. It was a lot of people, Jensen, for sure. So Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks, man. I think they all have their quirks. Yep, you know, like Washougal has the scenery. Yeah. I think Millville, the track is the best. Yeah. I think Redbud, the atmosphere, the atmosphere. is the best. Yeah. Um, I always liked Bud's Creek because I think going to Washington, D.C. is really cool. Right. Like, as, as you, weird you as that sounds. did your best over national there. Right, but I always wanted to go to D.C. Like, right. I probably toured around Washington, D.C. five times. Have you really? Yeah, oh, wow. just okay. because yeah, it's yeah. right there. Yep. Uh, so I think they all are unique you go to Smithsonian? in Smithsonian? Yeah, cool, of course. Huh? I've been yeah. a few times. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, High Point being in Morgantown with Racer X and MX Sports, and there's always, like, big parties there. It yep. has its own special feel. Yep. So every, everything has its own um, uniqueness to it. SoCal, you're in the uh, Glen Helen, I mean, there's so much. Well, dude, I miss but, Glen Helen. I don't keep talking shit on it, but I miss me- it. I think you're in the mecca of motocross, yeah. like SoCal, right? And if you're coming from the Midwest to be able to get to go dude, there, you go to Chaparral. The hills, everything. But you go to all these places that you've heard about for right. years, yep. right? For some people, like going to Chaparral is a massive yeah. deal. Right, so oh yeah, like foreigners, like anybody yeah. comes from Australia yeah. or whatever, like they two yeah. places they go to Chaparral and Pro, Pro Circuit. Circuit. Yep, 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 absolutely. So, uh, yeah, there's. I think there's something to be, something unique to be uh, found at each one. We got the expert on goggle tear offs coming up. But first, phone call for Kiefer from Noah. Noah, what's up? What's your question for Kiefer? Yeah, what's going on, boys? What up, um, Kiefer? I got a question for you. What's uh, up? I just bought a 2020. Honda CRF 450 Works Edition off a mutual friend of ours, actually, Jesse. Okay. Um, and I've only ever ridden, like, older 450s out of 2006 Honda, 2011 KTM. So <clears throat> this bike is – I was hoping to talk to you after I ridden it for the first time this weekend, but um, this bike is just gorgeous and yeah. it's got so many – Bells and whistles. You know. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's got every bell and whistle there is. So I was I had a question about the traction control and the mapping and kind of just where should I start? I've already read through the entire owner's manual that he gave me, and I'm just where should I start as far as mostly the traction control and the engine mapping are my two main questions. Yeah, so it's funny you bring that up. So that was one of the stories I'm working on for actually for Steve's site is uh, I just happened to weed through all of this stuff because there's so many options for you Honda guys out there as far as what maps to use, but not only what maps you can put it in, but what traction 
traction control number you can use each map mm -hmm. in. So there's so many options. So um, not to bust the story open, but like for me, I always ran map one with traction control two. And for me, for guys like you getting used to the bike, because there's a lot of power underneath that bike, man, like that Honda is really fast. So for me, that was a really good blend of having enough bottom in, but yet keeping enough traction and linear uh, feel for me to not get tired in two laps, right? So okay. um, if you want to start there, put it in map one and then make sure your traction control is blinked twice and then try riding it in that for a little bit. And I, I'm pretty sure you really like it, especially if you're riding so SoCal tracks like Cahia, Glen Helen, things like that. I think uh, yeah. even Paula. Um, yeah. I don't know if you're starting on the VED or the main track, but even later in the day when those tracks get harder, that that uh, that whole combination of map one and then TC2 is really good. JT, you want to ask JT what his map settings are? Or? Uh, I'm sure he's got it dialed. Well, okay. I actually yeah, he, he's asked wrote, you about he, this. He, yeah, I, he's written. I he's actually. Like, hey, he's, I, I'm asking. I'm yeah, asking from a, coming from tone. I'm coming from a neutral place. I'm coming from a neutral place of You're love. You're not. Peace and love. The same place as Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. So yeah, try that and then see if you like it. If you want a little bit more juice, then simply just go down to TC1, and then pretty soon you maybe don't need TC at all. But I feel like. Sorry, JT, but I feel like these traction control um, buttons don't get utilized enough, and rightfully so, because some of them don't really work that well. Um, so for me, Honda, they do it. KTM's traction control is like, eh, can't Blue really great. But yeah. this one, it works pretty it. good for... My mapping. Like, oh, I'm going to be nice. going out of State Fair main track on Sunday, so you think that the traction control works pretty good out? Yeah, like especially maybe setting. not right in the morning, but man, like how tight that track is, and that's a lot of bike for that small of a track. So I would definitely try. Yeah. It. Yep. So uh, if you see Kiefer around there, watch limping around riding. Go ask him. Yep. <laughs> so. Uh, right on. Thanks, thanks Noah. Thanks, Thank man. You, man. Appreciate it. What are you gonna say now? I used map one. Yeah. I like. Yep. The best map two was okay. It didn't run as clean mm -hmm. for me. And then map three is just like, dear God. Get it back to map yeah, one. You're like, why would it you want to even it? run? No, like it's it breaks up and cuts out, and I, I don't know what's happening. But. So <laughs> we tried to Honda didn't didn't do that on purpose. Something might be off with your map. We're try, yeah. trying to uh, like Honda didn't be like sweet. No, of course. Let's. The yeah. 2022 maps that we yeah. we created are, are way better, and there's enough difference where you can feel it. But like, no one wants to go map three unless you're just riding pure sand. Yeah. No one's in that. You're like, I'm getting yeah, away like from coming that. off the bottom. It's but I bet you didn't use TC, did you? Uh, I don't love TC. It, but I don't think you've tried this. I have. Well, I you have. You tried it on the Honda? Not on the Honda, no, okay. but I've used it on other bikes, and it doesn't work for me. I like explosive power. There's, there's, there comes a time when there's too much for the consumer to use. Yeah. You're like, for me, I've ridden. Yeah, you've like, ridden all this. Right. Yeah. I, I want bottom. I want it to hit. I, that's fine. I don't, I don't want to tone it down. So map one was that for yeah. you. Yeah. 2022 CRF 250? Oh, boy. Yeah, what about it? When's it coming up? I, I, I can't say because I don't know what I can and can't say, okay? So okay. I'm at the point now where you'll see something from Honda this week. That's all oh, I'm Oh, okay. Say. Well, that's something. Yes. There we go. Uh, you know what else is something? It's time for the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs, uh, the, the, the game that everybody loves. Let's do this. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire X-Brand Goggles, Pulp Show... 21 is the code to save with X-Brand goggles. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. Josh Strang, X-Brand, Kyle Chisholm, X-Brand, Freddie Noren, X-Brand, uh, Henry Miller, X-Brand. Yeah, you name them, X-Brand's got them. 
Hey, Rich. Uh, Hi, Rich. It's me, Kiefer. Remember uh, I wanted some goggles at some time? It would be lovely to get some. Thanks, Rich. Love, Chris. Okay. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I will let that go on the show because uh, he should have sent them to you. I don't know what. <laughs> don't believe. Do you think? Though, I think he just forgot. Honestly. No, no. I think maybe he's like, Kiefer's not going to like these because he loves Oakley's. and that, That's uh, so why you should send them to I me. agree. Right. I agree. Right. But, okay. All right. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser and a Swiss Corps. Yeah, we got a couple extra today. Do you know Moser at all? Barely. Yeah. JT? Wasn't he hitchhiking across Northern California or something? Wasn't yeah, it? I think so. Okay. I, think he, I think he walked across the country yeah. from Jacksonville to I California. Grew I, only, I only know people that were at Washougal. Yeah. I don't think he was there. He's got yeah. a hot wife. I know that. Yep. All right, let's do this. 30 seconds on the clock. Speaking of, Steve, with Moser missing Washougal, who was the drunkest fan you encountered? I didn't encounter anybody. I tell you what, though, I didn't encounter any drunk fans. Nobody from Washougal Free Press. Is that what it was, Washougal Free Press? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Of course. Um, <laughs> you know this. What you I, 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 well, I was making sure I thought it was, but I wasn't sure what the newspaper's name was. Um, I get stopped at Seattle Supercross and Washougal, I think, more than any other races in the country. Really? By fans, by listeners. They... We had they a live are, show. We had a great live show. Live show was great. Yeah. Uh, they are a pulp show supporters up there. It's great. They get photos, sign hats for people. Like it's cool, man. They they're Pacific Northwest is a big pulp nation. So thank you, everybody. All right. The uh, Twisted T Hep truck driver. Pulp, Not a fan. Fa- no. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> I am a pipes. <laughs> <laughs> I am pipes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Kiefer, after Loretta's, what's the most important amateur national? Ooh, after Loretta's, important, oh, most important. Know. I have a race tech rant. Oh, um, can you hold, please? Sure. Okay. I am going to say mini Olympics. All right. JT. What the hell? Why is every race an amateur national championship now? <laughs> That's how you make money. When I was racing, it was, it was Loretta's. And then, like, Ponca was iffy, but right. we all kind of snickered. You're like, ah, I, I'm national champ. I won Ponca. We're like, ah. Hey, back in the day, nobody went to Ponca. the amateurs used to skip Loretta's and go to Ponca. That's true. Ponca was bigger. Ponca was bigger. Ponca was before Loretta's. Loretta's was the big dog. No, but before. No, I feel like 80s, Ponca was bigger. In the 80s, Ponca was bigger. Maybe, maybe. Oh, no, no. Trust me. Well, Loretta's didn't start till 83. Yeah. So, I don't know when you're talking about. Mid-80s, yeah. So, I don't think Loretta's okay, caught well, on. Loretta's till... second year. Okay, maybe, yeah. I mean, I understand. But I'm saying, like, 90s, 2000s. Okay. Loretta's was much bigger than Ponca. And we'd always Where'd laugh, you put World right. Mini in there? It was NMA. Did you ever so do that World Mini? Like, I didn't. No. no. I mean, it was, it was a big deal, but it wasn't Loretta's, for sure. Um, it wasn't even an AMA event. Uh, so, but now... It's, I mean, the mid-Ohio vintage days were handing out national championships. Glenn Helen. This like past plates? Weekend. Yes. Really? Yes. So you have mini Olympics. You have Mammoth. You have uh, what's... Um, and then... There's one in SoCal. What the hell is that race Gold now? Cup or something? Or a no, there's something... State championship? But there's something, I think it's... AZ a- Open. Paula. I don't... AZ Open is another one. Uh, they had... We had GNCs. We had... Um, Oak Hill for a while. They're just pop up all over the damn place, so and everybody's handing out. It's like, it's like gets, Oprah with a car. 
It's like, you get a national championship, you get a national championship, you get a national yeah. I'm like, so what the hell is Fly Racing on? gets a resume from a 32-time national champion. No, no, this is what's happening. Yeah. You look at resumes of kids that are going pro, and he's like, 722-time national champion. I'm like, what the f- flip are you talking about dude right like i don't even i've never even heard of you right and you broke olesi's records for national championships <laughs> yeah i agree it's, it's, it's out yeah. of control well they do that to attract the people yeah I, i'm sure yeah right. right it's just to me i just shake my head at it because i'm like i'm sorry man like that's not a national championship you didn't go and beat chance hymas or jet reynolds or Ryder ellis or i am a world whoever. vet champion yeah he's world. a world champion that's that's one race. Like at the Gold Cups in Florida, they don't hand out World Vet Championship plates, right. right? Like, just respect what. I just hate that they've lost respect for what those races meant. Yeah. Because for me, it was like, I think Mini Olympics was a big deal, but I was busting my ass Loretta's for months because I knew the weight it carried. Yeah. Ryan yeah. Gold, world just like, champion. Yeah, everybody gets them. Ryan Gold, world champion. World. Kong. I, I just got. <laughs> my God. I get messages. And then my in my subject line of my emails, Kong is coming. Kong's like, coming back. That's what I. I'm like, oh, I gotta click this. What's open? Open this. Just want to let you know, I saw Kong at the local Australia. Yeah. He's already getting ready. Oh. Tell Galdi. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Godzilla versus Kong. And that's all I get in that subject. It's all caps. Kong is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Kong KO'd himself at the last moto against Galdi. Yeah, he just wants redemption. Yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay. All right. I agree with you. Great rant. Yes. Great rant. Yep. I mean, I can just... Anything amateur oh, hate, right. you're on. Like, you're yeah. already on board. I used to fight with the Butlers brothers about this because I went pro before they did, yeah. right? So they're racing B classes and A classes and stuff while I'm racing pro. And they're like, yeah, I'm, you know, I got, I got 22 titles. And I'm like, <laughs> I've well, been around. You're racing all of it. Yeah. And you've never won one race. Well, did you hear... Um, Next year, Loretta Lins, people that race Loretta Lins, is those points are going towards national numbers for AMA. Stop it. <laughs> I just want to see his face. I don't doubt it. I, that's, <laughs> we almost just lost power again. Dude, if we had a close-up on his face for two seconds, it was like this. The lights were Dude, flickering. Dude, I'm like, because it could, it could fucking happen. Because it could fucking happen. That's a realistic scenario. Like, lot 250 guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. amateur oh, racers. Yeah. 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 Uh, Fuck it. We got to get these amateurs some clout. Yeah, yeah, you're a fucking guy. Uh, Palmetto. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got a national number. Yeah. Palmetto? What? Paymart? Paymart. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a hell of a third moto. <laughs> All right. That's the real reason why Fly just said, ah, yeah. I'm out. Oh, uh, he was so we said you're out. We <laughs> said you're out. Angry, oh, my dude. God. Angry. Uh, All right. My God. <laughs> you want to talk about money and over here, like my house or whatever, right there, this fucking guy. Oh, it's my a, God. This guy, it's a bidding war. Yes, oh a bidding war God. for his gear services, <laughs> so a percent of gear sold, a salary, oh, oh everything. I was just throwing the kitchen sink at it. <laughs> yeah. We'll give you a Ford Taurus. I'll throw in. You'll get a national championship. I'll throw in Southwest Air Miles. This, this, like, what else can I give you? This what do you fucking want? guy, yeah. You uh, want to talk about money. Hey, yeah. can we get to 30 seconds or less, okay, please? All right, there Thank, we go. You. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Keeper. JT, what gear brand does Fly consider their biggest competitor? Fox. Yeah, Point nine. That's, well, uh, yeah, it's pretty. That might pretty be a record. One. That was yeah. impressive. Yeah. Will it always be that way? Oh, I don't know. I mean, always is a long time. Uh, but, I mean, they are the elephant in the room for sure. We've come a long way, man. And you know what's funny is uh, we have 
grown, the brand has grown into a place where we have people coming at us pretty aggressively at times. And at first I get mad, but then I have to think of how I used to go at Fox and I was, I would go at them really aggressively and because I wanted what they have, Mm -hmm. right? I want that legacy and the way that people looked at their brand and that icon image and all that stuff. And I feel like we are working towards that. So as a natural progression, people are going to come at you just like that. So I have to check myself sometimes and say, listen, you have to just take it as a compliment because they see you doing well and they want to have what you have, just like I wanted to have what Fox had. And and I think we're working towards that. So uh, long story short, I think I should take it as more flattery than I should as an insult when people make derogatory comments yeah, or absolutely. it's just part of it. Haters going to hate when you're yep. good, right? Yep. And, 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 and I used to say that about some riders, like would get mad at me about reporting on silly season stuff. Yep. I'm like, Hey bro, Alex Ray would love for people to care about where he was riding. Next right. year. It means right. you're good. It right. means that people are interested in you. But right. I, I used to be yeah. so bitter yeah. at Fox when I first started like 13, 14, 15, but it was purely out of desire to be where they were. Yeah. It mm-hmm. wasn't what that I thought. But when you were younger, didn't you? That was your like you wanted to ride for Fox, right? Um, I mean, they had Ricky and guys. They were super iconic, but I never even really considered it. I never wore Fox ever, so I'd never really you never, thought about you never it. Wore Fox? I never did. No, really, never really thought about it. Oh. Um, but on a professional sense, I wanted our brand to be where they were, and and I I was so competitive that it it kind of seeped out of me as bitterness. Like I'm like I got we got to beat those guys. Here's a great question. Okay. Sorry. You, how long were you fly when you were racing? You were fly for a long time. Oh five and oh six, I was not, but oh three until I stopped. What is the best gear that you wore besides fly that you thought was the best? Well, I only wore answer. So that's it. In that, in those oh five and oh six seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but previous to all that, like, did you wear other gear? Or? Uh, I thought it was you all wore Thor. Yeah, I did. I did. And, and nothing back then was very good. It mm-hmm. was all pretty terrible, our brand included. Um, I did really like how light the answer stuff was in like 05, 06. It mm-hmm. was significantly lighter than my the fly Synchron stuff. stuff that. Uh, I did wear some Synchron stuff, um, but we wore a little bit of everything. But it was so light. It was before I think Synchron was even out. It was so That's right, because I remember, because I went to answer because... Uh, Joe. No. Well, you and Joe were wearing it, yep. but also uh, who was the writer rep? The um, Villa Poto's wife was the writer yeah. rep that year. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, next question. Yeah. Kristen Young at the time. Um, bu- 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 no. oh, yeah. Steve. Yep. Biggie. When do you think fans will be able to interact with writers again? They can now, apparently, at Washougal. <laughs> it was a free-for-all at Washougal. I mean... Yeah, like like fans were getting signing autographs. There were the, people the, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. It's open? If, if, Yes. It, well, kind of. If you didn't know, if you had been in a coma from 2019 till last Saturday, you would never have known COVID happened. Hmm. Never. I like, like that. You may have seen a couple people with masks on and go, that's, that's strange. Yeah. But it, it, it was not yeah. COVID. It was like normal, normal. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. All right. Kiefer. Yes. And, oh, sorry. And by the way, 2022 Supercross should be wide open, just as the old days. I'm. I will believe. be very surprised right. if it's like Washougal was. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. I, I don't have any inside information. I'm just. I will be surprised if they let it go like that. Like it was Buck Wild. I mean, there were no restrictions, none. So I'll be surprised if we get that far. But I do think it'll look pretty normal. Right. All right. Kiefer. Uh, who else will get a 450 moto win this season? 
Ooh, who else? I am going to. So we got we got we got Barsha. Yeah, we already got. We got him. Sexton. Ferrandis. We got Ferrandis. We got Tomac. We got uh, uh, Ken. Kenny. I am going to say. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say Webb. Okay. Really? Oh wow. Okay. He's got a long way to go, right? I know now. he does, but changes are coming. I yeah. feel like what he's been complaining about. They're helping him along with that, and uh, from what I've seen from Marv, the bike is going the right direction, so I, mm -hmm. I feel like some of that was Coop on the weekend, and I think this two weeks will be better, and I think maybe not Unadilla, yeah, but, but I think by, by Buds, we'll he, see Coop. He's getting himself in positions to do. He's getting starts, yeah. He's you know, but I don't see it. I'm going to go AP7. Okay. I feel like that's... AP7, Indiana. Iron Man. Yeah. Okay. That's a strong that's, that's, pick. That's a good pick. Stamp it. All right. JT, are you working at the Nationals you attend or just spectating? Uh, a little bit of both. Um, officially, my capacity is there to interact and greet dealers um, that are there. So I don't consider it hard work. It's not like I'm digging ditches, but um, I am there in an official capacity. Yes. 14 seconds. All right. Steve. Which was cooler, Leighton Smale qualifying for his first national on a KTM 350 in the 450 class and pulling off a 26th overall, or Carson Brown ripping a TC 252 stroke to 18th in Moto 1? Shout out to Lance's kid. That's awesome. Also makes me really feel real fucking old that Lance, kids, Lance Smale's kid is racing. Uh, I'll go Carson Brown, though. I'll go Carson Brown. He's on a 252 stroke. It was it a 250 though? Do we know? Was it was it bigger? Uh, I don't I, know. It's according to what I've heard it is. Right. What? Uh, yeah. Um, good job to Carson Brown. Um, Kiefer, yep. which is your favorite new line of fly gear? Uh, uh, Evo. I like Evo. Yep. JT, right. JT, which national has grown the most since you've been on the circuit? Oh, man. Um, grown the most. <clears throat> I would say Millville. I said Millville. When I first started going, it wasn't. Uh, didn't feel like it was that big of a race. When I was there, you know, nine days ago or whatever it was, there were so many effing people there. I mean, it was as far as I could see. There were motorhomes. It was. Uh, it was great. I was like, as a fan of the sport and wanting to, the sport to be seconds. healthy. It was awesome. Like you just look around, and you're like, man, we are in a good place right now as a sport. There were. God, there were a lot of people. Uh, I went there for my first race in 1988, and the hillside was all trees, and the and Mount Mount Martin was all trees. Like it's opened up, and yeah, it's it's definitely gotten a lot bigger. So, all right, maybe Red Bud right. though too. Just Red a couple, a couple more. Uh, this was from a guest uh, submitter for Steve. Name the three sketchiest starts in outdoor motocross. Um, I will go Unadilla is one. Not so much anymore. They fixed a lot of the sketchy starts. Yeah, they don't have the downhill anymore. Right. Um, I'll go Unadilla. Like the old Buds, I would say. The old Red Bud, I would say. But those are when, fixed. When Buds Creek had a 90 yeah. right, right by the barn. Yep. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, I, yeah. I picked my, So one weekend, one race there, uh, I crashed every single time. <laughs> well, I didn't have to qualify on Saturday, but Sunday morning qualifier, crash. Got up, still made it. First moto, crash. Second moto, crash. Right. Right-hander break life, huh? And it was like... Paul, Paul was not sketchy. It yet. was all the way Fast back right. Paul's like, not that bad. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm out. 
You know what's scary? Mm. By far the scariest of the year was the old red bud start. Yeah. Yeah. Wide open, and everybody just hangs a left. You never even <laughs> let off. And people are just like elbows into each other. And you just, if you crash, you just flip because you're doing yeah. 60 miles an hour. Yeah, that was great. That was from one Zach Osborne. Oh, okay. Uh, three more. We'll do them quick. JT, will Blake Baggett ever see another gate? I'll say yes, but I, I don't mm. have any information. But I just don't think he's. I don't think he's just going to walk away forever. I think you'll see him next summer somehow, some way. Um, that would be my guess. Yes. Right. Steve. Actually, I've heard a few rumors, so I'll say next summer. Okay. Steve, will Dylan Ferrandis ever be looked at like JMB? No, no, no. We, we, JMB was the first sort of foreigner to do well. We've had a ton of those guys since then. It's more accepting. His English is better. I think JMB was a kind of a grouchy guy. So no, no. no. What you said was the best foreigner ever. What was the question? No, Jamie. First. Jamie was the first foreigner oh. ever. So, yeah. All right, last one, Kiefer. To do well, I guess I should okay. say. Where does Forkner go after Mitch boots him? Oh. He ain't getting booted. I don't think he's getting booted. I think he's staying another year. And what, from what I've seen at Washougal, I know the, the results don't show it, but he came back from way, way back to get 12th the first model. And I'm talking sat on the start, took forever. Right. Pulled into the pits and came back. Hold to on. He was in the first turn crash. Are you talking about Shimoda? No. They Forkner were both, pulled they in were the pits? Yeah, in. but Forkner pulled in? P- Forkner pulled in. Oh. I don't know if he pulled in or not, but he was definitely in the yeah. first turn crash. Yeah. No, they showed him. That was Shimoda. But Forkner crashed. Shimoda pulled in. Really? Yeah. Shimoda pulled in was passing dudes back. Yeah. I saw that. But yeah. Forkner was down. Yeah. But he was like 25th or something like a couple laps in. Yeah. Like he came from way back. The second mode I wasn't as impressed with, but he's getting better. That's I think he's getting better. And I, I think uh, if he stays healthy, I think he'll be okay next I year. I think his qualifying was a pretty big step too. Yeah. He was fast fourth, in qualifying. Fourth or something. Like yeah. it's coming back for sure. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks to motorsport.com and Fly Racing Decal Works. We're going to do a commercial break here. Come back. We've got the tweets of Talon, and, uh, and that'll be the show. Well, I've got some Instagram questions for you guys, too. I'll scroll through some of those and dig some of those up. Okay. Do you want to go? Do you want to hit the road? Why? Because he's here. I know you got to drive back. Wow. And this is going to be a late show. So is, it, is it because I'm wearing the shirt? Is that what's going on? No. Kind of. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we're not doing after dark, so I'm, yeah. what, what time is it? 9.50. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. All right, okay. You got Alpine Stars intro tomorrow. I do, but it's, it's evening. Okay. All right, everybody. Uh, we're going to take the commercial break. We'll be right back after this with some more uh, Jason Thomas and Chris Kiefer. Thanks for, thanks for listening. See you in a bit. Fuck my ass. Those who love motocross know motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. 
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning, may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will be. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. You want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about race tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, man. 
basically I've had the chance to do some stuff with Racetech recently with the CRF 250R and of course the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Racetech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Racetech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, fork, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blows uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Racetech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Hey, Pulp Nation, Andy from Guts Racing. We are the leaders in seat technology. We feel like for any need that you have with your seat, we've got you covered. For 2021, we're going to be adding more colors to our, our product line, and we're going to be adding more merchandise to our product line. Also new for 2021, we've expanded our distribution through motorsportoutlet.com. So please support the people that support Pulp, support Guts Racing, and also support motorsport.com. Hope to see you guys at the track soon. Once again, this is Andy Gregg from Guts Racing. Thanks again to Pulp Nation for all the support. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. 
to see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships in my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then while the competition has been trying to catch up. Grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsordeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate and as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is Pulp MX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of works connection products for 2021 i've got the perch on my bike i've got the engine plugs i absolutely love it great product i've got the uh, start device as well which helped me in one moto at the world bet championships and one moto not so much worksconnection.com pulp mx20 is the code to save please check them out all new 2021 products now available. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by the folks at uh, motorsport.com and uh, Decal Works and Fly Racing. I came in a little hot there. I apologize. It's very nice. Uh, but Jason Thomas and Chris Kiefer here. We're going to wrap up a couple of segments and, uh, and call it a night. Ride Engineering. Kiefer, ride-engineering.com. Pulp, Pulp Pan 20 is the code to save with those guys. You know, we have a codes on our site, right, on pulpmechshow.com. Mm-hmm. And then Adrian uh, wants his uh, code for people to ask for it. You know, just something that Ride Engineering wants. Okay. I get so many requests for the code. Right. Like, people are loving Ride Engineering stuff. Yeah. I get a lot of requests for the code. They make good stuff. Is it annoying to you to have to answer them? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not stoked on that. Welcome to my life. Right. What am I going to do? An all-new triple clamp design for the big Yamaha. Testing will be done in August or September. Are you you involved in this? I I guess that sounds like something I would be involved in. (laughs) The goal is to have production parts available in October. Uh, so they got an all-new triple clamp design. The purpose of the new design is to improve front-end comfort and reduce vibration. They'll be available in three offsets to customize your handling and across all models. 649 bucks includes the top, bottom, stem, and bearings. Two-stroke riders will need to add 143 bucks for the bar mount, the cones, and the hardware to make the switch to rubber mounting. But the good news is use the code PULPFAN20. So stay tuned. Big things coming from Ride Engineering. Kiefer, have you ever been in a motorcycle or car accident? Uh, yeah. Did somebody or some idiot take you out? Yeah. Oh, Arthur Draper. Call Arthur Draper. Okay. He's a friend of the show. Used to race. Yes. Friend of the show. In fact, uh, he's a slow moto guy turned attorney. Florida? No. Okay. Arthur takes the time to know the clients. We'll take the time to talk to you personally. SoCal and some other states that he is licensed in. Mm-hmm. Consultations are free, Chris. You just need to call. All right. 
More importantly, Arthur only gets paid if you get paid. Mm. Uh, there's no risk to you. Help is only a phone call away. Arthur's got your back. Visit ArthurDraper.com. So he's a personal injury lawyer. He's helped some of our listeners already. and uh, He's a motorcycle guy. He's a motorcycle guy. Yeah, he's an old mechanic from back in the day, too. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, Arthur Draper. So please check that out. Um, all right, we got a few stuff to keep going. Again, Pulpomex 20 is the code to save with Manscaped. To get the lawnmower 4.0. Uh, the official grooming choice of Pony and the Pony Pod. All right, here we go. So I asked for questions on Instagram uh, for both of you guys. And, dude, I got so many questions. Uh, but here we go for both of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Chisholm, in, at what round of MX am I wearing Kiefer FXR gear along with a Pulp MX sponsorship? Uh, whichever round he wants. Let's, let's Chiz knows the same guys I know at FXR. Choose a round, and I'll help that along. All I would right. love to see Chiz uh, in the gear. Some guy named Daniel Blair, 125, says, name the last rider to win multiple Supercross and Motocrosses at 17 years old. <laughs> With Damon Bradshaw. <laughs> James. Travis Pastrana. James Stewart. Um, Randall Poto, maybe. Kiefer uh, from J- J-Man89. Kiefer, thoughts on Suzuki ever making a comeback? Yeah. Uh, they'll going to have – yes, they'll have a different bike. I'm going to say that. All right. Soon. Mark S. Mark Sith. JT, what's JT think of Kiefer's new gear? You said it was good. Yeah, it looks really yeah, good. Yeah, you credited it. Um, uh, Aussie dirt bike fan, any news on Kiefer doing a national? You are planning on it, but now you're out with your The knee. plan was to ride last two, Yep, but that's done. Right. Um, Jack Keen, 39, thoughts about a chick getting Jet's signature tattooed on her? Good for did that, that happen? Somebody did that? I don't know. Oh, don't do that. That's my thoughts. Don't do that. Okay. No tats? Not of, not of some dude you don't know's signature. Eh, let him do it. <laughs> Zach rides 94. Kiefer after dark. Do you shave trim your butt area? I have a manscape and I am looking for considering it tips. Yeah, I do. I get up in there. You get up in there. Yep. A lot of guys don't. But I feel like uh, if Heather's down in that area, I feel like why not get all of it just in case it goes somewhere else, you know? Crotchal region. Be prepared like your buddy was. Yep, Fernet. Just be prepared like, like Fernet. Steve's former best friend. Right. Ed Edinger, JT, any triathlons in the coming weeks? No. Um, man, honestly, I've been too busy to even really train for it. I don't even know if they're having them, but. <laughs> I've been too busy to train them. I don't know if they make triathlons anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, with COVID, I was so ready last year, and then they canceled it with like a week to go. So I've been pretty pissed. I do like doing them, and I will do them again, but I, I have not trained like for it. Like half year. tries, mini tries? Sprint. What? Sprint tries, Sprint, okay. Yeah. Um, Heckman Productions, for both of you, what's Steve's most annoying habit? Ooh. Oh, I guess I don't <laughs> have one. No, I guess I don't have one. You guys didn't answer. Steering, steering things that aren't necessarily the case and making them where I look really bad, like the Mumphy thing. Blowing things up like A-Mart, bigger than what they are. Like Amart and Mumphy. Like, I have nothing against these guys, but you make it seem like I do. I've got two. Okay. Blowing things up bigger than what they are. Not fucking putting a seatbelt on when it's dinging. Mm, yeah, that is. I've, I've noticed that. Yes. That one doesn't really bug me, though. That's whatever, but. Uh, Jay Haspel, 397. If Brayton, Weegis' wife, and kids are in a burning building, who does he say first? 
Brayton and then his wife and kids? Yeah. Brayton or his wife and kids. Who does he JT has, say? Kids, Pearl. You're, you know he has kids, yep. Yep. Pearl, right? Um, ooh. I think if he can't get all of them, he just doesn't go in. Like, I, I don't know how he would ever live with himself leaving <laughs> oh, any of them oh behind. Oh, my God. That is a fucking horrible answer. <laughs> I can't get you. Out. Sorry, guys. I'm out here. Here you go. Uh, JTA29. Kiefer, was it worth it selling out to FXR for all white gear? Selling out? I guess so. Obviously, it's, <laughs> it was worth it. Uh, JT from McCurran32. Can Fly noticeably see an increase in sales when their sponsored riders are consistently on the podium? So just think of a year where the Fly guys like Baggett and Canard mm-hmm. made the box a lot, and then maybe think of like years that. They didn't, like, you know? Uh, immediate results, no, and that's not really the goal. Right. The goal for stuff like that is to build a brand and customer familiarity over a length of time. Uh, so, yeah, you know, win on Sunday, sell on Monday isn't really what we're even tracking, or nor would we have a way to really keep any track of that. Can we get Trey some better font, please, on his jerseys? That's Max, bro. Can Max, if you're listening, can we get Trey some better font for his jerseys? All right. I'm sure we can. I'm um, sure you can. Yeah. Adam Jong's Ma 31. Who retires with the best overall career? Are you ready? J Mark, J Coop, Jet, or Hunter? I'll go Jet. Uh, J Mark. Okay. I'll go Jet because I think he wins a Supercross championship for sure. I think he wins at least a 250 MX national championship maybe this year. I would say highly likely down the road. I mean, he's about to turn 18. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll say Jet pretty confidently. Jamar's going to win two with the title next year. Uh, Supercross. You don't know that. I don't know that, but I feel like he will. Okay. And would his contract be, Steve, if he's a Yamaha rider again, would his contract be 250 indoors, 450 outdoors, or is it 250 all year next year? All year. Christian Craig's on the 450 next year, yeah. so I don't think so they'll then, move him. There you ha- I mean, he'll, he'll win an outdoor title. Maybe. I mean, that's what we thought this year. Right. Uh, Justin MX522. Not a question, but I think JT is the Benji Bronk of Pulp. I don't, even know, I don't what know who that, that is. Benji Bronk from Stern. Oh, okay, Benji. Oh, I don't know what that is. Right. Um, <laughs> he is not that. Seth Meyer says, Kiefer JT, where are you guys at regarding from pits? from SNL? No, oh. no. Uh, J- Kiefer JT, where are you at, guys? Where are you guys at regarding pit vipers? I saw a lot of them at Shug this weekend. I'm What's out. a pit viper? I'm just glasses. Those glasses those that glasses. are like retro shit that A Ray wears, and you see them. Oh, I hate that stuff. Yeah. No, I'm not. A it's pit. like the old like. Uh, they're like round, like the neon blades back in the day. Oh, that like uh, like the look like blade looking yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have some. Uh, I have some. From Scott. Yeah, like um, that. But I don't really wear them. I don't wear them. I'm too old. Yeah. Uh, Brady Sellers, who rode more moto this past month, this past month? JT, four-time, or the Gimp? Dirt bikes? Yeah, I rode once. Oh, I, I beat you all. Yeah. In July? Uh, once. Yeah, I'm injured. Once. I still beat you guys. Yeah. I haven't been home, dude, at all. I've been in Europe. I've been New York, Boston. I've been all over the place. This is a good question. Uh, Brutch 28 JT, whose career was better, Filthy's or your own? Filthy's got you on best overall finishes. JT's. But you had a longer career. JT's but way still better. going. I don't. I mean, Supercross super for sure I haven't beat. But outdoors, he was yeah. he was a better rider than I was outdoors. Yeah. But uh, JT was uh, – his length was longer, right? He, his girth. His uh, he you rode double class back in the day. Look at yeah. the 
and the he did the girth on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> and Germany, look at Germany. Like I feel like it's just better. Uh, Nick Palmer, three ninety two. What was worse, JT's Husky or the Cannondale? Oh, Cannondale. Yeah, Cannondale. Right, JT. Hopefully the Triumph is not like that. I pray to God it's not. I bet the, I don't know. I bet the Cannondale's performance may have been better, but the reliability certainly was not. So I'm doing a Racer X Films with a Cannondale. Oh. I found one. Wh- wow. Where? Yes. Oh, Cernicat. Cernic has one. Is that one you no, have? No, I found a random okay. guy that has one that's barely been ran. Cernic has a brand. So we're going to do a brand new, new one. No, East Coast, New York. Cernic has a brand new one. So anyway, I've talked to this guy, and uh, he's going to come out, and we're going to do a Racer X Films reboot on the Cannondale. Oh, boy. I think, I think the ignition cuts out a lot. I want to make, so sure make, sure sure make sure my knee is all times. I want to make sure my knee is healthy. But uh, T Don, will Betts qualify for 450 Supercross when we have a mutter at Seattle? <laughs> That's so no. awesome. No. Uh, Jesse underscore one time Kiefer, if fly racing would have gave you a white kit like FXR, would you have stayed? That's a great question. That is such not a great question. That is a great question. <laughs> if we built white gear, you would have stayed. Uh, out of here. No, no, it wouldn't have mattered. I, here's what people don't understand. I had a relationship with FXR guys yeah, he was before, way he was before, before Fly. Us. Like, yeah. So, uh, from Dar One Five, Kiefer, sex or dirt bikes? One's gotta go. Which one are you choosing? <laughs> oh, <Ooh>. you're fucked. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, fuck. There's your answer. I am going to. I'm not going to waffle like JT would. I'm going to give you an answer. I am going to say sex is gone. At my age, I'd rather go riding. What? Yeah. I think I'll wow. be riding a bicycle I did not think that was coming. I love riding dirt bikes, dude. Clearly. That's right. Uh, I, was, I still get to be with Heather. I still get to, to, to rub up against her and do all the things. I'll go beat off. No, that's, that's out. No, that's in. That's out. I can't put it in, so that's what we're doing. I love beating my meat. Uh, Ross Dunleavy. Uh, You're he's not thir- Mormon. This is, you don't get like some sort of like side like deal. You can't like soak or do something to. What the hell is soak? What's that mean? Soaking? Yeah. Soak and poke. You just put it in there and just hang out. Oh, let it marinate? Yeah, you know, Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> no. Uh, Ross Dunleavy, he's 38 years old. He's returning to moto after a 15-year hiatus. Nice. Quickest way to get back into moto shape. Go ride a dirt bike. Yeah, ride your dirt bike. Yeah, there's no replacement you for can't. riding. You can do whatever you want off the bike. It ain't going to matter. Uh, Mitch Omidian, 41. Ask Kiefer what's up with not having 38 uh, pants in his new gear. Yeah, that is a miss. I feel like uh, I did not know they weren't going to make 38s, but I think this was a LE run, and they would assume they didn't want to go that high up. But were you rubbing your hands because you got something to say? Or? No, no, this just makes me happy. Yeah. There's, a, there's a hole a hole in the... <laughs> Because you plan. JT's been getting shit lately, like Fly has. So <laughs> for no reason, it's it's unwarranted. But uh, that is a miss. Oh, you're, you're all right. So I sick. feel like they need to have a 38. I did not know they weren't going to do it. So you'd have left Steve out. JD, I know. JD four fifty three. Kiefer used to be a man of the people. Now he just seems like an arrogant Cali Moto Dad elitist. <laughs> really, Kiefer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What? Yeah. That sounds I, harsh. Hey, I've never gotten that from Keith. I agree. That is insane. I agree. If I feel that, like, if I come off that way, I, I apologize. Hey, man, you beaten off? Uh, <laughs> all right. That's that's all we got. Uh, yeah, we got 
chunky or smooth peanut butter? That's smooth. I haven't had peanut butter in a really long time, but I would go chunky for sure. Uh, has the PPMs gone down because of the knee? No, it's been better. Okay. <laughs> that makes no sense. I know, it doesn't. <laughs> makes no sense, but it's been better. I feel like I'm putting more effort into it because <laughs> I'm hurt to make sure it happens Compromising. well. Yes. Uh, Mooch969, JT, get wine dine 69 by a woman of your choosing or have Kiefer back and fly. <laughs> oh, option A for sure. Right. I like want a... to be wined and dined and I'll just say it, 69. <laughs> <laughs> Where was that at? It was about vibe at a Supercross. <laughs> Somehow got into that. It got into like vibe of a race. I want, no, it was like the opening ceremony. Yeah, JT wants. I want fireworks. Oh, I want like, the whole shebang. Yeah, yeah, I want it all. I want flame, girls with flamethrowers. That's awesome. I want all of it. How's Vietnam Vic? Can we get him on the show? Okay. God, I totally forgot about oh. this. Shit. Um. I went looking for him, so I was bicycling the other day. Okay, just do it once. People don't overkill it. Uh, I rode by to see. I remember what his house would look like and where he was. It's, you know, the Sperry Airport's not that big. Uh, so I, I still see the plane is in the hangar. The same fucking plane is in the hangar. But I do not know who lives there. I'm going to go by there one night or one evening and ring the doorbell and see who's there and scope it all out. So if it is Vic, he's got to be damn near uh, late, late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to make sure I'll take a picture of me and Vic if he's around. We want a picture of the plane too. Yeah, I'll get that too. All right. Uh, thanks for your questions. We got to cut it short though, um, but we got a lot of questions on Instagram. We need to do this again and uh, it's fantastic. Thanks I mean, everybody. Five hours and 20 minutes. I don't think we're really cutting anything short here. Uh, Motorsport.com, tweet a talent <laughs> segment. Let's do it. <laughs> That's horrible. Uh, that seemed short. That was the outro. No! That's my mom! <laughs> it's the Motorsport.com tweet that talent segment. It's a nice... No! That seems short. <laughs> I blame tits. <laughs> it's a piece of pie. It's a, <laughs> it's a pie it's the size a, of mine. It's a nice. Uh, all right, all right. motorsport.com. Uh, please check them out. Use the banners on pulpmix.com. Here we go. OEM and aftermarket parts. Let's let's keep it short. For marks. I okay. will for marks. Okay. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> from, right, uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> from uh Rich. When a rider like Joey Savacci says he's going to work and test these next two weeks off, how much time slash gains is he realistically hoping to get? Full second, half second, or is tenths the goal? No, I think you're trying to find a setup. You're trying to find a bike setup that you feel is more comfortable for. You're not really looking at times because you're riding your same track in Compound 83 or whatever. You're, yeah, if, you're, if you are more confident and able to go faster, then yeah. that's really all you're looking for. Yeah, you're just finding a setting that you like. And it could be an old setting. You could go back to something that, that you didn't... Give when you, when you can't go faster, something's holding you back. Yeah. Something, right? I can't. I don't feel confident going through these bumps at this speed. I have to brake early. I'm losing traction. I'm understeering. Something, yeah. right? So you're trying to fix that, which will allow you to go faster. All right. From Always Moto for Kiefer, new gear release or new bike release? Which one are you most excited for? Oh, uh, new bikes. New bikes. And yeah. what's your knee brace of choice post injury? Uh, I CTI'd up. I CTI'd up the two weeks I was riding. So right. are you no knee pet? You're no, I'm out. I'm back in braces. So you walk it all back? I, I, will, I walk it all back? 
Yeah, your knee pad. Uh, no, I stand oh, by how comfortable it is. Oh, okay, okay. Like I would wear yeah, one. They don't know wear shit. them. Okay. But I'm just feel safer. Okay. In braces. Fair enough. Rhino. I guess he's racing Loretta's. I thought he wasn't. He, I heard he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he said. And now he's saying I'm training for Loretta. So who knows? He's like, right. He's like Brownie. You don't know what he's gonna yeah. do. He's yeah. just gonna show up. Does okay. Brownie or, or Rhino at Loretta's? Who do you got? Oh, Brownie. To win? Brownie. Yeah, okay. yeah all day. Right? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, yeah. You agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From Bob Bradstreet, which rider is next in line for a factory ride? Are the two red bikes, Honda and Gas Gas, going to up their 250 teams to four riders each to have two on each coast? Um, I didn't really get that. Who's like, next in line for a factory ride? And then will Honda and Gas Gas go to four riders for the 250 class hmm. no honda won't coast. honda won't uh i think next in line i think cody deserves a, a shot at a factory ride. cody shock really i do yeah. i like why not yeah. give the guy a chance right okay he's to have that much improvement in one year is rare in our sport yeah like i feel like that big of a jump yep doesn't happen that much yep so let's keep that ball rolling yep if i was an, an owner and see how he does okay it's I, tough yeah there's yeah. not a lot of spots out there um, I don't. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve one. It's just, man, it, rides are tight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Does Swartz find something? There's I, another guy too. I think he deserves a shot. Yeah, yeah. Swartz is Swartz is in line for sure. I mean, Jordan Smith's spot is up, but Jet Reynolds is taking it, right? Schmoda's there. Yes. Forkner's there. Jet's coming back. Jet's McAdoo's going to there. race the Nationals after the Reds. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, all right. Here, and another thing, don't feel sorry for Dylan. Because he's riding a Suzuki. Like, I hear that a too lot. Late. Like, hmm? Too late. <laughs> his, his, his engine's good. Yeah. He has a good bike. Like, don't feel but sorry for him. you think it's as good as... No. That's what I'm saying. I but, mean, I mean, as far as if not having a factory ride... Yeah, I'm not saying his bike sucks. Right. But I'm saying the guys he's trying to beat have better bikes. What was it all his alter alternative? I'm right. not saying that. Yeah. Right. All right. From S. Grenier 35... JT, how do you hold your tongue when spotting for Supercross and your fantasy team is imploding? <laughs> mm, yes, yeah, it's not easy, but I'm so used to being disappointed and frustrated that at some point it just wears you down and you just <laughs> accept defeat in all aspects of life. Wow. All right. Next one from Travo33 for Steve. How is the 100K coming along for Anderson to come on the show? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Why would I? Why would I? <laughs> why, why would I care? Like, why? Anderson said he for a hundred thousand dollars he would go on pulp. Like, I thought he said he wouldn't even go on pulp for a hundred thousand dollars. No, I think he said he would. What if oh, you okay. gave him one bedroom of this palatial oh, estate? <laughs> I uh, I don't care. Yeah, like whatever, right? Like, did you see our? Did you see the Twitter thing that? Yeah. Do you see the Twitter thing, Marks? Yeah. On about, about being hired, hiring a new guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Whatever. They all come around. They all come around. <laughs> I don't know if that one's coming around, bro. <laughs> He'll come on the show sooner or later. You think? I think so. I don't. 100K later. I just don't understand the, the huge beef. Like, I don't. Yeah. Soft. We were good. We, he, he's come on. I just say Jason. We talked. Yeah. And when I, I was one of the first ones to be like, hey, his jersey's coming out. That means he's on it. Like, I, I was one of the first guys to talk about how his jersey came on all the time. And I think he liked that. And then I think along the line, I criticized some of those passes, and that was it. I was dead to them. But I'm like, bro, those passes were brutal. Like, what, what, some of those were bad. Jason, 
He's not listening, but Jason. <laughs> there is very few things in this new studio, but there is a Jason Anderson there jersey sure is. up here. There sure oh, yeah. is. So that, if you're in the mark with Zach, Adam, Ferry, and Lusk, that's saying something. Mm-hmm. I'm not up there. Jason. You're not up there. If you're listening, I know you're not. Just come on the show. Yeah. Give it a try. Drink it in. Drink it in. Always goes down smooth. From Jess Kildetoft for Kiefer. Excuse me? <laughs> Jess Kildetoft. I'm, that's what I'm sticking with. Killed a what? <laughs> Shot who? Killed an eagle? <laughs> it's a nice. It's a nice name. All right, we're done with tweets. <laughs> <laughs> Talent is in his limits. All right, Kiefer. In your opinion, what's the best 90s bike for a novice to rebuild? He's 90s. leaning slightly towards a 92 to 96 Honda. Parts are pretty rare and getting insanely pricey. 92 Honda was not good. I like mine. Uh, I like my 92 Honda. Stanton was pretty damn good on it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go 96. Everyone rebuilds 96. Yeah. It? And they're great bikes. That's so, a great yeah. bike. Yep. 96 was good. I had two of them. Yep. 125, 250. From Parker Felice 107, with Tickle helping out Cowie, does he fill in for AC for the rest of outdoors, or does Chris Betts take over the number nine bike? Betts, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Tickle said he didn't know when I talked to him about it, and I, I got to think at this point with five races, they wouldn't they wouldn't put him in, right? Like so. I don't um, know. Have you seen him out there riding? Yeah. Yeah. He's looks out good? there twice a week. Looks good, or yeah, looks good. Yeah. Looks like Tickle. Right. Solid. Right. Yeah. I mean, if if. Any of the teams are going to do something like that, it's Kawasaki. They've done it that stuff for years. They're test guys. They put them in there. When they had test guys, they would put them in there right. to race. So. Seems like if you're not going to do it coming out of this two-weekend break, you're probably not going to do it. True. Yep. From EK Harvey for JT, any fly signings for MXGP? Will we finally see a premier rider or team in fly gear for 22? Uh, damn, I hope so. I'm, I'm pressing really hard. Uh, that's part of – my uh, responsibilities over there is negotiate. So um, I don't have anything to report yet, but I'm pressing hard. From Dinglebees for Kiefer, is it time to have the home life conversation with JT yet? Do people demand information? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, it's, oh, I mean, God. we don't have enough time. But yeah, yeah, that could be a I whole mean, show. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's it's, God, it's unbelievable. What? It's like, unbelievable. As much as I've, as long as I've known JT, Good dude, solid dude, responsible, good head on his shoulders. You think, and and he's had and he he, he had home he, life for he, a while. He's he's got way too much. He's too demanding and he's way too picky. I'm too demanding. Not demanding. I would say he's right though on the picky part. Oh yeah, picky. Yeah, yeah I'll give you that. Yeah, yep. very picky. Uh, I'd rather be alone than wish I was. Oh my you God. say that now, but you're gonna get older and you're not gonna want to do that. You're dude, gonna, like I don't want to freak you out here, but you're getting old. Right. It's time. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah. But again, I would rather be alone than wish I was alone. And you know, and you do know that every woman has some kind of something won't mesh with you. And also, too, by the way, as well. I'm a huge fan of dick. At your... What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, f- the, 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 the drops don't lie. <laughs> the drops don't lie. Uh, do you... You like realize... I an official protest. <laughs> you realize... The, the women you're going to meet at your age group oh. are going to have so much baggage. Right. Like, you got to get young or you're going to have baggage. And that comes with problems. Yeah, big problems. 
you, you guys understand that I'm in this dating pool and you're, you're telling me things that I deal with on a daily basis. Right. Okay. Just wanted Are to- you worried for JT? Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I want you to be happy. Me too. That's why I'm not doing anything stupid. Okay. <laughs> right. Because I can promise you I won't be happy if I force something. Okay. All right. From Jake Rob 393 why is Justin Cooper moving up to 450s never talked about? He is by far the most consistent 250 guy we've seen in the past few years. It's coming. He'll get there when yeah. he's time. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll raise him. We'll Probably him one more time. year, and then he'd move up. Yep. I'd say another year. Yeah. Yeah. I think one more year. That's why you haven't heard any 450 rumors. Right. From Slow Joe Dirt, will we see an electric MX bike from a major manufacturer before or after 2024? After. Well, KTM just formed that alliance, right? Part of it to yeah. uh, move forward towards that. So it's yeah. coming. It won't be 23, though. That's for sure. No, no, I don't think so either, but it's coming. From Amateur Cycling Dude, Steve, did you listen to JT's podcast this week? No. No. I don't listen to any motor podcasts. It's not just JT's. I don't listen. I listen to sports podcasts, and I'm way behind on that. I don't even catch up to those. I don't listen to motor podcasts. Yeah. Part of it, too, is because I don't also... Do you, see, do you at least see what's on the network per week? Do you at least see that he put up a new show? Do you at least see that I put up a new show? Do you yes. at least see that? Yes. Okay. I subscribe to them in my feeds, so they come Pop up on up. my feeds. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Like, for example, I clicked on yours, and uh, you did a production testing thing. Yes. That's your latest one. Yes. So I, I saw the title of it. Yeah. Got it. So. I go back and listen to my own to try to get better. I used to. I used yeah. to. Yep. But I feel like you know... When you do the sh- when you do a show, it's good when you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're like, ah, totally. that wasn't the yeah, best. Yeah, sometimes show. I um, I consider redoing it, right? Because I'm like, that wasn't very good, and then I'm like, I got yeah. too much to do. I'm gonna completely redo this one because it's uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna do it after you guys leave. Another five forward. hours. Yeah. All right, that's it. Uh, let me let oh. me get to. There's a few more good ones. Oh, boy. marks. It's a good one. <laughs> I got a few I more. Get, I guess. I got a one that hits the mark. Here's some extra pepperoni. Grazie. <laughs> uh, voice of the drunken people, JT, did you kiss Pookie or Heather on the lips today? Ooh. I did not. I don't do that. Chris, Whoa. if it's not sexual, do yeah. you kiss Steve? Would I? If it's not sexual, do yeah. you kiss him? Of course. All right. Sounds gay. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> okay. Because I think that's how he justifies it. He says it's not sexual. All right. If it's a loving thing and it's not sexual, like he knows that I'm a heterosexual in Europe, male. In Europe, the dudes kiss each other. I've seen it. That's, yeah, Greece. I, that's Greece. No, no, no. no. Like in Most, like on the cheeks, on yeah. the lips. Greek. I've seen do. guys kiss on the lips. Yeah, Greeks do that. No, I mean, here's the, here's the I've thing. I've seen non-Greeks. When I come here, I hug Steve. <laughs> He doesn't come at me for a hug. No, yeah. I come no, to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy yeah, to hug yeah, Kiefer. Yeah. yeah I, no, JT I don't hug me. Steve. Uh, nobody you wants. Why? Yeah, no. I, I would him in the nuts if, like, he. <laughs> nobody. No, nobody. <laughs> like, you need Mumford's career? Like, you need his career in the nuts? Um, yeah. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> That's you just pecking like a fucking woodchuck. What are oh. your biggest things that annoy you about Steve? <laughs> Talk to Scott Mumphy. I haven't said anything bad about you know what? Stop. I, I wish you two would stop because I'm the motherfucker that gets the texts. Hey, Keeper. You want to talk about... No, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I love Mumphy. He's a good dude. He is a good dude. Scott's a good dude, too. No one's arguing that. <laughs> the most ridiculous thing ever. But you're pushing us away. I'm pushing you. You're with... pushing us away from the Mumphy talk. What? Like You don't want to talk about him. No, because I know where he'll steer it. <laughs> okay, two more. Beaks and Talons. Who rammed Steve up the ass harder? 
Ansi's wife or the guy on the highway? What does a dick feel oh, like? Oh, yeah. I got, I got, uh, like, I got rear-ended uh, after leaving the track on the highway. You did? Uh, Shugo, you yeah. did. Yeah. Hard? I, pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, my rental car was a little damaged. Never heard anything from the car company today, though. You will. I think. We'll insurance? Take a days. Did, you, did you get the insurance? Yeah, I did. Oh, oh you're, you're good. good. You, In case. you pay for insurance? No, no, I got the guy's insurance. Oh. Yeah. My, I have coverage on my credit card. Yeah. Was insurance. it a guy at the track or some just? No, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, California plate. I bet you. I would have loved to see how you got the car. You were probably oh so fucking pissed, so dude. Pissed. Yeah, I mean. Car goes, his rec- voice recorder in one pocket. Just and he doesn't have time to hear. Oh, irate. man, I'm sorry. He just like, give me your insurance. Give it. I got no time for this. Yeah, that's kind of how it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't want to. I don't want to really. You don't want to talk. Yeah. Right. I don't want to rehash this. I don't really want to get into it. Yeah. I have your insurance. <laughs> I, I got to go. All right. So let me leave me alone. <laughs> all right all right last one ac's foot peg jt if steve was dying and the only way to save him was to lick ketchup off his nipples <laughs> what'd you do <laughs> yes what a sick individual you yeah. are <laughs> i mean it is keto I, of no, course ketchup, i, of course I would to save his it's life it's not keto no keto's oh, not sugar, ketchup sugar, or ketchup's bro. not keto there sugar. is there is keto ketchup though would you do it the, the ketchup is not really the issue here. It's the nipples? I don't want to lick his nipples. <laughs> I mean, if I got to save the man's life, I guess I would. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, that's horrible. Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension Engines, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, ORW, Skosh, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, folks at FMF, Guts Racing. I don't give enough love to Andy Gregg on the show tonight. Guts Racing, Pulpamex 2021 is the code to save. Great seats, great company. Uh, get yourself some. Get Data, Atlas Neck Brace has got the Vision Brace out. Works Connection, OGO Power Sports. If you want a deal on anything from the folks at OGO, just email us, man, uh, using the code, and we'll work it out. And um, uh, we will or email us for the code, and we'll work it out. And the guys at OGO will dial you in. Art of Sport. MotorcycleNutrityJobs.com, WUSA, Ride Engineering. And you know what? Mm. This might be Boy. first show in the studio. Yeah. And this might be the first show in You Tell Me, Marks, where we did not talk about an e-bike. No shit, right? There was and, no. And this, and this was a good show to talk about it because you're in a flash flood today. I was. There's hope yeah. for you yet. And there was no e-bike talk. All right. Let's just shocking. keep moving along then. Shocking. Wow. Honestly. So I was riding my e-bike today. Oh, no, no, no. Look at the time. Um, I did get caught in a flood today out there, dude. It was gnarly. I would love it. It was insane. I, I, I just, yeah. So uh, thanks to Max Anstey and Phil Nicoletti and Zach Osborne and Chase Sexton. Best interview tonight. Oh, uh, Sexton. All right. Because he spilled some stuff that we'd like to hear. All right, JT. Best Anstey. interview tonight. Anstey? Yep. <laughs> okay. That's great. You wanted to get a little more violent, but you got. Yeah. I was hoping he would threaten you. Right. Yep. Uh, so thanks to those guys for coming on. We are off for two weeks. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're off. We're going to get the studio going a little bit better. Party. Dial it in. <laughs> Party. When are we going to GH? In the fucking house. When are we going yeah, to GH? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why are you talking like you were reading those DMs earlier? Right. <laughs> hey. <laughs> when are we going to GH? Uh <laughs> I can't ride. I'm not allowed to ride. You won't let me ride. Oh, yeah. Fuck. That's right. We can't. I'll take you, though, if you okay. want to go. All right. Let's Turn do like that. Gangster. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> well, thanks for coming in. 
Kiefer, as always, you. great, great to have me. you in. Fly Racing's 2022 line is out. JT, uh, thanks for coming in. Always fun. Yep. I think you've been in more in studio in 2021 than you had in the previous couple of years combined. Yeah, so probably. That's awesome. Good, good to have you here. Uh, Marks, thank you. You're welcome. Hey, and Thank everybody, you. tweet at uh, Steve if you want a tour of the house. He would love to do it, so <laughs> just uh, hit him up. MTV Cribs. Yep. Hey, Mario, thank you very much for coming. That's Love Luigi. Oh, Luigi, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Hey, China. What's up, China? Um, <laughs> Tokyo, China. <laughs> Talon, thanks, uh, thanks for coming in. Appreciate yeah, thank it. You. Uh, thank you, people, for listening. Uh, really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks, man. Pop a Show presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing, Decal Works, we're out of here. See you a couple weeks. Connor Fields, coming from China. My daughter, she probably banged a few, but not everybody at least. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and... I was totally nude and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.